Tony Harper pregame show brought to you by Glenwood Telephone. They've been serving central Nebraska for over 50 years. Call 866-756-4746 or visit online at shopglenwood.net. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director, Mike Will. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Football as the Broncos will wrap up their non-conference portion of the schedule here this afternoon against the Jimmies out of Jamestown University up in North Dakota. As we spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper and coach so far, so good, 2-0 in the season. How do you feel after a couple of weeks? You know, I feel like uh, that we've made some improvements as a team each week, um, but we also realize that there's a lot of room to improve and a lot of room to grow. You know, But we'll take the 2-0 and record, but we got to realize that we can't be satisfied with where we're at. The rest of the teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference playing uh, conference games here today. We've got one additional game. Is this good? You, you want this additional game here? I believe so. I mean, we could have went into this with a bye week, and especially with, with some injuries, some banged up with guys we got. But hindsight's twenty twenty. I think we need to be able to compete every single week, and I think an opportunity to get out there and clean some stuff up prior to getting into GPAC play is going to be huge for us. Once you get on the roll, you just kind of like to play and not take that break. You know, you're exactly right because you never know what's going to happen when the ball starts bouncing the other way. So we can just keep that confidence going, hopefully, and keep improving. It's the first time in a couple of years that you've started the season with a couple of wins. So uh, I guess a lot of confidence running around the camp right now. I think so, but credit to our assistant coaches and credit to our players. They ain't satisfied. We had a pretty decent week from an energy level standpoint this entire week. So I think the guys realize that there's some good things ahead of us, but we still got to improve a lot. After last week's win over uh, Valley City State, you said it might be a, kind of a, a tough week in practice. What you guys focus on this week? You know, we, we wanted to make sure they came out with great energy because, you know, like we talked about earlier, that we, we didn't get back in until 3 o'clock Sunday morning. And so we moved everything back. We kind of adjusted our Sunday schedule, which you're always afraid of. When you change the itinerary on guys and coaches, you, you never really know how they're going to be mentally focused and prepared for everything. So we were really focused on that. Um, I thought the energy was good on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, but you know there were some execution things that we got to get cleaned up. One thing that just kind of hung in my mind all week long after you came up and uh, talked to us after the ball game, uh, you thought Valley City State might have been in a better condition than we were, and, and you were going to address that this week. Well, let's just say we did address that this week. Um, you know, and I, I think a lot of it had to do with you know Valley was on a roll; they were getting confidence. Anytime you have that confidence, you feel like you're in, you're in better shape and everything like that. And it looked like our guys were dragging. We didn't rotate as many guys in that game as we did the the previous game, which is usually against what we usually do. So um, we did some extra work this week, and we'll probably continue that throughout the season. Does that go back to maybe our, our preseason workouts a little bit? We didn't really have a so-called two-a-days like all the other football teams uh, have across the nation. Uh, can you point that back to that? Or? You know, I really don't. I, I, I'm really not because we followed the NC2A way um, with a one 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 two one two one and so on with that. I think what had happened is we as coaches, especially myself and some of the guys on, on defense, we didn't rotate like we normally do. We want to rotate our D linemen every series, rotate our linebackers every other series. And we rotate our safeties about every three series. So you could definitely tell the difference between our defense and our offense last week. I thought our offense was was in a lot better shape. They were still clicking. They didn't they didn't have their hands on their knees where the defense was dragging a little bit. So we did a little bit of extra work this week as a defense, and we talked a lot about it to the guys. 35-32 was the uh, ball game last week as we took our trip to uh, North Dakota as we beat uh, Valley City State, kind of a, a tale of two different ball games there. I don't know if I've ever been a part of a game where the halves were 
is opposite as what they were. I mean, our guys came out in that first half. They were playing great football offensively, defensively, and special teams-wise. They were feeding off the energy. And then we come in the second half. Um, there was a couple, you know, big plays for them, and we just we just didn't respond. We were we were riding the roller coaster without a seatbelt, to be quite honest with you, and, and it showed at the, at the end of the game. What's what's that come down to? You, you see games like that often, but what's that come down to? Comes down to preparation. Comes down to the head coach making sure he's sending a consistent message to the guys. And I did a poor job at halftime, uh, making sure the guys reset that score, uh, making sure that that uh, we understood that we were playing zero zero. That's the mindset you got to have. And that 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 second half fell squarely on me by by not having the guys focused and ready to go. It's not like a Valley City State made a lot of adjustments in the second half. It was just a maybe shooting ourselves in the foot for ourselves yeah the big thing was was uh when they had that block punt you know we missed that guy coming off the edge which we generally generally don't do and, and he was able to get that block and they had to work with a short field then we turned the ball over again and they recovered it on about the four or five yard line and worked with a short field again so but those things are going to happen and, and we got to make sure we we rally to that and and the only changes that they made uh offensively was they went to some empty stuff and started going vertical on us because we were playing a lot of press coverage and man-to-man and quarterback put the ball where it needed to be thrown so we just got to make sure we as coaches are, are sending the right message and making sure our guys are in better position to make those plays all right so he sings in uh, jamestown university here this afternoon we'll take a break and come back you're listening to the tony harper pregame show today on 1230 khas Are you in need of a meeting place? The Glenwood Business Center has a new state-of-the-art executive boardroom for rent by the hour, day, or week. It's a beautiful new facility in downtown Hastings and perfect for your professional business meeting, a classroom and training event, or just a private off-site location to hold your next meeting. Glenwood can help plan your complete meeting with catering, snacks, and concierge services. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. Back with the coaches, we stick closer to game time here this afternoon. Again, the Broncos are sitting at 2-0 and on the season. Let's talk some more about uh, last week's ball game with uh, Valley City. You guys uh, defensively gave up a lot of yards, but I'll tell you what, the defense came up big in a number of areas last week. They really did. I mean, I think we had two or three fourth down stops. We had a couple turnovers. We had we pressured that quarterback. We had a hat on him almost every time he dropped back to throw that vertical game when they were in empty. So the defense made some plays when they needed to. And probably one of the biggest plays they made, to be quite honest with you, was on their PATs. You know, we got two block PATs. And that that was just a good push by our by our defensive line and, and uh, Jake Tar uh, squeezing through that B gap. So taking points off the board was huge. Obviously, when it's a thirty five thirty two ball game, taking taking those two points off was huge. We don't talk about special teams very often, except when they come back to bite us. But I'll tell you what, special teams this year have been solid for us. Punting, we've returned a punt for a uh, touchdown. You just mentioned the two block extra points. You know, a lot of credit goes to Coach Kamara and, and his guys when it comes to that special teams. We don't do a lot of banging um, throughout the week in regards to special teams because we always got to make sure we're taking care of our bodies the best that we can. But he does a lot of drill work. He does a lot of walking and talking and a lot of seeing um, of what the scheme we're going to see and getting the guys prepared. And, and that to us is the number one focus. You got to have great special teams play. You got to have great run defense and you got to take care of the football and the offense. Those are the three important factors for us. And that's the priorities we put. I mean, 
compared to the past, you see a lot of ones and twos on both our offense and defense that are starting or getting reps on special teams, and, and that's that just has to be important to us because it could it could change the the flow of the game immediately. Aren't you spending more time this year on special teams, like during practice, than you have in the past? We do. We we give uh, uh, twenty minutes every day um, to our special teams. We break it up into two periods. Here we did a break, and then we do another two periods. Um, so. You know, we got to utilize that the best we possibly do, and Coach Kamara does that. One uh, big loss for us uh, last week, Wesley Jardine goes down with an injury. He is uh, lost for the season. That's a, that's a big blow for your defense. It, it really is because Wesley had really came into his own this year. I mean, he knew the checks. He he knew the angles. He 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 just had that confidence about him. You know, he's going into his junior year. He knew what Coach Delk and I were expecting. So, and I and I honestly believe he's prior to the injury. I thought he was one of the top three safeties in the league. And, you know, he was all-conference last year as a true sophomore. And we're going to miss his leadership. We're going to miss his aggressiveness. We're going to miss his his hitting. I mean, he's really good. But one thing we saw this week from Wesley was he was out there hopping along on his crutches, coaching coaching Noah and and Jake and those guys up. So he's going to be in our thoughts. He's going to be with us everywhere we go. And, uh, you know, we're going to play this season and get it done. Yeah, he's probably one of the hardest hitters on our defense. We're going to miss him bad. Oh, without a doubt. He will come off the roof. And we always tell the linebackers and the D linemen this that you better look out because you you will get a friendly fire missile from Wesley Jardim in the back because he comes downhill. But again, we're going to miss him. But uh, that's also part of the game too, you know. And and we got to be able to get the next man up. And and, and I have complete confidence in Noah McKeever and Jake Tarr to get that done. Yeah, they're going to slide over to uh, his position, the rover position. And and Noah's played a lot of football for you. He really has. Noah's a senior this year. You know, he's turned into a really good leader for us. The thing with Noah is he's going to ask you 25 questions and he is so daggum smart and he's a great kid I mean I remember when I was recruiting him from Sydney Iowa you know he's a little eight-man guy like me so I kind of got that feel for him and, and and everything but he knows the playbook inside and out we just got to make sure that he's not seeing everything he just needs to have that sniper's focus and understand do my job and everybody will do theirs offensively last week 398 is what we put up uh as far as total yards are concerned, ran the ball extremely well. Again, 151. We can continue that. So we're going to cause some problems. We're going to have to, especially you know today against Jamestown, and then going in the G Pack. You have to run the football, and I think that was the, probably the biggest improvement from game one to game two was our play up front. Uh, we're going to be stressed a lot today with what they do, but it was nice to see that we were able to open those lanes. We just got to make sure we hit the proper sprint spot. And when you got lot guys like Jake Fowler, Taj Willingham, Anthony Cloyd, Adrian Petty in the backfield. That's a lot of hands for one ball, and I think Coach Moe does a great job of, of, of rotating those guys in and getting them touches. Might as well touch on the uh, quarterback situation while we're talking about our offense. Uh, <laughs> Jason Gaze and uh, Cruz Diego both saw action uh, last week against uh, Valley City State. Is that going to be more of the same today? You know, it will be today. Um, it was the same thought process last week going into the Valley game. You know, We were going to get equal reps throughout the entire week, and then we'll make the decision on Thursday. We will go with Jason today. Uh, Jason's got a very good grasp on the offense. We got to make sure we we get our reads a lot quicker because we're going to be getting some pressure and stuff like that. And and uh, you know again he plays with a quiet confidence. And then you bring Cruz in, he's that X factor. You know he can he's going to scramble around. He's going to look downfield. He's going to do some do some good things with that. So we just got to make sure we we keep those those guys mentally into the game when the ones aren't there and the other ones on the sideline. Tell you what, one guy that uh, they'll be throwing to is Jordan Johnson. He's off to a great start. He had five receptions for a hundred. 37 yards, three touchdowns last week. In the two games, nine receptions, 273 yards, and five touchdowns. What's been uh, the key to his success so far? His maturity. 
He's now a sophomore. He's no longer an 18-year-old kid. He's played college football. He's been with Coach K now for, for a season and a half, and, and, and I think that's the biggest thing. And it's it's very similar with, with uh, Austin Curley last year. You know, everybody is going to double Noah. That's just, I mean, when you're six foot five, 220 pounds, everybody knows who Noah is. They're gonna they're gonna roll that coverage to him, so we're gonna get a lot of single receiver or single coverage on the backside, and we just got to continue to make those plays. Now, what's going to happen is we're going to have to get more than just two guys involved with this passing game. We got to get some slot receivers out there. We got to get Anthony Martinez involved with it. We got to get some other young men involved with it. So um, that that's a big thing, and Jordan's going to have to understand that he's going to start getting some focus at him now. Uh, but he's he's a great kid. He works hard. He's he's very similar to Jason Gaines. Not a whole lot's going to bother Jordan. He just goes out there and balls, which is good to see. Getting uh, Noah involved in the offense a little bit as well. I think he had four receptions last week. It was nice. You know, he did a lot of underneath stuff. You know, uh, Noah is a, is a big target for us. But when, when you can get a guy that's like Noah, who everybody thinks all he does is run posts and digs and verticals and things like that and fades, when you can drag him across the middle and do some mesh routes and do different things like that, then that adds a whole other dynamic to everything. So we got to make sure we keep Noah involved this week. All right, Hastings in uh, Jamestown here this afternoon. We'll come back and talk about the Jimmies when our pregame show continues after this. Glenwood Business Center offers a ready-to-go, on-demand furnished office for up to three people with affordable rent by the hour, day, or week. A modern tech-powered space complete with Glenwood high-speed fiber allows you to do sales presentations, demonstrations, or one-on-one training. Do you have a home-based business? This fresh, clean space offers a safe and secure place to meet. It's quick and easy to rent with a great downtown Hastings location. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. Back with the coach, Hastings College, playing Jamestown here this afternoon. A team coming in here from North Dakota, and all I can say is I'm happy they're coming down here and we're not going back up there. This is a, a, a town that's just a few miles away from where we were last week. I agree 100% with you on that. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying sleeping in my own bed last night. Jamestown, 1-2 uh, and two on the season. They lost to uh, Dakota Wesleyan last week, 55-7. to seven. What type of team is this? You know, they're, again, it's the North Dakota, it's the DAC-10, um, they're big, they're physical, they run power football, very similar to what Valley did. You know, they played Valley the first game of the season, played them 15-12, to 12, um, but they're big, they're physical, their defense gets after it, um, they bring a lot of pressure. So, you know, this this game, and this ain't no coach speak here, I, I'm... This is a completely different team than we've seen in our first, compared to the other two teams we've played this year. It's going to be tough. How does this team uh, differ from maybe uh, the first two teams? You know, here, here's what I'll tell you. Um, offensively, they're going to be in 21, 22, bigger personnel like that. Um, if I had to compare it to something, I'm going to compare it to Hastings College's football offense um, back in the 2000s, in, in, the, in the late 90s. 21, GG option, running a lot of power. Um, they got a quarterback very similar to what they what we used to have way back then too. That that he will throw the deep ball and he's very accurate with it. And they got a uh, wide receiver that we heard a lot about when we talked with their coaching staff this week. A little five foot six guy that's got uh, some pretty good speed out there. He got that wiggle waggle. Yep, I, I mean, he really does. And, and he took one. Um, he took a big one against Dakota Wesleyan. He had another big play against Valley City State. Um, he is a good football player. I don't know how many yards he had against Concordia, the, the second team that they play, but they really try to identify him. So we got to make sure we leverage him because he's a good football player. 
Got on defense, what do they do over there? You know, they're going to base out of a 40 front. Um, they're going to play a lot of a lot of too high looks, but they're going to bring pressure. They got a, a safety number 37 who I personally think is, is one of their better players. I think he could play in the G-Pack right now, to be quite honest with you. He's the quarterback of their defense. Um, they just get after you, and they play with a high, high energy, so we're going to have to match that. One thing that popped up, uh, they got seven sacks already this year. We've, we've given up one. They've uh, got seven sacks so far this year, so a team that puts a lot of pressure on our quarterbacks. They really do, and they and most of those sacks came into their game last week against Dakota Wesleyan. In, in my opinion, Dylan Turner, the quarterback at D-Dub, he's the best uh, run-pass dual-threat quarterback in the G-Pack this year that's returning. And they brought a lot of pressure on him, and they had him you know, they had him on rights a couple times, and they I think they got three or four sacks last week against him. So they, they understand what they're trying to do, and they're going to collapse that pocket quick on us. So that could cause some uh, problems for uh, Jason and then uh, Cruz if he gets in there today. Obviously, you have to maybe move him around a little bit today. We're going to move him around. we got to identify that pressure. we got to get that hot route built into it. we got to make sure our receivers are on the same page. That's the biggest thing. we got to make sure our quarterback and our receiver are seeing the same thing with, with our pass scheme. And you can't bring all that pressure and cover everybody every single time. So we're going to have to get rid of that ball quickly. It looks like we should be able to run the ball against this defense. They've been giving up some yards. What do you see out of their rush defense? You know, Concordia is an option team. Valley City State is going to run power football, just a different look. You know, out of one back, Dakota Weston, obviously, with what they do in their power scheme, they've given up some yards. But if you, if you look and, and you watch the film, they're giving up those yards in the second half. The first half, is is very good defensive football. They are really making the guys earn it. It's just at different times they broke a couple big ones, and, and that's what had happened to them. But the run statistically, and you know I ain't into that whole statistics and everything, I think it's a little overrated with these guys because of the stress and the pressure they put put on you with their pressure game. Well, so what else scares you about this team? You know, to be honest with you, um, you don't follow a template. When you bring, when you go against a team, this is very similar to us way back in the day when we bring up, brought a lot of pressure. If, if you bring a lot of pressure and, and they're going to get you at some point in time, they're going to get a big play out of it. So we're going to have to ride that wave. We're going to have to ride that roller coaster because they do things at times that generally you don't supposedly supposed to do, you know, the supposedly unwritten rule of football and everything like that. And that's what makes them extremely dangerous. They're on a road trip. They're going to come down here hungry. They've already played a G-Pack team. They don't care who they're playing. They're just ready to play. So the biggest thing is we got to we got to ride that wave, and we got to make sure we're doing our job and only our job. You kind of compared uh, Valley City State last week to uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Does this team uh, compare to maybe anybody in, in the G-Pack that we've seen? You know, probably not just because of the two-back personnel that they do, where Dakota Wesleyan is more of a one-back power type of scheme with a running quarterback. These guys really don't do that. Um, you know what I do? I, I'd compare him a little bit to Concordia's offense because Concordia will play with two backs a lot of the times. So I would say it's similar to that situation with the power. Concordia runs a lot of zone, zone read, and different things like that where these guys don't do a lot of that. So, um, But that's kind of what they're at with the backfield sets. So is our game plan any different today than maybe what we saw in the, the first two weeks? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot different. Offensively, defensively, and special teams because they do some things on special teams that will stress you a little bit with their return game and, and their pressure game when they try and block a punt. So we got to make sure we count that up. So. We've had to add a couple wrinkles on the offense, whether it's you know hot routes or, or or tags or different things like that. And defensively, we've had to put in some checks because they run formations that we generally don't see. So that's a big concern right there as well. You know, have our guys remembered what we put in on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for the game today? That's going to be a challenge. 
So it's uh, Hastings and uh, Jamestown here this afternoon. Other than the injury to Wesley Jardine, we've gotten through the, the first couple of weeks uh, pretty good, haven't we? Yeah, we really have. And, and this is no change because it has been the past couple of years where we had three or four straight, and then we had that bye a little bit later on. So our guys you know, have a pretty good mindset. Our training staff has done a good job. Uh, we just got to make sure we, we get in we take care of our bodies like you're supposed to. We mentioned earlier that the, the rest of the teams in the GPAC are uh, playing conference games for the first time uh, this afternoon. Anything surprising out of the GPAC so far? We've got six teams that are still uh, undefeated, and we've had some pretty good records against the non-conference foes here in the first two weeks. I'll be honest with you. Looking at the scores <clears throat> excuse me, on Sunday like we have and seeing who's beat who and who's done what against, but nothing really has surprised me. I knew Coach Jamrod was going to get Midland playing. I had heard a lot of great things about Dort and what they've done. We obviously already knew about Morningside. We already knew about um, um, Concordia. Um, Doan, you know, they're doing great. Thing. It, not not really, to be quite honest with you, not really. And then, you know, the next question might be, we'll look at Northwestern's record. You know, they're 0-2. But I don't think anybody in the GPAC um, has played a team besides, like, Concordia. I mean, Northwestern has played Sterling, who's receiving votes, and they played Dickey State, Dickinson State, who's in the top 15 or top 20. So they've had the toughest schedule at the start of the season. So this is going to be an interesting year within the conference. So this will be the, the final tune-up before the uh, conference season gets underway next week. We'll have uh, DW and, uh, DWU in here next week. Uh, maybe some things that you guys want to sharpen today as we get ready for the conference season next week. What do you want this team to do today? You know, play with confidence, to be quite honest with you. we got to start fast. we got to finish faster. And I know this is a lot of coach speak and everything like that. But, you know, last week our big message was we can't have the second half. we got to respond better. So that's been a focus for the guys. Execution at times has been a little um, sloppy offensively, defensively, and special teams. So we're looking for and we're striving for perfect execution today. And that's a big thing because when you go into your conference and you want to feel like you're clicking on all cylinders, and to be honest with you, I don't think we've clicked on all cylinders yet. And we got to continue to push that button and keep our foot on the gas pedal to do that. Okay, we'll see you afterwards. Thank you. Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings College. Stick around. The scouting report is coming up next in this Bronco football. Hastings in Jamestown today on 1230 KHAS. The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Glenwood Telephone. For all of your telephone, internet, cable, and security needs, remember Glenwood Telephone. Call 866-756-4746 or visit online at shopglenwood.net. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 
countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report as we inch closer to game time on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. This is Nick Quaring, and I'm pleased to be joined by Josh Cattell, head coach of the Jamestown University Jimmy's coach. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, I think, uh, Coach, we'll just get started. You guys are coming off a pretty big loss, 55-17 last week. Just tell me a little bit about what happened in that game for your team. Well, you know, we, we competed for, for one half of football and then kind of gave up a, a late score. It was 14-14. They scored right before half to make it 21-14. Uh, but we thought at halftime we were in a good position um, against a good football team. It was it was a physical game. And um, when we came out second half, just kind of the wheels fell off a little bit. We had a, a couple things happen. You know, a questionable call. Um, our starting safety senior captain gets kicked out of the game for a, a targeting penalty that ended up getting appealed and, and him getting his, you know, um, suspension lifted, but, um, you know, that really hurt us, and then defensively, we struggled after that, and and uh, we're not built offensively to, to get in a shootout, so uh, we got we got in a hole and, and just couldn't get ourselves out of it. Now, I was looking over some numbers here from that game. You got a pretty good game from your quarterback there, Dylan Clack, 239 yards. Uh, your leading rusher only had 88 yards. What are you guys going to look to do to change that maybe going forward, or is that kind of how you want to play the game? Well, we had a lot of guys touch it, you know, so that, that's, that's a little deceiving. But, um, you know, obviously um, getting down, uh, Dakota Wesley did a good job of keeping the ball away from us. Uh, we need to have the ball to, to do what we want to do on offense. And, uh, you know, when, when you give up long drives, it kind of limits your opportunities. And, and I think that's where the stats kind of um, reflect on our running game. What is your uh, overall, you know, philosophy offensively? Are you guys going to look to throw it a little more, keep it balanced, or – as far as what you guys want to do, what, what are you looking for there? Um, we, we talk about balance, but um, honestly, we're not we're not going to beat our head against the wall. We're going to do what uh, we think as coaches is going to work best for us to gain yards and move the sticks. That's our that's our main goal, and um, obviously, you like to stay as fifty fifty as possible. But um, you know, the game will dictate that a little bit. Yeah, by any means necessary, putting points on the board, pretty much, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Now let's uh, talk a little bit because the trip from up there and all the way down here to Hastings, that's quite a trip. Uh, you know, and looking over your schedule here, it looks like you guys play most of your games either in North Dakota or South Dakota. So what have you talked to your team about, if you have at all, about the trip down and the challenges that that may present? Well, you know, it's, it, it is a – you know, something that you don't typically do, but, you know, the nice part about it is, you know, I'm a big fan of road trips. You take the guys who are going to compete on Saturday, and you, you get all the other distractions are gone, class and, and everything else, and you, you get to just kind of devote your weekend to football, and, um, you know, we're excited about that, and, and with the future um, of us coming to the GPAC, it's going to be something that we do a lot more of in the future, so, um, you know, we're going to embrace it. We're not going to... Um, worry too much about it it is what it is it's, it's part of the game and and uh you know we'll we'll find a way to you know get it out of our mind now switching over tell me a little bit about what you've seen on film from coach harper and his broncos on the offensive side of the ball and what you guys are going to look to do defensively um, you know, offensively, they're very, very explosive. They've got some uh, some guys that can really run and, and go make plays, and they like to get downfield. So, um, you know, 
our job is we're going to have to get some pressure on the quarterback, obviously, and contain those running backs, um, trying to trying to make them one-dimensional as possible, and then. Um, you know we got to compete for balls that are thrown downfield, and we got to we got to win the 50-50 ball. Um, if we can do that, I think it's going to be a good game. But um, great team down there; they're physical, they're uh, very talented, and then we know it's it's going to be a it's going to be a dogfight. And switching over the opposite way, what have you seen from their defense that you think you might be able to take advantage of, or or some things that you've seen that you say, hey, you know what, we're we're maybe going to try to push this area a little bit more when you guys are on offense. Oh, it, it's a good, solid defense. They do a good job of defending the run, and they're very athletic in the back half. So um, we've got to be we got to be really good, and we can't uh, waste any plays. We got to take advantage of of every down and, and try to you know make third downs as manageable as possible. That's going to be a, the key for us offensively. If we can make third down manageable um, and keep moving the sticks, and, and hopefully we can. Um, you know, move the sticks and, and, and stay on the field. That's going to be uh, that's going to benefit us as an offense. All right, we'll be right back with head coach of the Jamestown University Jimmies, Josh Cattell. After this, I grew up in India and then did residency in three different countries. I've always wanted to be a doctor, and then while I was in medical school, I saw this 25-year-old woman with two little children diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a life-shattering experience for her and her entire family. Then helping her get through it, that was very challenging and fulfilling to me. Mary Lanning Hospital has everything to offer, bringing the best possible care to the people here in their community. I'm just very happy to be here and to be able to help each and every patient that walks through the door and bring a smile to their faces. I am Shamila Gark, Medical Oncologist at Morrison Cancer Center. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. All right, we're back with head coach Josh Cattell of the Jamestown University Jimmies. So, Coach, have you had any players step up for your squad this year that you maybe didn't see coming? Some guys that, you know, maybe over the summer here, early in the season that have really filled a role that you didn't perceive them filling before the game started getting played? Um, you know, one guy that stands out, Caleb Ellingson, he's he's leading us in tackles right now on the defensive side of the ball, and um, he's a guy who was slated as a number two, and, and some th- different things happened throughout the cor- course of fall camp, and he got his opportunity, and he's really made the most of it. I've uh, been really pleased watching him. Um, but most of our other guys that are stepping up are, are guys that we really expected um, – to get stuff from them, and, and now it's just a matter of how much. And um, we've got some good senior leadership on this team, and, and now it's just a matter of um, we've got a lot of young guys contributing, and we got to keep getting those guys um, more and more prepared to, to play Saturday afternoons. Yeah, speaking about those young guys, you are starting a freshman there in the secondary. Uh, tell me a little bit about that young man and what he brings to your team. Listed at five foot seven, one seventy five, so a little. Seems to me, if I'm picturing it in my mind correctly, you know, stocky little guy playing some corner for you. So tell me about him. Yeah, Troy Stewart. He comes from um, from Texas. He's he's a he's a good young player. He registered for us last year, and and um, you know the coaching staff was very high on him. Um, you know, was a good high school player. Comes from a good program, and and he's really uh, you know 
he got his starting spot based off of an injury, and then he's done a good job of of uh, going out there and playing and, and understanding the system and understanding what's asked of him. And um, we just expect him to get better and better as the season goes on. Now, as a coaching staff, I imagine that you know injuries are never good, but when you have a guy, you know, especially a redshirt freshman that could step up and fill a role and really contribute to the team, I imagine that it makes coaching on the defensive side of the ball a little easier for you. Yeah, we've got we've got some guys who who create some depth for us, and and uh, you know that's important in this game, especially as the season wears on and, and bodies start to wear out a little more as as we get deeper into the season. Um, you need to find those guys who are going to come in and, and be able to to spell your starters or take over starting roles or a bigger role on the team. So whether it's offense, defense, or special teams, you know you're always pleased when you find somebody who can step up and, and compete. On the offensive side of the ball, uh, just tell me a little bit about who your leaders are on that side, uh, as I'm guessing that people from this area aren't extremely familiar with your team on a week-to-week basis. Right, right. Um, well, our quarterback, junior quarterback, Dylan Klott, um, he, he's doing a great job for us right now. He, he runs the offense. He does what we ask him to do. Um, in the last two weeks, he's just his comfort level has, has, has grown and his confidence in, in the protection, his confidence in the receivers has grown, and you've seen that in his stats. Um, just the production we're getting out of him is very, very, very pleasing. Um, Another junior that's a captain as well is uh, Brandon Edwards, our wide receiver. He's had um, two really big games for us, and um, you know he's not a big guy in stature, but he does a good job of finding spaces and getting open, and um, you know making plays for Dylan um, and through the air. So um, two guys right there that have probably led our offense for the most part is, is Brandon Edwards and, and Dylan Clot. And when you say not a big guy, you are being completely honest as he's listed at five foot six and 150 pounds. And anybody knows that knows anything about rosters in football, those numbers are usually a little on the high side, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's he's uh, not not big in stature, but uh, he plays pretty big, and and we're we're really pleased with what we're getting out of him so far this season. Yeah, it looks like he's almost at 100 yards a game for you guys. Has a long of about 50, 12 catches in three games, puts him at about four a game. So those numbers look pretty good. Now, coming into the game, pregame speech. What are you going to tell your guys, and and what are some things you're going to look for early on in the game to tell you kind of how it's going to flow. Um, for us, it's just taking care of what we can take care of and, and, and making sure that, that we put last week behind us. Don't forget what got us there, but um, we're going to have to go play a heck of a football game if, if we want a chance to, to win. So, um, you know, just taking care of all the little things and, and doing what we need to do from our end to, to, to put our team in a position to be successful in, in the fourth quarter. Coach, I really appreciate the time. Thank you. I appreciate it, too. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Stay tuned. Bronco play-by-play is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 KHAS. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 
I love working with the flowers and decorating items that we have at Bob Sass Flowers. This is Amy, and we'd be happy to share not only the items, but ideas on what might work best for your special location, home, or office decor. We'll come into your home or office and personally decorate an area or for a special entertaining event. It starts with a visit to Bob Sass Flowers. Let's talk about how we can help you with home decorations and accessories, flowers, gifts, and ideas from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. Hastings College Football is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field here this afternoon. Hastings College Football in 1230 KHAS. The Broncos return home today. They have a record of two wins and no losses on the season after taking an eight-hour and 15-minute bus trip last week to uh, Valley City State up in North Dakota. And sneaking out of there with a 35-32 victory. Hastings looking to go 3-0 and for the first time since 2012. They take on a team from North Dakota here this afternoon. In fact, a town that was just about 30, 35 miles away from where we were a week ago. This is Jamestown University. They have a record of one win and two losses on the season. They lost to Valley City State to open their season by the score of 15-10. to Came back and beat Concordia Moorhead 30-13. to and then last week, losing to Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 55-17. to So he sings 2-0 in the season. Jamestown enters with a mark of one win and two losses. Absolutely gorgeous day. A Chamber of Commerce type of day here in Hastings today. Not a, not a cloud in the sky. Bright, sunshiny skies above Lloyd Wilson Field here this afternoon. 75 degrees is our game time temp. Winds will be out of the west-southwest at about 5 miles per hour. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. And, Jimmy, one thing that I'm glad of, we're not back in a car heading north and uh, playing up in Jamestown. I'm glad the Jimmys are down here and uh, making the, the long bus trip and uh, to face Hastings College here this afternoon. i tell you what, that was an adventure. Up and back, we uh, took off Friday afternoon to uh, get ourselves up there and get prepared for the uh, next, uh, next day's game and then uh, crawled back into beds in our uh, – humble abodes at about uh, 1 o'clock in the morning so a long long road trip the jimmies had to make that trip i believe yesterday they came down to uh to hastings so they know what it's like and this is something they're probably going to have to get familiar with and as well as ourselves it it appears nothing official yet but it appears that jamestown is going to be uh allowed to uh, join the Great Plains Athletic Conference, so that's going to put them on the schedule year to year. That'll be interesting for you, a basketball time, but that's the uh, wait to be announced uh, uh, here officially from the uh, from the GPAC Associates. But, yeah, this game here today, you talk about the day. There's not a breath of wind out there. It is absolutely gorgeous coming over the stadium. It is just uh, people got their grills going for the uh, Husker game and uh, a lot of lawnmowers going. Just a great day. Going to be a great day for football here. And Hastings College last week, boy, they started out a uh, ball of fire. They took the first two halves and absolutely dominated Valley City State and then uh, really let them back in the game and almost lost that ball game in the second half. So hopefully the Broncos can put two uh, good halves of football together here today and start this season 3-0, and getting ready to go into the conference. Yeah, Hastings led last week 28-6 to at halftime. And then, uh, like you said, things just kind of fell apart in the second half. We had penalties, and 
We had a couple of miscues in the in the second half of play. Valley City State scores at three touchdowns in the fourth quarter and made things interesting, but Hastings sneaking out of there 35-32. to 32. So kind of a, a mixed feeling coming out of there, but I think Tony is happy with a 2-0 start. He likes the, the direction of this football team right now. Well, and Tony will tell you, he's not a statistics guy. He could care less whether we say that uh, they, they run for 140 yards or 240. It doesn't matter unless it's a win on the scoreboard, and that's what he's more concerned about. But, uh, you know, you talk about special teams how big they play a part in a football game well Bockle gets a punt blocked they end up taking that down a couple plays later punch it in for a score and then Gaines throws a backwards pass up there they recover that one next play later they score give them 14 points just boom like that they're right back in the game and you said it the whole second half I'm getting this uneasy feeling and when you leave a team hang around you give them some breaks and that's what Hastings did they played very sloppy football in the second half it was a complete different team tackling blocking running the ball everything all aspects of it and Tony was very disappointed with his team and I know he addressed several situations he talked about the conditioning of the players and uh, worried that that was his fault, that he had, didn't have the team in conditioning. I would not have wanted to be on campus this week for practices because I'm guessing they probably uh, turned up the grass in the uh, far practice field over there this week. But uh, I know they're ready to go. Tony's excited. And, uh, you know, Hastings off to a great start, 2-0, and looking to go 3-0. and This is a good football team coming in, the record at 1-2. and But they were in that ball game. Or they were out of the ball game the first half against Concordia last week. Then they came back in that ball game and uh, almost went on to, uh, or, uh, to win that game there. But uh, anyway... Tony's looking for a, a good performance out of his players. I think he wants a more sound game plan here today. All right. The other teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference are actually uh, beginning conference play here today. Hastings playing this third and final non-conference game of the season. Midland is opening up uh, the conference season at Briarcliff. Warriors might be the uh, surprise team of the Great Plains Athletic Conference here this year. Of course, Jim, uh, Jeff Jamrog from the University of Nebraska is now the uh, head coach at Midland, and the Warriors are sitting at 3-0 and in the season. Opening up a conference play today in Sioux City against Briarcliff. Doan has got a tough one. They're on the road playing at Dakota Wesleyan today. Northwestern, who is 0-2 in the season, will play in Seward against the Concordia Bulldogs. That's a good matchup. And Morningside is playing at Dort today. In years past, we say, oh, boy. Oh, boy. There's not enough uh, digits on the scoreboard for Morningside uh, in that ball game against Dort. But I'll tell you what, the Dort defenders might be another surprise team. They are 2-0 and in this season. In fact, if you look at uh, some of the national statistics, you'll find some uh, Dort running backs and some Dort wide receivers uh, amongst the leaders in the nation. So Dort has got a brand-new head coach this year. They've kind of turned things away around in uh, Sioux Center, Iowa. They've got a tough one today as they take on Morningside and then Jamestown here against Hastings College in this non-conference affair here this afternoon. Still a couple of minutes away from the kickoff of the ball game here this afternoon. Hastings in Jamestown in 1230 KHIS. We'll get to the starting lineups now, brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Not uh, any changes for Hastings offensively today, and why not? The offense seems to be up and clicking. Jason Gaines is going to get the started quarterback today, although 
We expect to see uh, both quarterbacks uh, in the ball game today. I don't know what system they have worked out, but they do have a system. They tell me uh, last uh, week, Cruz Samaniego got in there for the third series of the first half and the third series of the second half. We'll see what happens here today. Uh, Jason Gaines will get the start, though. Six foot 185, a senior out of Papio South. Glenn Wallace will be the H-back. He's 5'11", 185, a senior from Strasburg, Colorado. And the other running back for Hastings will be the Adams Central product, Jake Fowler, 5'9", 185-pound senior. The ex-wide receiver for Hastings will be Noah House, 6'4", 205, a senior, the transfer from Nebraska Kearney. The tight end will be Kaleo Buckman. Buckman, 6'1", 205, a senior from Glenwood Village, Colorado. And the Z wide receiver, boy, this guy is on fire. Jordan Johnson. Johnson, 6'1", 190-pound sophomore out of Spring Valley, California. Nine receptions so far this year, 273 yards. He's averaging 30.3 yards per reception, and he scored five touchdowns for Hastings College this year. Offensive line is going to stay the same. Sam Morris at center is the uh, junior out of North Platte. The left guard is Ula Tasaga, Tasaga Jr. from San Diego. And the other guard will be Mark Nellis, the senior out of Millard West. The left tackle will be Tanner Stock, the junior out of Gretna. And then Farrell Myloy, the sophomore from Honolulu, will anchor down the uh, right tackle position for Hastings. Broncos on defense will go with Austin Bredding as a defensive tackle. Justin Stagmeyer, the uh, defensive tackle. Leo Wai-Eo will be the other defensive tackle, and then Taylor Mendenhall, the senior out of Millard South, will be the uh, defensive end for Hastings on the other side. The linebackers will be Nathan Howell today. Nathan Howell, the sophomore out of Carney Catholic, off to a great start. 16 tackles so far for Hastings in the first two ball games. Leading tackler and middle linebacker will be Kelly McBride. He's a senior out of Austin, Texas. He's got 19 stops. Canessa Eo will be the other linebacker, the senior from Parker, Colorado. And then the rover is going to be Noah McKeever today. He'll be in for the injured Wesley Jardine, who uh, tore up his knee last week in the ballgame against Valley City State. He is done for the season. That's a big blow, although Noah McKeever has played a lot of football for Hastings. He's an uh, eight-man player. He's a senior out of uh, Sydney, Iowa. The other uh, defensive backs for Hastings will be Darren Scott at corner. He's a sophomore out of Waterloo, Iowa. The free safety will be Jacob Tarr, the junior out of Parker, Colorado. And then Josh Johnson will be the other cornerback on the other side. He's a senior out of Dallas, Texas. The Jimmies out of uh, Jamestown University from uh, Jamestown, North Dakota. They will go with uh, Dylan Klott at quarterback today. He is six foot one, 214-pound junior from Crixton, Minnesota. He's completed 50% of his passes, 37 for 73. thrown for 557 yards, three touchdowns, one interception so far. The uh, running back will be Keldrick Sullivan. Sullivan, 5'8", 203-pound sophomore. He's out of uh, Mississippi. Pelahatchee, Mississippi. Well, I hope uh, never to visit uh, Pelahatchee, Mississippi. In fact, they got a couple of guys uh, on the roster from uh, Pelahatchee, Mississippi. Uh, Braden Edwards is going to be your wide receiver. He is good. He's out of uh, Arizona, Apache Junction, Arizona. Five foot six, one hundred fifty pound junior. He's got to twelve receptions and uh, two hundred seventy eight yards so far this year for Jamestown. The tight end will be Tony Smith. He's a senior from Jamestown, North Dakota. Josh Vergus will be the wide receiver on the other side. He's a junior out of uh, Fargo, North Dakota. Then up front you've got Chris Lacroix in there at center. Dan Murphy will be your right guard. Alex Nelson will be at left guard. 
Uh, Anthony Vereen will be your left tackle. He's out of Las Vegas, sophomore, 278-pounder. And the other uh, tackle on the other side will be uh, Andrew uh, Modus, Modus, a uh, sophomore out of Porterville, California. And then on uh, defense for Jamestown, they've got uh, 242, 263, 255, and 225 across the front line uh, defensively. That's Zach Phillips, Andrew Jensen, James Young, and Bo Soberg. Soberg's got three sacks so far this year for uh, Jamestown. The linebackers are Cam White, also Chase Johnson, Caleb Ellingson. And then in the defensive secondary, they've got uh, Kyle Bonham, at uh, left, uh, left corner, the other corner is going to be Troy uh, Stewart. And then uh, the two safeties are, are pretty good as well, and Caleb Garcia. And also King Dwayne Solomon, the uh, safeties for the uh, Jamestown Jimmies. Starting lineups today are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So that's the starting lines for today's ball game. Still a couple of minutes away from uh, the kickoff and our pregame activities as they continue here at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, the gang is all here. It's a uh, game day Saturday. Nothing like it here at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field. As uh, the Hastings College Marching Band is uh, going through their uh, pregame activities here this afternoon. Hastings and uh, Jamestown University squaring off here today. The Broncos looking to go to 3-0 and for the first time since uh, 2012. And I was looking back, Hastings actually uh, started the season 6-0 and back in uh, 2012. We were nationally ranked at that point. I can remember that. We were here. Then Hastings immediately went out and lost their last four ball games, and the season was over. So Hastings looking to continue the momentum here today as they try to go to 3-0 and for the first time in a long, long time. Yeah, that's what I was kind of looking for uh, last night. I was doing some some work when we got back from the high school game and and uh, I knew there was a year they had a good uh, good record going and we were chirping and thinking playoffs and everything else and then yeah they go out and uh, fold on the last four games and that took uh, the Broncos out of any playoff contention but uh, again here I must correct myself I, I said thought about this the game last week Jamestown play was not against Concordia it was another GPAC foe in Dakota Westland it's a close game at half but then Dakota Westland went on to blow Jamestown out I believe that was what 55 to 17, to 17 yep. last week so uh, but anyway 
anyway, uh, again, this is a, a good football team going to mirror the team from Valley City of last week that Hastings played. Very big and physical up front, and uh, they'll they'll give their quarterback some time. He's not a real threat to take the ball and run with it, but uh, they've got some talented players out there, and Hastings going to play have to play very sound defensively again here in this ball game. And you talk about the loss of Wesley Jardine; that is a huge loss, and hopefully they can get a uh, medical uh, red shirt or hardship uh, for him. I don't know how that's all going to play out here, being uh, the third game into the season, but it's pretty early. Hopefully they can get something for that individual. But that injury, when he went down, that was ugly, to say the least. And unfortunately, Wesley is uh, done for the season. Last week against uh, Dakota Wesley, and this is a team that uh, passed for 243 yards. They uh, rushed for 154 yards. So it's a team that will mix things up against Hastings College. They're going to give us a lot of looks as well on the uh, defensive side of the football. Right now, the playing of the National Anthem as we get set for football today on 1230 KHAS. Football action for us here on 1230 KHIS today from uh, Lloyd Wilson Field at Hastings College. The Broncos getting set to take on the Jimmies of Jamestown. I want to thank Adam Mazur and the athletic department here at Hastings College and a project that's been kind of in the works for the, the past two or three years. We're, we're now fully equipped in our broadcast booth here at the Osborne Sports Complex. We've got video replay capabilities now in our booth. We've got a, uh, a screen of the action uh, going on out there. We're going to have, uh, like we said, capabilities to look at uh, some close plays. And also, thanks to Adam for uh, putting that together for us. I don't think I can't think of too many other things we need here. Maybe uh, a wet bar and a, perhaps a, a buffet table. Maybe in, in our broadcast booth. Other than that, uh, things look pretty good here. Maybe some handles that come out of the wall here for some uh, refreshments. Yeah, we've got everything. I I, I knew this was coming along. Because because they had run a wire the first home game we were here, and you had told me what they were going to do. I didn't realize it was going to be the size that it was. I got in here, and I went, well, this is great. I might as well. I can be at the game, but I'll just watch it on TV because my vantage point was uh, taken up. But we've got it turned around in here. It's a... Really a nice uh, nice addition here to our uh, press box. And, again, we'll be able to uh, get a second look at some plays to where, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are not able to. So that's going to be a uh, nice deal. Again, they flash some stats up for us on there as uh, uh, they got the Hastings College Valley City scored 35-32 last week. But, again, uh, talk about the loss of Wesley Jardine on the, on the uh, defensive side of things. Talk about a bright spot. On the offensive side of things, boy, Jordan Johnson, what a year. This kid is having five touchdowns on the season. He tied a Hastings College record last week with three touchdown catches in that ball game. And the one that was just an acrobatic catch was actually deflected. He had to reach behind him. 
behind himself and uh, was able to bring that ball in one hand and took it in uncontested into the end zone. So Johnson having a big, big season. And you've got to think that with opposing teams coming in defensively, they're going to try to stack the box, try to keep him from getting off the line of scrimmage. All that does is free up our other guy that's found double coverage in that, Noah Hausch. Hastings has got some uh, tremendous threats out there. Hausch, also Glenn Wallace. There's uh, in the backfield, we've had a a host of four running backs back there with the addition of Petty. I like him out there. Fowler's back. Anthony Cloyd run tough last week. Cloyd takes one in from 35 yards. So Hastings really a a well-balanced offense. Jason Gaines is throwing the football as good as we've ever seen him. Running the offense, very comfortable out there. And again, Cruz will get a shot to come in during the game. Cruz only threw two passes last week, but he was 2-2 of two for 40 yards and a touchdown pass. So we'll see how that all plays out. But uh, really some, some good aspects of things for uh, offensively here. Hastings College putting up some good numbers. Might see Cruz Simon Diego a little bit more this week than we did last week. Uh, Jamestown is a team that's going to put a lot of pressure on us defensively. Like we said, uh, Jamestown has got seven sacks in their three ball games so far, so they come with a lot of pressure. Cruz is a, more of a uh, a mobile quarterback. He likes to scramble a little bit, so I wouldn't be surprised we'll see a little bit more of a Cruz Samaniego today. Uh, even if Jason has a pretty good day, I, I think Cruz is going to see a little bit more playing time than a series in the first half and a series in the second half. Well, the one thing we do not need to see is uh, a lot of hitting going on with our our quarterback. So the offensive line, who has had a pretty good season so far uh, with uh, pass blocking and also uh, run blocking, they're going to have to do a better job today because they're going to send guys off the corners. They're going to send them up the middle. There's going to be blitzes. A lot of times they're going to try to get in the face of Gaines and Samaniego. So uh, our offensive line and backs are going to have to do a great job job to keep them defensive guys off of uh, Jason Gaines and Cruz Samaniego. Their, their big guy, you talked about him and Silberg, is uh, three sacks, 19 tackles on the season. He's a force. He's number 52 defensively, so keep an eye on him if you're here in the stadium. He's a dandy for Jamestown. Hastings offense, their offensive line has only given up one sack this year in the first two ball games, so they're going to be tested today. Like I said, uh, Jamestown has got seven sacks in their first three ball games. Before we get started here, there's a lot of major college football going on throughout the nation today. We'll get you a scoreboard update brought to you by Husker Power Products, powered by uh, natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products. Um, he sings. Akron is out on top of Marshall early in the ball game, 34-21. It is Penn State leading Temple by a score of 21 to 10. Memphis is out on top of the poor Kansas Jayhawks. It is 33-7. They are at halftime. Some other early scores. The Iowa Hawkeyes leading North Dakota. They're in the third quarter now. 14-7 is the score there. Wisconsin out on top of Georgia State in the third quarter. Wisconsin 6 and Georgia State nothing. At halftime, the Miami Hurricanes leading Appalachian State by a score of 24-3. At halftime, it's Tennessee leading Ohio 14-12. At halftime, the Horned Frogs of TCU out on top of the Iowa State Cyclones, 24-7. At halftime, it's Middle Tennessee, 28, Bowling Green, 21. At halftime, Clemson leading South Carolina State, 45 to nothing. At halftime, Louisville rolling past second-ranked Florida State. It's the Cardinal, 35, and the Seminoles, 10. That game is at uh, halftime today. Wow. And uh, Rutgers is out on top of New Mexico at halftime, 28-21. to 21. Second quarter score, Georgia Tech 17, Vanderbilt 7. And Virginia is leading Connecticut early by the score of 3 to nothing. We'll keep you up to date on all the uh, major college football scores throughout the afternoon. What's going on in the GPAC? And, of course, uh, in a little bit, Nebraska kicking off against the Oregon Ducks in Lincoln. 
We've got uh, pregame information and all the uh, play-by-play over on the breeze today, KOYQ 94.5. So the captains are meeting in the center of the field here at the Osborne Sports Complex. It looks like uh, Jamestown has won the toss. They're going to defer to the second half. Hastings College will get the ball first. So I guess if you're Tony Harper, you want your offense out there first. We're, We're clicking along pretty well, 240 Two yards per ball game passing, 136 yards or so uh, rushing the football. That's been the, the biggest improvement, I think, uh, for Hastings this year. We've been able to rush the football against teams. And like I talked with Tony in a pregame show, if we're going to win in the G-Pack, you got to rush the football. And Hastings doing a much better job here this season than we've seen maybe in the past year or two. And I agree. I believe last year we were averaging around 75, 76 yards a game rushing the football, well over that at around 130-plus yards this season. And uh, one of that reasons, uh, again, you talked about the offensive line. They've done a much better job. And I think last year, if memory uh, does not escape me, I think it was four games before we had a running back for Hastings College get over 100 yards on the season. And again, it's going to be very tough. They rotate in four different backs. They're going to see a lot of action. Those days of uh, having a guy run for 150 to 200 yards are uh, pretty much gone with the systems that these schools run. But again, it was a, a long time, and uh, Hastings has uh, done a much better job uh, this season running the football, and, and that's key that, to get the running game going. Tony, that's what he uh, talks about. He says you, it's hard to get games uh, going and in the flow if you can't run the football, and they've been able to this season. We've already got a guy over 100 yards after mm-hmm. just two games. Taj Willingham has yep. got 108 coming in here. But, uh, again, Adrian Perry's been in there a lot. Jake Fowler's been in there a lot for Hastings. Anthony Cloyd. So it's a stable of uh, running backs for Hastings College. So. Well, and Taj looks really good this yep. year. Tony talked about him in the, the uh, preseason, how he came into camp a little bit lighter. And, man, he is uh, he's shifty. He's a tough guy to bring down. He's not afraid to lower his helmet and put the boom on a defender. And he has looked very good. He's been uh, doing some returning for the Broncos here as they'll line up to uh, get ready to receive this. They'll move from our right to left, south to north here at Lloyd Wilson Field. And, again, an absolute stunning day here in Hastings for football. Dropping back deep for Hastings, Adrian Petty and Taj Willingham. They're inside their five-yard line. The Jimmys come to town. I think this is the first meeting. It is the first meeting between these two teams. So uh, welcome to Hastings, Nebraska, Jamestown. You're in your orange pants and your white tops, your orange uh, football helmets here this afternoon. Hastings in their white pants, their crimson tops, and their their white football helmets. All good color, guys. Start preparing uh, as soon as the one game the, per- the game you're calling is over. You start preparing. First thing I did was I wanted to know what a Jimmy was. We weren't even out of North Dakota. A Jimmy for you listening at home is not me. It is a knight. Why they're not just simply called the knights is beyond me, but a Jimmy is uh, a knight uh, with the armor and the joust and the horse. Is the joust that thing you stick people the with? The joust is. That joust yeah, That is the stick you knock people off their, their horse, but they got the armor and everything. So the Jimmy's. Get ready to kick this football game off. And uh, one thing we really haven't talked about is the coaching staff pretty much all new for Jamestown, all first-year guys. A lot of them from North Dakota State, they know how to win. Josh Cattell, the uh, quarter, the uh, head coach, is from North, the, uh, North Dakota State and a former Jamestown quarterback. Here's the uh, kickoff. It's going to be Taj Willingham on the far sideline, 10, 15, 20, out across the 25, 26, 27-yard line and brought down there. So Hastings will start first down and 10 from their own 27-yard line. Jason Gaines will be uh, under center for Hastings for the most part today with Jake Fowler and Glenn Wallace in the backfield and those dangerous wide receivers and Noah House and Jordan Johnson. Anthony Duncan expected to see a lot of playing time today for Hastings. We'll see a plethora of wide receivers in there for Hastings as the Broncos getting set to play their 
First down for the line of scrimmage here from about their own 27-yard. Now we got a penalty oh, yeah, flag. Yeah, I had a penalty flag sitting right there at the 30. I didn't see it with the uh, defense out on the field. So I got a holding call on Hastings College. going to cost them uh, some yards there. They'll put the football inside the 20-yard line. Going to be at the uh, 17-yard line. So right off of the bat on the kickoff, Hastings is uh, penalized. And now the Broncos push back to their own 17-yard line. So it's first down and 10 from their 17 as they hand the ball away to Taj Willingham. He gets to the uh, 20-yard line and brought down at about the uh, 21. Tackle is made in there by King Dwayne Solomon, the safety, the senior from Los Angeles, California, coming up to make the stop there. They've got some uh, flashy names on this team you're going to hear uh, throughout the day. Yeah, I, uh, I seen that last night again uh, going through their uh, roster. Yvonne St. Louis is a freshman running back, so uh, definitely some, some interesting names here. But after a gain about four yards for Willingham, second down, and we'll call it six. From the 21-yard line, they hand the ball away again to uh, Willingham. This time he is met, and down he goes. He's going to be thrown for a loss trying to get outside, but he was met right there uh, by the Jimmies as he got out toward the numbers over here. And the tackle is made in there by uh, Jamestown and, and making the stop for the Jimmies is Keith Rogers. He's a junior defensive back, 5'11", 192-pounder. He's getting the start here this afternoon. So it's third down and nine yards to go for Hastings. They've got the ball on their own 18-yard line. Three wide receivers split out wide to the right side. Backing up his gains, he throws it to the near side. It's going to be caught cradling the ball and then dropping it. Did he hang on to it long enough? Here at the 35-yard line, I think he did. That's Jordan Johnson. Nice catch there, and that's a first down for Hastings. So Jordan Johnson... He cradles that baby in there. It came loose, but they say he had it long enough, and that's a reception at a first down for the Broncos as they move the ball out to the 36-yard line. 17 yards, and Johnson having an outstanding season. Again, five touchdowns on the year. That one good for 17 yards and a first down. Jason Gaines backs up again. He throws it over here. Johnson catches the ball again, 42-43 yard line before he is brought down there. That's uh, Troy Stewart bringing him down that time. He's a freshman out of Dangerfield, Texas. So back-to-back pass receptions there for our number one pass receiver on this team, Jordan Johnson. That's a pickup of seven yards in the play. Hastings moves the ball up to the 43-yard line. Second down and about three yards to go. Broncos working right to left here in the first quarter. Play just underway. No score between Jamestown and Hastings here this afternoon. There's a Jason Gaines, hands the ball away. That's Fowler with the ball at the 40. Puts his head down, crashes forward to the 44. Ball comes loose, and I think the Jimmies are on top of it. They are at the 48-yard line. So Jake Fowler, his first carry of the afternoon, coughs up the pig, and the Jimmies come up with a football at the 48-yard line. The first break goes in the way of uh, Jamestown as they've got the fumble recovery. Uh, it looks like the guy who came up with it is Caleb Garcia. Garcia, the safety from Chandler, Arizona. He recovers the Jake Fowler fumble at the 47-yard line, and the Jimmies are in business. Yeah, Fowler was going to take that out around the numbers and seen an opening up the middle, just kind of cut it up the middle and then got a hat right on that football. It falls loose now, Jamestown, with their, their first possession. They've got it in Bronco territory at the 47-yard line. Dylan Klott is the quarterback. They've got three running backs in the backfield. As Klott hands the ball away, they just go straight ahead across the 45 down to the 42-yard line. Carrying the mail there for uh, Jamestown. There's going to be uh, Andre Purnell, I think, was the guy in there as he uh, takes it down to the 42. Again, he was not on the uh, the two deep they, they sent us. Tackle was made by Justin Stagmeyer. He is senior from Arapahoe for uh, the Hastings College defense. That was a pickup of about five yards in a play. Second down and five yards to go for the Jimmies. They've got the ball at the Hastings College 42-yard line. 
Two wide receivers split to the left side. Clock wants to throw. He's got time. Stands in the pocket. Throws it. It's incomplete. Incomplete. Trying to pop one over the middle there. The intended receiver for uh, Jamestown was uh, Liam Hughesby, who's into the ball game. A freshman tied in. Incomplete pass in his third down down. Third down and five yards to go. Jamestown, Tony kind of compared it to the, the Hastings teams of the late 1900s and the early 2000s. Back uh, back when we ran like a two-back offense, they ran a lot of G option out of this uh, offense. And he, they said they were very similar to what we did uh, several years ago, kind of. He referred to him as a throwback offense. We'll see what happens here this afternoon. Three wide receivers now out in a little triangle off to the left side. Clout wants to throw the ball across the middle, wide open. Ball is caught 35, 30, 25, 20, down the sideline, 15, 10, 5, diving for the end zone and uh, not getting there, but close down around the one-yard line. So they got the ball, and a guy was uh, wide open across the middle there for uh, Jamestown and receiving that ball for the uh, Jimmies was uh, Des Pettigrew, I think. Des Pettigrew, number 84, was the guy on the reception there. A, uh, a junior from uh, Fontana, California, but he takes the ball down to the one-yard line here for uh, Jamestown, so they're knocking on touchdown door in their, their first series of the afternoon. Clot under center, hands the ball away, diving for the end zone. It's going to be a Sullivan. I don't think he got there. Hastings submarining on the defense there. As uh, Keldrick Sullivan dives over the pile, Kelly McBride will meet him, the middle linebacker. The ball is sitting between the one and two yard line early in this ball game with 11 minutes and 25 seconds to play in the first quarter. We go back to that 41 yard game. They got the football down at the one. Pettigrew was the tight end. He just got loose. Nobody covered him. And now uh, the last uh, offensive play, you talk about throwback, the Maryland eye. Now they'll be in more of a traditional eye set here with the quarterback up at their center. Clot hands the ball away. There's a Sullivan again. He crashes forward. He didn't get there. He's going to be brought down by the line of scrimmage. So, Keldrick Sullivan, a couple of running attempts there. That time he's brought down by Austin Bredding for Hastings. So, now it's third down. Yeah, third down and about a yard and a half to go for the touchdown for Jamestown. Trying to cash in on the fumble on the first series of the ball game by Jake Fowler of Hastings. Jamestown has got the ball down here at the one-and-a-half-yard line of Hastings. Third down. They sent a wide receiver. That's uh, Edwards off to the right side. The backs in the eye formation now behind uh, Dylan Klotz. Looks over the defense. Waits for the snap. Hands the ball away again to Sullivan. He crashes forward again. He's going to be stopped again. A couple of Jamestown plays. Now he's into the end zone for the touchdown. Into the end zone for the touchdown. The Broncos thought they had him stopped, but a late touchdown signal there as Sullivan takes it in from one yard out, and Jamestown is out on top of Hastings 6 to nothing. Sullivan gets three back-to-back carries, finally gets it across. It was a late call with the line judge over here on the near side, but again, a massive humanity down there. I thought maybe Hastings had him stop, but they didn't have far to go. They get it in. They cash in on the turnover. They lead the Broncos 6 nothing. All right, here comes the uh, point after now by Grant Lindy, and the snap is errant. It's going to be picked up by Hastings, now dropped, and uh, the point after is going to be no good. That's going to be a no good as it falls out here to the 14-yard line. So an errant snap there. They botched the extra points. So the PAT is no good. 10 minutes and 21 seconds to play. We're in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Jamestown 6. Hastings nothing. 
You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. 1230 KHAS. Back with Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings coughs up the pig on the opening possession, and what happens? Six plays, 47 yards, and your opposition is in the end zone. Well, and how many times do you listen to football teams and coaches talk about turnovers? Whoever wins the turnover battle could very well win this ball game. Well, Hastings goes out, coughs up the pig right away, and... About 47 yards later, Jamestown is on the board. The big play that set that up was the uh, the tight end across the middle. Nobody picked up Pettigrew as he got loose for 41 yards. That set up the first and goal situation. And then Sullivan capped it off with a one-yard run. And Hastings finds himself trailing. Six to nothing here, ball in the air. All right, Hastings will return this one from the eight-yard line. This is... Uh... Taj Willingham back to the 20, 25, 30, out to the 32-yard line. So Willingham brings it back to the 32. Tackle is made on special teams by Michael Lowe, Jr., a reserve freshman defensive back for the Jimmys out of Jamestown. Hastings will come back out now in this second offensive series. They'll start this drive from the 32-yard line. The Broncos moving from our right to our left. Jamestown with the lead 6-0 over Hastings. Gain stays in there. At the quarterback for Hastings, play action pass, gains, sets up a little screen to Petty, and that's read beautifully there by uh, Jamestown, and Petty is thrown for a loss back here at the uh, 26-yard line. Getting through there to break that up is Zach Phillips. Phillips, the uh, sophomore from Greenfield, Indiana, for the Jimmies. That was a loss of five yards in the play. Second down and 15 yards to go. Hastings with the ball now back here at the 26-yard line. They send three wide receivers out to the right side. Two wide receivers will come to the left. An empty backfield down for the Broncos on this second down call. Here's Gaines. Throws the ball to Johnson. Grabs the ball at the 30. Johnson moves forward to the 34 to the 35 before he's brought down there. Johnson brought down at the 35. Tackle is made in there by uh, Troy Stewart. Stewart, the uh, quarterback there on that left side. So they bring the ball up to the 35-yard line. Hastings now looking at third down, third down and about seven yards to go. Really confused why Jamestown defensively has given Johnson so much room off the line of scrimmage. There wasn't a, a defender within about seven, eight yards there. He picks up nine. That is already the third reception for Johnson. Puts him over 300 yards on the season. Gaines backs up again, swings it out here, grabbed by Petty, 35-40, down the sideline, 45-50, and run out of bounds right in front of the uh, Bronco bench. It was swing the ball out to uh, Petty. Finally run out of bounds here by Caleb Garcia for Jamestown. He's got lightning speed, Jimmy, just even coming out of the backfield. He grabs the ball and takes it down the near sideline, and bam, just like that, he's gone. Well, he's got a gear that he can shift into, and he hit it about the 42-yard line, took it up close to midfield. The ball's going to be on the left side hash, and now we've got uh, officials timeout here. They're going to reset the chains on the, uh, the far sidelines, but uh, Petty picks up 14 yards, third first down. For Petty, that's his second catch of the afternoon. Hastings will be here in first down and 10 from their own 48-yard line. Three wide receivers out to the right side. Willingham gets the call. He's got an opening. 45-40-35. Breaks outside. 30-25 and run out of bounds. Taj Willingham carrying the ball there for Hastings. 
He takes the ball deep into a Jamestown territory. King Dwayne Solomon finally over here to uh, run him out of bounds, but he sings with the ball nearing the red zone for the first time here this afternoon. They've got the ball down here at the uh, 22-yard line. Great job by the offensive line. Just opened up a little seam there. And again, Willingham, much faster this year than he was last year. He was able to get out in the secondary. And then it was a foot race down the sidelines. That one goes for 28 yards. Another first down. The Broncos on the move here at the 22. All right, empty backfield again. Here's a Jason Gaines. He wants to throw. Swings the ball out here to Willingham. And that one was incomplete. That was definitely a forward pass there. We don't want to repeat what we did uh, last week when... They kind of swung that ball out there to a Willingham, and it ended up being a lateral, and it was picked up by Valley City State, returned back the other direction. A lot of pressure coming in there. There's Pansero of uh, or, uh, Jamestown coming in there, putting a lot of pressure, getting in the face of Gaines, and he had to throw that one very quick. He was looking for Taj out of the uh, backfield. There was a lot of room over there, but for Jason Gaines, that uh, is his first incompletion of the afternoon. He's uh, 5 of 6 for 41 yards. Hastings with a second down call. All right, here's Gaines again. Get a hand the ball away. That's going to be Petty as he crashes across the 20 down to about the 18-yard line. Caleb Garcia again in on the stop there for Jamestown. Garcia is their third-leading tackler on this team through the first three ball games. He's got 22 stops coming in here. Been a couple of stops here in this ball game for the Jimmies. Hastings now looking at a third down situation. Third down and about seven yards to go. The ball is down here. Nose of the football is just inside the 20-yard line of Jamestown. Second offensive series for the Broncos. Fowler fumbled the football in the first series for Hastings. There's a, a running play moving with the ball. is going to be Anthony Cloyd, and Cloyd bangs it across the 15, down to about the, uh, what, five-yard line. Anthony Cloyd on some misdirection there, inserted into the ball game. Finally, Andrew Jensen goes down to uh, bring him down, but that's a nice run there by Anthony Cloyd. Yeah, they faked that to the right side to Willingham. I was following him yeah. around and was going to say brought down for a couple-yard loss, and then Cloyd's got the ball. That one goes for 15 yards. Another first down. That's the fifth one, and the Broncos got a first and goal at the six. All right, here's uh, Willingham getting a call now. Looks inside, breaks outside, takes it to the corner of the end zone. It takes it in for the end zone for the touchdown. Dodge Willingham takes it out from a six yards out into the end zone for a touchdown, and the Broncos respond here with seven minutes and 14 seconds to play in the first quarter. We're tied up at six points apiece. Great start for Hastings College. They coughed it up on the first drive, but they took this one all the way downfield. Taj Willingham doing a great job running the football. He's got four carries and 38 yards already. The Broncos with 55 yards on the ground, and Nikki G in for the PAT. Ten for ten for Nikki G so far this season. Make it 11 for 11 as he is still perfect on extra points, and the Broncos grab the lead. Seven minutes and 14 seconds to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 7, Jamestown 6. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here. An eight-play, 68-yard drive for uh, Hastings College as they uh, respond to the touchdown for Jamestown and 7-6. Broncos have the lead. Well, when we talk about Taj Willingham, we uh, hope to uh, a lot today. He set that all up, though, really, with a nice kickoff return. He fielded the kickoff 
that Jamestown had at about the 14-yard line, brought it all the way out near the 40-yard line where the Broncos set up shop, and then they take it all the way downfield for the score. Jordan Johnson with a couple of catches on that drive. He is getting active into the ball game. Johnson already with 33 yards on the afternoon. Willingham running the football. The offensive line's doing a good job so far. All is well here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Broncos lead 7-6. All right, Bronco will kick off now for Hastings. And he sends this one down to about the two-yard line, back quickly to the 10, 15, 20, breaks outside, 23, 25, and uh, knocked out of bounds here on the near sideline, right in front of the, the Bronco bench. Returning the ball for uh, Jamestown was, let's see, returning the ball for Jamestown is Jerikaz Collier. He's one of those guys from Pelahatchie, Mississippi. I notice they've got a, a little bit of a pipeline from Mississippi, California. Yeah. And uh, a few from Florida. Like we said, Pelahatchie, they got a couple of guys from Pelahatchie. Yeah. Yeah, and they good recruiters up there at Jamestown to get them to come from sunny states all the way to uh, beautiful North Dakota. All right, it's first down and 10 yards to go here for Jamestown from their own 29-yard line is keep the ball on the ground. That's going to be Sullivan as he brings it across the 30 out to about the uh, 33-yard line. So a short pickup there. Uh, Zach Perella is into the ball game now. Perella making the stop. He's in there for Nathan Howell now as they keep that rotation. They like to uh, rotate those defensive linemen and those linebackers about every uh, two series or so. So Zach Perella is in there now spelling Nathan Howell at one of the linebacker spots. Second down and eight yards to go. Here's another running play to the near side. And uh, not much there. Perella again is going to wrestle him out of bounds. So back-to-back plays there by uh, Zach Perella, the linebacker. Running the football again was... uh, Keldrick Sullivan. He's actually their, their leading rusher. He's got 220 yards through the uh, three ball games so far. 60 carries, 220 yards. He scored four touchdowns for Jamestown. Boy, with a new sound system and, and everything here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Uh, wondering where all this noise is coming from. We've got we've got chimes, we've got bells, and all kinds of stuff going off here. I'll tell you what, Adam Mazur's done a fantastic job here. He's a great SID, and he's done a great job getting all the media and all the different uh, outlets and things uh, ready for us here at, uh, for game day. Third down and about to four yards to go, and now they're going to blow this one dead. Just on the uh, snap of the football, they uh, blow this one dead. And it's going to be a, a foul here on uh, Jamestown as uh, they make the call. Illegal formation, not all 11 Team set before the snap. It's a five-yard penalty from the brief spot. Remain third. All right, illegal procedure. Yeah, that ain't good. When you don't have them all set, that'll that'll cost you some yardage, five to be exact. Mr. Referee needs to speak up a little. He does. He's he's kind of soft. We, yeah. How come we always get the soft officials? About, about every home game we get a soft-speaking referee. It's a third down now for Jamestown as the ball is brought back to the 32. So it's third down and eight yards to go. Wide receivers to the left and to the right now as uh, Dylan Clot has got the ball. He backs up. Here comes the pressure. He just throws the ball away. Look at the pressure coming in there for Hastings. They had a couple of guys in hot pursuit there for Hastings. And in there for the Broncos was uh, Darren Colquitt. He was uh, one guy. The other one was uh, Zach Parmeter. Putting a lot of pressure on a quarterback, uh, Dylan Klotz. Tell you what, Bronco defense turning things up. They bring a couple of linebackers in there. We got a lot of pointing going on up here, a lot of directing. But Hastings College getting in the face, doing what uh, Jamestown does well, is send guys from that, that linebacker spots. They get in there on Klotz, and he's got to throw that football away. And now it'll be uh, Hastings getting the football back. Lindy is the uh, kicker. Here comes the pressure. Hastings knocks the kicker down, but no penalty flags. They got a little piece of that one. 
across the 30, across the uh, 25, down to the 24-yard line, and I think the punter is hurt. Hastings got into the punter down there, and uh, we're going to see here. No penalty flags. Do we have a penalty flag? I don't see a penalty flag. There's one on the far side, yeah. Yeah, The the referee was the one that was right there with the punter, and he said that it was tipped. He did not throw. I waited for the contact, and he said it was tipped. Now, this in here is off from a a line judge on the uh, far side of the field. Yeah, it's right about the uh, line of scrimmage. Now they pick up the flag. Offsides call. Defense number nine. That five-yard penalty access to the end of the kick. First down. All right, they're going to offsides against Hastings. But the Broncos will maintain control to assess the five-yard penalty on Hastings. But now we have to see what happens to the uh, the punter. He's also the kicker for Jamestown as he kind of limps off. That's Grant Lindy. I think that was Ty Mercer who got in there to uh, at least get a little piece of that one and knocks down the punter, and he's a little bit shaken up as he hits to the far sideline. Well, and he's had contact on the last two kicks because, remember, the uh, extra point, it was blocked, and he got hit and rolled around on the turf there. And, again, he takes another big shot there by Mercer. Yeah, when you're the kicker and the punter, you don't expect to... No, you don't want to get uh, beat up. Yeah, rolled around a little bit. Now we got a discussion going on right at the line of scrimmage, but Hastings leading the ball game 7-6 over the Jimmys, 5-26 left to go here in the first quarter. It'll be a first and 10 here. The ball is at the 19, no, it ain't a 19-yard line. Now they're going to... It will uh, be. It will be because they're going to march off the five-yard penalty now. They set the stakes up. Hastings had the ball at the 24, so now they're going to assess them the five-yard penalty for being uh, offsides. So they're going to move the ball back here to the 19-yard line. And now we're going to have Cruz Samaniego. He's going to come into the ball game. This is the third series for Hastings, so maybe they're staying with the, the same system as they used last week at Valley City State. Cruz played in the uh, third series of the first half, and he played in the third series of the second half. And now the officials pick up the football, and they bring it back to the uh, 24-yard line. You're going to act like you've roughed a game when you come here to Bronco Nation. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you had a six-man game last night doesn't mean you don't know the 11-man rules. Here we go. We're going to put the ball back down to the uh, 24-yard line. Here's Samaniego, a little shovel pass, and that's going to be blown up. But that's going to be a loss in the play for a couple of yards. They try to shovel pass there. It's a fouler, and the ball is a – the play is blown up by Andrew Jensen for a Jamestown, a big 263-pound sophomore defensive lineman. So Cruz Samaniego is into the ball game. He's the uh, sophomore quarterback out of San Diego. He finished the year as the starter a year ago, sat out the uh, opening ball game of the season because of a suspension and uh, played a little bit uh, last week against Valley City State. He throws that one to the far side. It's going to be caught by Wallace across the 40, out to the uh, 43-yard line. Tackle was made by Chase Johnson, the linebacker for Jamestown. But Glenn Wallace, that's his fifth reception of the season. Officially an H-back here in this Bronco offense. A senior from Strasburg, Colorado. Picks up a first down for Hastings. Out to the 43-yard line. First down and 10 yards to go for the Broncos. There's a handoff. Petty, he's hitting the backfield. And Petty is a wrestle down in the play. Wrestle down in the play back here near the 40-yard line. And the tackle is made in there by number 37 for a Janestown. That's a Caleb Garcia. Garcia coming up there and roughing up uh, Petty a little bit as he throws him down on the turf. No penalty flags. Now Hastings looking at second down, second and 14. That was a loss of four yards in a play. Play action pass. Cruz Samaniego wants to throw. Comes on the near side. He's going to run with a 35-40-45, and he hops out of bounds. Garcia again right in his face uh, defensively as he knocks him out here right in front of the Bronco bench. So Cruz 
Gets us down in a manageable situation here. Third down and about seven yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 46-yard line, moving right to left. Hastings out on top here by a score of 7-6. to six. And that's one thing Cruz does bring to the table as a quarterback for us is he's got uh, better feet, better running ability than Jason Gaines. And uh, Cruz picks up uh, nearly seven yards out towards the 45-yard line. Third down and eight here for Hastings. All right, Cruz, play action pass under pressure. Scampers away, now throws the ball. is going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to Petty. He kind of threw it behind him a little bit. Incomplete pass. And it's going to bring up a fourth down situation, fourth down and eight. Talked to Tony this week about how uh, the two quarterbacks are reacting to the situation uh, this year with Jason Gaines and Cruz Samaniego. And he says, absolutely uh, no problems. Both of them uh, help each other when the other one's out on the field. And, and when you see, they, they come to the sidelines. When one's in, the other one is a signaling plays in from the far sideline. Tony says they get along great during the week. So. Yeah, and accolades there from Gaines, too. Uh, Cruz, when he came on the uh, sidelines, Bockland to uh, punt this football away. First punt of the afternoon. Here's uh, Jamestown. They fumbled the football down there, but they recover it. That was Braden Edwards, who was a signaling for the fair catch. It bounces off of his uh, hands, but Jamestown right there. They're coming up the football. Now some extracurricular activity going on down there. The teams enter their respective benches. So 3.43 to play here in the first quarter. 7-6 is the score. Hastings is out on top of Jamestown here this afternoon. Broncos have a turnover here in the first quarter of play. That resulted in points for Jamestown. And now uh, Hastings has come back to uh, score the touchdown. They get the extra points. 7-6. The score, Hastings has the lead. I like the replay. If uh, Hastings just falls on the football instead of trying to pick it up, they get that football, but they weren't able to uh, handle it when it was on the turf. So uh, Jamestown takes over here first and ten. There's a clot play action pass. He's going to throw the ball to the near side, and nobody was there. That was a uh, broken pass pattern. There. I'll tell you what, he got rid of it in a hurry because Austin Bredding was uh, breathing right down his uh, neck there. Bredding came with some pressure, and he was right in the face of Dylan Clot, the quarterback. I think Clot just kind of threw it to an open space there. Yeah, Bredding come with a lot of electricity off the end. Nobody got a hand on him, and he was right in the face of Dylan Clot. He wisely threw that to the Hastings College bench. Incomplete pass, second down and 10. 3.38 left to go here in the first quarter. Broncos, seven. Jimmy's, six. All right, the ball is at the 21-yard line. That's the Jamestown 21, working north to south here at the Osborne Sports Complex. There's a running play. It's uh, going to go up the middle. There's going to be nothing there. Maybe a yard or two. That's a Keldrick Sullivan again carrying the ball there for the uh, Jimmy's of Jamestown. A plethora of... Defenders in there for Hastings College to uh, knock him down there right in the, the meat of the defense. That's a gain of only about a yard in the play, maybe a yard and a half. So it's third down. We'll call it eight yards to go for the uh, Jimmies of Jamestown as the clock is running down to 3.09 to play here in the first quarter. 7-6 to six is the score. Jamestown trailing in this ball game. Well, that's one thing we have seen defensively. Tony's been very happy with his defense. They fly around to the football. They rotate guys in. They keep them fresh. And that one there was a, a good job. That Bronco defense only given up 112 yards per game on the ground. All right, here's a clot. He wants to throw. He throws it across the middle. It's intercepted. Intercepted to the 40-yard line. Back to the 35-30, 25 to the center of the field. Changes directions at the 20-15 10-yard line, and he's finally brought down. Noah McKeever picks off his first pass of the season. He's playing in replace of the injured Wesley Jardine, so Noah McKeever snags the pass there and returns it back inside the red zone. Hastings knocking on touchdown door at the 9-yard line. Three defensive backs back deep there for Hastings College, and McKeever just jumps the pass route, makes an easy interception, takes it 34 yards downfield. The eight-man all-star looking like a, uh, a speedster out there, running back, kind of cutting it back to the 
center of the field, but he gets the Broncos to the 12-yard line. It is first and 10 for Hastings. Now they put it down at the 12 and center of the 8. Now we give the ball away to uh, Taj Willingham. He'll move the ball down to about the 5-yard line. So Willingham takes it off of uh, right tackle, moves the ball down to about the 5. Tackle is made by King Dwayne Solomon, a senior out of Los Angeles, California for Jamestown. Second down, and actually they can get a first down. They can get a first down down around the two-yard line. So we'll call it a second down and about four yards to go for Hastings. Two minutes and 13 seconds to play in the first quarter. The Broncos already have the lead by a score of 7-6. to six. Jamestown scored their first touchdown as a result of a Hastings turnover. Now the Broncos are going to try to cash in here. There's a pass play into the corner of the end zone to Johnson. He comes down with it, but he was out of bounds. Nice one-handed grab there by yeah. Jordan Johnson, but he was out of bounds. You watch the replay on this one here. This was very close to getting the feet in. Johnson is an outstanding receiver, and he is a threat. One-on-one coverage in the corner of the end zone, and we may not get to see a, a shot of it here again, but that uh, yeah, was very close. Great one-handed grab by, uh, there it is right there, very, very close to uh, getting in there for Johnson, but it falls incomplete. Going to bring up third down. And the ball is at the six-yard line. All right, third down at about four. Here's a Willingham. He's going to be about in the backfield and get there. Willingham uh, takes it right into the teeth of the defense there. He gets a yard, maybe two. Tackle is made by Caleb Ellingson, a sophomore linebacker. And now Hastings will go for a field goal. This will be the first field goal attempt of the season for Nicky G. He is 11 for 11 on extra points. This will be a first crack here at a field goal attempt. And it's going to be down at the 14-yard line. This will be a 24-yard field goal attempt for Nikki G for Hastings. Ball is on the far side. Hash ball is down. Kick is up. And Nikki G Why? is still perfect for the season. He is money in the bank. No worry there. One minute, 18 seconds to play. In quarter number one, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 10 and Jamestown 6. Gary Michaels Clothiers is not going out of business, but you wouldn't know it by the looks of the store. Never before markdowns like this. Ladies' clothing up to 90% off, racks from $9 to $39. Everything must go. Select Brighton up to 70% off. Men's shorts, tees, polos, and sports shirts, $9 to $39. Men's leather fall and winter coats up to 70% off. Do not miss this sale. Incredible quality and unbelievable prices. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. 1230 K-H-A-S. Nikki G gives Hastings a little cushion here in the first quarter. 24-yard field goal following the Noah McKeever interception. 10-6 is the score. Hastings out on top of the minute. 18 left here in the first quarter. Tell you what, after the uh, fumble, the Jake Fowler fumble, Hastings College is playing very sound football. The defense has done a tremendous job. 41 yards through the air for Jamestown. That was just on one play. They allowed the tight end to get loose, but the run defense... This is what I like. 14 yards on seven carries for Jamestown. They have really shut down the Jimmies here in this first half. The Broncos, over 120 yards of total offense. As Bockle into the football, very high end over end kick. They're going to have a chance to return this one back in the center of the field again. Out to the uh, 20, 25 to the 30. He fumbles the football, but it's picked up by the Jimmies, and he gets it out to about the uh, 36-yard line. Ending up with a football there was uh, Collier. He moves it up to the 36-yard line, and that's where the Jimmies will start this offensive series. Well, not with uh, not until they mark off some yardage on this. There was a penalty flag block in the back on uh, Jamestown, so they're going to march this to the north. Yeah, they got the penalty flag down here at the 16-yard line, so this one is going to come uh, back toward the goal line for Jamestown. 
Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS and also online at www.hastingslink.com. They'll move the football down back to the nine-yard line, so Jamestown going to start in a hole here because of a block in the back. Mr. Referee didn't give us the official signal, but that's the case as Jamestown will have the ball on their own nine-yard line. They go with wide receivers left and right as they just hand the ball away. A hole there for uh, Sullivan, who brings the ball across the uh, 15 out to about the 16 or 17-yard line. So he's been getting most of the uh, carries here for Jamestown here in this uh, first quarter of play. Tackle is made by Nathan Hallows back in there at linebacker for Hastings. So pick up of nine yards in the play. They move it out to the 18-yard line, second down and a yard to go, 45 seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, he sings out on top of Jamestown by a score of 10 to 6. Two wide receivers, one to each side now for Jamestown with one running back. Sullivan in the backfield. They're going to uh, hand the ball away to him. Sullivan takes it across the uh, 20, out close to the 21 yard line. Should be enough for a first down. Caldrick Sullivan carrying the mail there for the. No, that's a new guy who just checked in the ball game for the uh, first time there. That's a Ty Myron who's into the ball game now. So Myron. Carries the ball to the uh, 21-yard line. That's enough for a first down. His first carry of the afternoon. So it's first and 10 now for Jamestown. The Jimmies dressed in their orange pants and their white tops here this afternoon with their orange football helmets. They've got the ball on their own 21-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. Dylan Clot with the three guys in the backfield now as they hand the ball away and opening again across the 20-25 out to the uh, 26-yard line. Carrying the ball there, finding a little seam. That's a Myron again carrying the ball. Nathan Howell again into the stop for Hastings, and that's going to be the final play of this uh, first quarter. So the first quarter in the books here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex. We'll take a break. The score after one, it's Hastings 10, Jamestown 6. When it comes to protecting what matters most, insure your car and home with Farm Bureau, and you'll have a combined policy with one deductible that can cover it all. That means faster claim resolution and less hassle, money saved in the long run, and an agent who can make things right when things go wrong. Farm Bureau agents make insurance simple. In Hastings, contact Farm Bureau agent Marty DeMuth at 402-463-2111. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And And we're we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. 1230 KHAS. So Mike Will back at Lloyd Wilson Field getting ready for second quarter action quickly before the uh, Jimmies take a snap. The Jimmies in that first quarter, 41 through the air, 31 on the ground for a total of 72 yards and three first downs. For Hastings College, a good productive quarter of action, 59 through the air between the two quarterbacks, 64 on the ground, 123, and the Broncos lead it 10 to 6. We are underway in quarter number two. Second down in about uh, five yards to go. There's a running play across the 30, 35 still on his feet. Keeps his uh, feet going here across the 40 onto the uh, 41-yard line. That's a Sullivan again. Finally, it was a Josh Johnson to bring him down to the defensive secondary for Hastings. But now uh, Jamestown opening up some big holes here in about the last two or three plays. Rushing the football against the Bronco defense. Jamestown has now got a first down as they move the ball out to the 42-yard line. 
So a first down for the Jimmies, now moving from our right to our left, south to north in quarter number two. They send three wide receivers off to the right side of the formation. The tight end lined up to the left side. One running back in the backfield beside Klott. Cranks up, throws the ball across the middle and completes off of the fingertips of his intended receiver here right at the 50-yard line. Out there on the pattern for the Jimmies of uh, Jamestown was uh, Des Pettigrew who got the uh, big pass in the first quarter that set up the first touchdown for the Jimmies. Second down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the 42-yard line just underway here in the Second quarter, magnificent day here in Hastings today. Not a cloud in the sky. Temps in the 70s as we enjoy football game day on the campus of Hastings College today. Two wide receivers split out to the right side. Backs in the eye formation now behind the clot as they hand the ball away. Again, a hole 45 out to the 49-yard line before he's finally brought down. So a pickup of seven yards on the play. And uh, carrying the ball there is uh, number three who is uh, into the ball game now. That's a Cameron White. So they've had uh, some guys that they they didn't send along to us. Josiah Shank, I think, was the guy who was in there. Josiah Shank is the guy who's uh, now in there for uh, Jamestown as they are running back. So they've had four or five guys carry the uh, mail here for Jamestown in this first half of play. Third down. Third down and three yards to go. Play action pass for Clot rolls right, throws the ball. Guy open. Did he keep his feet in bounce? Yes, he did at the 35-yard line. That's Braden Edwards. Braden Edwards, he's a little guy, but I'll tell you what, he can get loose. And if he can get in open space, he's got some blazing speed. He's five foot six, hundred and fifty pounder, a junior from Apache Junction, Arizona. He yeah, tiptoes the uh, sideline and hauls it in and stays in bounce. Edwards is one of the guys like Petty for us, just a small guy and a speedster coming in the game with uh, 278 yards of receiving. That one there good for 15, a first down into Bronco territory for the Jimmies. They got the ball down here at about the uh, 36 of Hastings College. 10-6 to 6 is the score. The Broncos have the lead. Clot's going to hand the ball away. That's going to go to Sullivan, and this time he's hitting the backfield, and down he goes. Down he goes in on the stop there for... Uh, Hastings College making the stop is uh, Jacob Tarr, who comes up from his free safety spot to uh, knock him down. Second down and 10 yards to go. No gain in the play as the ball is set right back down at the 31-yard line. 10-6, to six, Hastings out on top here in this one. That's already the 10th carry for Sullivan in the ballgame. He has carried uh, the majority of the load for the Jimmies here in this first half. 34 yards on the ground. And Jamestown set up in the pistol set here, second down and 10. Wide receivers left and right. As a clot waits for the snap, he's got it, fakes the ball inside, now throws it off to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass. Now, now what do we have? Well, we got a late hit on Hastings College. The intended receiver is uh, Hughesby. Now we got a uh, late hit, I think, on uh, Hastings, as the officials will uh, discuss this one. Going to go on Nathan Howe. The pass had already gotten past the intended receiver, and Howe just comes over and gives him a chuck right out of bounds, and Hastings College is going to give up a first down. Silly mistake, Tony Harper right in the face of Nathan Howe. Yeah, there's a little conference going on here on the sidelines. Tony uh, right in the face of uh, Nathan Howe as he uh, comes off here. As the officials will mark this off against Hastings. That's going to give the Jimmies a first down. As that's going to be a 15-yard penalty against Hastings. Going to move the ball across the uh, 25-yard line. And they'll finally set her down here at the 21. So a late hit by uh, Nathan Howe. They'll put the ball down at the 21-yard line. So a first down for the Jimmies. So a mistake there for the Broncos. Nathan Howell on a late hit on the quarterback. 
12.39 to play here in the first half. Hastings protecting a 10-6 lead over Jamestown. Up under center. There's going to be a clot. He hands the ball away again as they keep the ball on the ground here, rushing it against uh, Hastings College. That's Sullivan as he moves the ball for a couple of yards. Brought down there by uh, Hastings College. Zach Perella into the stop again for Hastings. That was a pickup of five yards, actually, as they move the ball down to close to the 17-yard line. Actually, closer to the 16. We'll call it second down, five yards to go here for the Jimmies. Wide receivers, again, go left and right. Edwards, their dangerous wide receiver into the slot in the left side. He now comes in motion back toward the quarterback. Now he stops, comes back to the near side again. There's a snap to Klotz. Klotz going to throw the ball to Edwards in the end zone. It's incomplete. Back there in coverage for Hastings College was Austin Roulette, who's into the ball game now. They're trying to come back to Edwards in the corner of the end zone after putting him in motion preceding the snap. It's an incomplete pass, and this can bring up third down and five yards to go. So third down and five with 11.55 to play now here in the second quarter. Well, we look to Jamestown coming in. Pretty well-balanced offense, averaging 187 through the air, 165 on the ground. and They like to throw that uh, little corner route to the uh, to the little guy there, but he was covered up very well there by Hastings College. Going to bring up third down and five, the ball at the 16-yard line. All right, Claude has got wide receivers off to the left side. He's going to look that way, and he throws it. It's going to be caught and then dropped down there at about the five-yard line. Again, they try to get it to Edwards, and it's broken up by Jacob Tarr of Hastings. So, again, they try to come back to Edwards, this time between the two hash marks down there at about the five-yard line. But the ball is jarred loose by Jacob Tarr. Now it's fourth down. It's fourth down and five yards to go. Now let's see what they want to do on this play. Looks like they're going to go for a field goal attempt. And this is uh, Lindy, who's back in there. He is three for four on field goals so far this year. His longest has been 38 yards. This will be a 34-yard field goal attempt. Ball is on the far side hash mark. Ball is down. The kick is up. It's going to be long enough, and it heads toward the uprights. That is good. So Lindy nails a 34-yard field goal here for the Jimmies of Jamestown. We'll take a break with 11 minutes and 46 seconds to play in the second quarter. It's now Hastings College 10 and Jamestown 9. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. A couple of scores for you. Major college football. Louisville is leading second-ranked Florida State. Get this one, 49-10. Louisville leading the Florida State Seminoles. Miami out on top of Appalachian State by a score of 38-10. to 10. I had somebody tell me that Appalachian State was going to uh, give Miami all they wanted in that ball game. They're, uh, yeah, that's that's a close one. They were rocking down there before I uh, came over to the stadium. They've got that, uh, that game on ESPN. But, wow, the shocker is Louisville, that first drive, they took the ball right down, jammed the ball right down the uh, Seminoles' throat, went in for the... Uh, Initial touchdown, and since then, it's been uh, just steamrolling the Seminoles, number 10th ranked team, and the number, uh, what? Two. Two ranked team, and they're putting it to them. 49 to 10. We'll have all the scores coming up during our Hastings College halftime scoreboard show here on 1230 KHIS. 10 to 9 is the score here. Hastings is out on top. The Broncos will 
Return the kick. Now this is uh, Petty with the ball. He angles back toward the center of the field as the ball is kicked to the far sideline. He brings the ball up to about the 19-yard line, and Hastings will come back out offensively. They'll start this drive from their own 19-yard line. Hastings out on top by a score of 10-9 to here in the ball game. Be the first drive for the Broncos here in the second quarter. Again, we look at their uh, first, quarter, first quarter numbers, 59 yards through the air. Primarily all with uh, Josh Johnson, 33 of those. And rushing the football, the Broncos with 64 yards on the ground. Jason Gaines back in there at quarterback after Cruz Samaniego was in there in the last series. Here's Anthony Cloyd with the ball as he carries it across the 20-yard line, and the penalty flag will go down. So Anthony Cloyd now carrying the mail for Hastings College. Takes it to the 21, but again, a penalty flag is down. As the officials confer on the uh, far side, it's going to be a penalty against Hastings. A penalty on the Broncos, yeah. It's going to cost them some yardage there. Be penalty number four for the Broncos here in the first half, and they're going to spot the football down around the 10-yard line, I believe. Moves it inside the 10 as the officials. Boy, they're not in any hurry today, are they? No, they're really taking their sweet time. We need to get the referee. If he would raise his tone of voice just slightly, it would make things a lot easier. But the Broncos now going to have the football at the the 8-yard line officially. Got to take it all the way out to the 19, actually the 27 for first down. All right, here's a, a pass that's going to be incomplete. A little slant to a Jordan Johnson that was thrown a little bit too far by Jason Gaines, and Jason knocked down into the seat of his pants there. That's the first time that Jamestown has been able to at least get to the quarterback. They didn't uh, knock it out of his hands, but they did knock down the quarterback. That was Obo Silberg, yeah. who's got to three sacks so far this year for Jamestown. Silberg is a uh, animal out there, 6'2", 225, comes off the end very quick was able to get in and knock Jason down. We don't need a whole lot of that today. Jason's got the ball again as he backs up, surveys the field. Jason now takes off, runs with the ball, 5, 10, 15, 20. Jason slides down to the 22-yard line. He's going to be a stop short of the first down. So uh, down at the 22-yard line, now we got some extracurricular activity going on in the, uh, in the end zone. A couple of guys getting together, just uh, welcoming each other to uh, Hastings. Yeah, yeah. That was our... Uh... Big right tackle there, and uh, Myloy didn't get the uh, defender's number, but they were having a discussion about three yards deep in the end zone, the official right there, but not after a good gain there by Gaines. Here's third down and eight, and he's just going to throw the ball into the Bronco bench. Again, Jason Gaines is uh, knocked down on the play. So now Gaines is knocked down twice in the uh, the three plays, so maybe Jamestown has uh, found a combination get to the quarterback to dial up some more pressure on the Hastings offense. Hastings goes three plays and out after a Jamestown goes down and gets a field goal. So now the uh, Jimmies get the ball back here with 10 minutes and 46 seconds to play. I I have a tendency to call Jamestown the Bunnies for some reason. I I don't know why. It's the Jamestown Jimmies. We'll get used to it if they join the conference. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to get real used to it. Yeah, for some reason my mind wants to call them the Bunnies. Here's the end over end kick by a buckle. It bounces at the 50, 45, 40, takes a Hastings bounce, 35, 30, still on the roll. Roll, baby, roll across the uh, 25 to the 24-yard line, and the Broncos will down to football right there. So a nice kick, 56 yards there by Brandon Bockle. has been averaging 35.8 per kick so far this year. But now the Jimmies, the Jamestown Jimmies, will get the ball back here. First down and 10 of their own 24-yard line, 10 minutes and 33 seconds to play. Hastings with a touchdown so far here in this ball game and a uh, field goal. The Broncos touchdown with a six-yard run by Taj Willingham. Then the Broncos got a uh, 24-yard field goal from Nikki G. 
Lindy adding a 34-yard field goal for Jamestown, and uh, Sullivan got in from one yard on the, their first possession of the ball game. So it's a 10-9 ball game. Hastings with a lead. There's a running play, a sweep stretch play off to the far side across the 25, out to about the uh, 26-yard line. So a short pickup. That was a Myron carrying the ball that time, and the tackle was made in there by Zach Parmeter for Hastings. So give him a pickup of two yards on the running play to the right side as they bring the ball to the 26-yard line. Jamestown with it in their own territory. Have you spotted the shoes on Josh Johnson? You, you might want to check that out out there on the far nice, side of the field. Nice shoes. Gold. Oh, yeah, gold shoes. Two wide receivers coming to the left side for uh, Jamestown. And now they're going to uh, run the play up to gut. That's uh, Myron again. He's going to be stomping out the line of scrimmage. Nathan Howell is the guy who gets in there and knocks him down. Not much there. Now Jamestown is looking at third down. i got to put my glasses on those well, babies. Yeah, and I tell you what, it, it's a big honor to wear a pair of gold shoes around here. There's only one other guy that I can remember that was worthy of wearing the gold shoes, and he's our sports information director. You remember old Mays? Mays, Mays have golden shoes? Mays, Mays had gold, golden toe. Well, we golden, called him golden toe. Golden toe, but, but he had a pair of gold shoes. Josh Johnson out there with uh, some gold shoes on, and after the house stop of uh, one yard, Going to bring up a third down and seven here for Jamestown. Here's uh, Clot with the ball. He backs up. He's going to throw it. He's going to throw it across the middle, but it's incomplete. Incomplete trying to get the ball to Edwards. Back there in coverage for Hastings was Darren Scott, who pats him on the head as he watches that ball fall to the turf. And now it's fourth down. So three plays and out for Jamestown. Hastings will get the ball back. If he would have made that reception, three Broncos were really dialed up and going to lower the boom. That would have been very close to a first down. But uh, I think he maybe heard some footsteps from the uh, Bronco defense. Now it's going to be Jacob Tarr dropping back deep for Hastings College. Field this punt. Remember, Tarr in a similar situation, similar spot on the field. He took at the distance in the first game. So Tarr looks up. He's not going to have a chance at this one as it angles away to the far side, 40. 35 bounces along the ground across the 30, and it's going to roll down here at the 25-yard line. Yeah, Jacob Tarr brought back a uh, touchdown the last time he was on this field. That was a 47-yard kick. Yeah, they've had Tarr back there uh, returning punts and Willingham as well. And uh, Tarr gets the job there, but uh, they kick away from him. 47 yards on the kick. The Broncos with the 10-9 lead here. 8.54 left to go till half. They'll have the football at the 25-yard line. So now Cruz Samaniego is going to come out here as we continue to jockey quarterbacks in there. Samaniego and uh, Jason Gaines have split reps here in this uh, ball game here today. There's a handoff straight up the middle. Not much there. Not much there. A couple of yard gain as Hastings keeps the ball on the ground. Running the football there was uh, Taj Willingham. And now what do we have? We got an offside call. On, on Jamestown after a, about a four-yard carry there for Fowler. So they'll take the penalty here. So the down will remain at first down. They'll take the five yards granted to him for an offsides call on Jamestown. So they bring the ball out to the 30-yard line. It'll be first down and five yards to go. So this is the second series now for Cruz Samaniego. I told you we probably see uh, extended playing time for Cruz here in this ball game. This is his uh, second series of the first half. They fake the ball. Now Cruz has got the ball, 35-40-yard line. He's got the first down. Cruz Samaniego taking the ball to the uh, 40-yard line before he's brought down there. Caleb Garcia and the uh, stop there for the uh, Jimmies. And now we got another flag down, another uh, offsides call. Another offsides call against the uh, Jimmies. This will be declined because of the gain by Cruz Samaniego. That's going to be a first down for the Broncos as they move the ball out to the 40-yard line. 
nine-yard gain there by Samaniego. That's uh, now 23 yards here in the second quarter for Hastings College on the ground. And a great play fake carried out there by Cruz. He faked the handoff to Fowler. That's where the uh, defense kind of flowed to, and Cruz just took it right up the middle. Made a nice game. All right, here's uh, Samaniego. He wants to throw. He's going to throw. He's going to run the football again. 35-40, 45-50 inside uh, Jimmy's territory, and he's knocked out of bounds here at the 47-yard line. So Samaniego, a couple of quarterback scrambles. Garcia was over here to make sure he steps out of bounds. And he sings with the ball now at the uh, 40. Looker marking down at the 47. So the Broncos have the ball in Jamestown territory. Eight minutes and 18 seconds to play here in the first half. Hastings out on top of Jamestown by a score of 10-9 to here in this one. Three wide receivers off to the left side. They give the ball away to Fowler. He bounces outside, 45-40, down to the 35, down to the 34-yard line before he's tackled there by Garcia. And again, another penalty flag is down. Another penalty flag down. Offense number 70, 10-yard penalty. First down. We're going to have a uh, holding call there on Farrell uh, Myloy, the sophomore right tackle for Hastings from Honolulu, Hawaii. So that nice run by Fowler is going to come back. I'd like to put a Fitbit someday on Tony Harper. I'd like to see how many miles he travels on the uh, sidelines during uh, game day. We're going to talk to him on the post game about that if he's in a good mood. Uh, <laughs> you ever consider wearing a Fitbit? I want to see how many miles you put on the sidelines. He wears the uh, paint out on the sidelines. I know that from running one into the other for the uh, Broncos. Penalty-wise, that's number five. Here's a Samaniego. He's going to run the ball, but this time he is crushed here in the uh, backfield. A loss of three yards in the play as he's brought down at the 40-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Caleb Ellingson. Ellingson, the linebacker, coming on the blitz, a sophomore hometown boy from Jamestown, North Dakota. So now Hastings looking at second down and 20. Second down and 20 yards to go. They got the ball in their own territory. They're going to spot her down here at the 42. Samaniego rolls out left side. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught here close to the uh, midfield stripe at the uh, 50-yard line, making the uh, reception there for uh, Hastings College. is another new guy in there. That's Anthony Martinez. Martinez is knocked down by Chase Johnson. So Anthony Martinez, and there's a wide receiver now for Hastings. Cradles that one in there right at the 49-yard line, but Hastings still looking at third down. Third down and 15 yards to go. Their own 49. Three wide receivers out to the right side. Cruz wants to throw. He comes back the other way and overthrows his intended receiver, Jordan Johnson. Overthrows uh, Johnson down here at about the uh, 20-yard line. Put a lot of mustard under that, baby. And now it's going to bring up a fourth down situation, and Hastings will have to punt. I was going to say, well, Cruz got a, a very good arm, but I think there might have been a miscommunication there on the pass route and what Cruz thought he was going to do. That was uh, grossly overthrown. That wasn't even close to Johnson. Again, they've uh, since the opening stages of this ball game, they've shut Johnson down pretty good. He got three quick catches, and since then they've had him locked down pretty good. Bockle will come in at the 7-17 mark, punt this away to the Jimmies again. Edwards drops back deep now for Jamestown. He stands at his own 15-yard line. Baco will get this one away. Spiraling kick, but not very long. It's going to go to the far side, and it goes out of bounds there at about the uh, 25-yard line or so. The officials come up. That's where they're going to spot it, right at the uh, 25-yard line. So a kick of only, what, 27 yards or so for Baco. So he gets away of 56 earlier as a 27-yard kick there. Now the Jimmies will have the ball. With seven minutes and eight seconds to play, and they're trailing in the ball game by a score of ten to nine to uh, Hastings College is looking to go to three and zero for the first time since uh, 2012 here this afternoon. Uh, Jimmy's coming down from Jamestown of uh, North Dakota. 
about eight and a half hours away from Hastings. This is the team that they're considering adding to the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The final determination will be made by a vote of the uh, president of the GPAC sometime in October. And off here, it's not going to go far. Across the 25, out to about the uh, 27-yard line. As they continue to shuttle their running backs in there, that's going to be Sullivan carrying the ball there to the uh, 27. Leo Waiio in on the stop there for Hastings. Pickup of two, second down, eight yards to go, 6.43 to play. Second quarter, two wide receivers split out to the left side, one running back in the backfield. They fumble the snap, and uh, Klotz got to fall back on top of it, back here at the 23-yard line. So LaCroix and Klott were not on the, uh, the same page there as they fumble the, the snap. Klott goes back to cover it back up at the 23. Now Jamestown will be looking at a third down and long situation, third down and 12. Here from their own 23. Signals coming in here on the near sideline. Jake Mandelko, Tony Harper splitting the uh, defensive chores there for the uh, 2016 season. Three wide receivers split out wide to the left side now for the Jimmies. Hastings bouncing around on the defensive front. One lone setback just to the right of the quarterback, Clot. Dylan wants to throw. There's a pass across the middle. It's going to be down along the ground. Did he haul that baby in? I think he did. Yeah, Edwards hauls that baby in. That's going to be enough for a first down. A great reception there by a Braden Edwards, their junior leading receiver from Apache Junction, Arizona, as he hangs on to the ball as he cradles it right near the turf there, Jimmy, at the 37-yard line. I'm going to be curious to see the replay on this. That was very, very close. That is just the third pass completion on 12 attempts for their quarterback, Clatt, here today, but it was enough for 14 yards and a first down. Here's a running play up the gut across the 40, 45, 50 into Bronco territory, 45, and brought down to the 44-yard line. That's uh, Sullivan again. Tackle finally made downfield by Jacob Tarr. So Jamestown having a pretty good success running the football against the Hastings here this afternoon as they get a big opening there as they move the ball down to the 45 of the Broncos. First down number eight as they put it across midfield. That was good for 18 yards. And their uh, go-to guy today, uh, Sullivan, having a pretty good day now. 13 carries and 58 yards. Two wide receivers out to the right side now, and first down and 10 yards to go. So, no, that's another new guy in there, 40-35, and brought down. That's a Shank, Josiah Shank, who's in there now. He's brought down as he moves it down to the 35-yard line. Kelly McBride again on the tackle for Hastings College. Well, for as good as the run defense was in the first quarter, it is doubly as, as poor in this second quarter. They're really ripping off some big runs. That's back-to-back 18 and 11-yard gains, nine first downs. They couldn't run the ball very well in the first quarter, but they've made some adjustments. They're winning the battle at the line of scrimmage, and the backs are running hard. It's a first to 10 for Jamestown at the 35. Wide receivers left and right. Here's a uh, handoff again up the middle. Breaks outside, 35-30, then chopped down at about the uh, 28-yard line. Running the football is uh, Ty Myron again for uh, Jamestown. He's uh, chopped down on the play at about the uh, 28-yard line. A pickup of eight yards on the play again. Second down and two yards to go for Jamestown. Four minutes and 16 seconds to play here in the second quarter. 10-9 is the score. Hastings out on top, but the Jimmy's on the move. Couple of wide receivers split to the right side of the formation this time. The tight end lined up to the left. They've got the backs in the I formation behind Clot. They give the ball away to a Myron again, and Myron gets a yard, maybe two, before he's brought down by Justin Stagmeyer. He's a big old boy from Arapahoe, 250-pounder and a senior. Had 13 stops coming into the football game here this afternoon. 
A pickup of a couple, but now Hastings looking at a big play defensively here. Third down and about two and a half yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 27 and a half yard line of the Broncos. Good job there by Stagmeyer. Have one of them big old linemen right on him. Was able to uh, shake free from him and then uh, pick up the running back, bring him down for no gain. Going to bring up third down and two. The ball at the 27, 324 and counting till halftime. Back to the eye again behind uh, Dylan Klotz. On third down and two yards to go from the Hastings 27. They fake the ball. Pressure. Clot is hit. He throws the ball. His pass is going to be complete at the 20-yard line, 15-10. And he's run out of bounds. Hastings got to the quarterback, knocks down Clot, But they threw the ball downfield, and it is uh, complete as they take the ball inside the nine-yard line. Jacob Tarr was down there to finally bring down the receiver. That pass completion I think it was uh, to Peter Fear coming out of the backfield, a big old fullback. He's a big old boy, too, out of uh, North Dakota. He holds that baby in. Big guy rumbles downfield for 23 yards inside the 10. They'll spot it down at the four. First and goal. Jimmy's looking to take a lead. All right, the backs will be stacked up in the eye again with wide receivers left and right. Waiting for the snap. We've got it at the four-yard line. Sullivan gets the call as he uh, hurdles his way down to about the two-yard line. Cole quits. Was the first guy to uh, get there for uh, Hastings College to knock him down. A couple of yard gain. McBride also in there for uh, Hastings College. But now that Jimmy's threatening to take the lead here late in the second quarter, we're at the two and a half minute mark. Ten to nine is the score. The Broncos have been kind of sour offensively since the first quarter, and the Jimmy's trying to take advantage of that. Well, and again, it's just a tale of two quarters now. Last week was a tale of two halves, tale of two quarters, a good first quarter, and the second quarter here, the Broncos have been uh, less than impressive. So second down and goal from the Hastings two-yard line. Claude is up under center, and he's got backs in the eye formation. They hand the ball away to uh, Sullivan. Sullivan trying to break outside. He's still on his feet and finally uh, brought down. Nathan Howell was the first guy to get to him. He hung on for dear life until he got help. And he's brought down here at the five-yard line. Now he's going to bring up a third-down situation. Third down and goal from the five. And now uh, Jamestown wants to call a timeout. Jamestown wants to talk things over. We'll take a break. A minute and 51 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with the score. Hastings 10, Jamestown 9. Are you in need of a meeting place? The Glenwood Business Center has a new state-of-the-art executive boardroom for rent by the hour, day, or week. It's a beautiful new facility in downtown Hastings and perfect for your professional business meeting, a classroom and training event, or just a private off-site location to hold your next meeting. Glenwood can help plan your complete meeting with catering, snacks, and concierge services. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. 1230 KHAS. 4.0 update for you. Louisville now leading Florida State 56 to 10. Unbelievable. 10th ranked Louisville, number two, Florida State. And we'll have all the scores uh, coming up for you during our halftime scoreboard show here on 1230 KHAS. Checking some other scores that Tennessee is leading Ohio 21 to 19. They're in the fourth quarter. TCU is leading Iowa State 38 to 10. Middle Tennessee over Bowling Green, 35-21. So third down and goal. The ball is just inside the five-yard line. Wrestling between the four and the five. Here's a uh, running play. No, they're going to fake the ball. Now they're going to throw it. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. They fake the ball upside, and then they throw the ball into the end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. It goes to uh, Zeb Tabor. Zeb Tabor, a uh, tight end who just checked into the ball game, and Jamestown has got the lead now. 
In this contest, 15 to 10. Tabor was lined up in the slot on the right side of the field, and the quarterback, Clatt, just did a great job buying time, flowing with the uh, course of the play to the left side, and his receiver was able to get free in the back of the end zone, hit him on a one-yard touchdown pass. The Jimmies take the lead. So Jeb Taylor gets a uh, touchdown reception. The extra point is going to be blocked. It's uh, loose along the ground and finally recovered there by a Jamestown, but the extra point is going to be no good. Ross Ostendorf gets the block. So Hastings blocked a couple of extra points last week. I don't know what it is, but uh, they get another blocked one right here. And uh, the Jimmies have to settle for six points. A minute and 46 seconds to play here in the first half. We'll take a break with a score. Jamestown 15, Hastings 10. Do you have an aching back, a bum shoulder, or a trick knee? Does the thought of vacuuming, climbing up bleachers, or reaching for the top shelf make you cringe? Does pain keep you awake at night or prevent you from enjoying life? If so, you may need to see the orthopedic specialists at Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings. The kind, caring, experienced staff of PTSR can help speed up your recovery. Whether you're injured on the job, at home, or at play, PTSR is the place to be. Call PTSR at 402-462-8824 or visit them at PTSR. Hastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Town has come back to grab the lead 15 to 10. However, Hastings as a Bronco offense has kind of gone south as of late. Well, they have. You look at the uh, first quarter numbers. We had 59 yards through the air, 64 on the ground. In the second quarter, we have five yards through the air, 36 on the ground. And you look at the other side of things, Jamestown, they've got 56 yards through the air, 66 yards on the ground. So uh, a flip-flop of uh, what the performances were in the first quarter. Jamestown looking very effective here in this second quarter. And the Jimmys got the lead 15-10. to 10, And Ostendorf uh, came hard off the far side of the formation on that extra point. Hastings College is getting some tremendous penetration off the ends from their uh, end rush guys. So here comes a kickoff by uh, Jamestown. It's going to be brought back here by uh, Petty across the 20. Look Petty, out. 25, 30, 35, and he runs out of real estate here at the 40-yard line. He'll return one this year. He's going to get loose. That one there, he just kind of run out of real estate, but he took it inside the 10-yard line, brought it all the way out to the 36, 37-yard line is where they're going to spot it. But Petty, again, with some blazing track-like speed. So now the Broncos with a minute and 38 seconds to play. Now we're going to have uh, Cruz Samaniego back in there at uh, quarterback here. He wins the uh, lottery drawing for this series. Samaniego drops back, and now he's going to run. He's going to run out of bounds here at the 40-yard line. I'm sure there's a system. You suppose it is throw their names in a hat? Maybe <laughs> yeah. they pull one out and say, yep, it's it's your series. It, it hasn't been in every other uh, no. type deal, and uh, Cruz is in there. Really starting to dial up the pressure now as uh, Jamestown. Hastings will keep the ball on the ground here across the 40 onto about the 45-yard line. Jake Fowler carrying the ball there for Hastings. Gets it close to the first down stakes, but Hastings looking at a third down situation. Zach Phillips in on the stop for Jamestown. Hastings quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Fowler again gets the call. He's got the first down and more across the 45 to the 50 inside Jimmy's territory to the 46-yard line. About an eight-yard scamper there by Fowler, and then the mass of humanity knocks the umpire down. He takes a a tumble to the turf, but it's a first down into Jimmy territory. Hastings quickly on the move. Yeah, going without a huddle here is that Cruz has got it. Penalty flags down. Cruz brings them all to the near sideline, run out of bounds at a 40, but I think this is going to be a penalty on Hastings. It's going to be a hold here on the Broncos. So a holding call coming up here on Hastings. Holding. Offense number 70, 10-yard penalty, still first down. That's a second penalty of the day on uh, our right tackle, Farrell Myloy. 
The sophomore from Honolulu, Hawaii. Brings the ball back to the 43-yard line. So instead of having the ball around the 40 of Jamestown, he's seeing he's penalized here. Holding call. They'll bring the ball back to the 43, where it's going to bring up a first down in 20. 59 seconds to play now in the second quarter. Jamestown out on top of Hastings by a score of 15-10. to 10. The Jimmy is a team with a record of one win and two losses on the season. Hastings sitting at 2-0. and oh. There's Cruz. He wants to throw the football. Steps up. Now swings it out there. It's caught by Willingham. 45-50. Willingham to the 45. Dances his way down to the 42-yard line. And then uh, knocked down right in front of the Jimmy's bench. Nicely catch and run there. Cruz Samaniego to Taj Willingham. As Hastings has got the ball now in the Jimmy's territory, the Broncos will call a timeout. So Hastings will burn a timeout now with 45 seconds to play here in quarter number two. We'll take a break with a score. Jamestown 15, Hastings College 10. Tamco understands that you have a lot to consider when buying a new roof. That's why we offer Tamco Complete to make the whole process smoother and easier. It starts with our extensive selection of cuts and colors and continues with the best shingle limited warranty available at no additional cost. The right cut, color, and coverage. Get it with Tamco Complete. For more information, stop by Square Deal Lumber and Hardware in Holstein or check them out online at squaredeal.com. 1230 KHAS. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field this afternoon. Hastings College had the lead. They've lost it. Now Hastings is trying to put some points on the board here. At the end of the second quarter, it's a 15-10 ball game. We're down to 48 seconds to go. But Hastings has the ball in uh, Jimmy's territory down here at the 43-yard line. Samniego in there at quarterback. Three wide receivers off to the right side. There's the snap. Cruz throws it the other direction. It's caught by Johnson. Nice catch at the 28-yard line. That's a first down. Johnson right on the uh, sideline, stays in bounce after he catches the ball and skips out of the 28. So Hastings has got the ball now in scoring position, still with 43 seconds to play. They go here without a huddle again. Three wide receivers off to the right. There's a pass. It's caught here, 20, and run out of bounds to the 17. That's uh, Martinez carrying the ball there, catching the ball for Hastings. Moves the ball. They're going to say he's out at the 18-yard line. So it's a first down and 10, I think. Nope, it's going to be second and one. Just short. Yeah, second down and one. Here's a Samaniego again. Looks right side. Throws the ball. It's caught. Noah House at the five-yard line. So still 38 seconds to play. Boy, this is picture perfect here. Picture perfect. Hastings has got the ball down at the five-yard line. They can afford to uh, maybe run a play or two here. Down at the five-yard line. First down and goal. The Broncos are down 15 to 10. In the ballgame, Samaniego has got the ball. They fake it. Samaniego now throws it to the far side. Caught for the touchdown. It is caught for the touchdown. That's Martinez. Samaniego fakes the ball up inside, and he sprints out a little bit to the left, unloads it to Martinez, and he just kind of walks into the end zone for the score. That was picture perfect by Hastings. Yeah, that was a great drive. Five of five passing. On the uh, last set of downs there for uh, Salmon Yego, caps it off with a four-yard touchdown pass. But that one there, he fakes it up the middle of the field and then just threw it off as the uh, in the flats there for the touchdown. The extra point is good by uh, Nicky G, so he's still perfect on the season. And Hastings will grab the lead here. They score with 32 seconds to play in the second quarter. The Broncos with the lead. We'll take a break with the score. Hastings 17 and Jamestown 15. 
Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, that was nice by Hastings. Eight plays and 64 yards. They scored with 32 seconds to play. 17-15, Hastings with a lead now over the Jimmies. Well, and whether the lottery selection or not, uh, it wasn't working there for a while. That one there really did. Samaniego on that drive, 6-7, 62 yards, a four-yard touchdown pass. And think about Samaniego. He faked that run up the middle. He drew the whole defense towards him. And then he just uh, sw- flipped it out to the outside to Garcia. He takes it in from four yards out. Bockle into the football. Broncos with the lead with 32 seconds left. The kickoff comes down to the 15-yard line. Back, brought back to the 20, 25, 30. Spins away, 35. Spins away again, 36, 37 to the 39-yard line. That's a shank. Josiah Shank bringing the ball back for at Jamestown. A couple of spinning moves there as he brings the ball out to the uh, – 39-yard line. I think Shank might have been hit by nine different Broncos there. Not a very good job of tackling as he gets it out to the 39-yard line. Now down to 24 seconds left to go here till half. But the Broncos look very effective. That was a nice, nice drive they put together with Samaniego. I bet you see the changing of the guard, I think. I get the funny feeling you'll see Cruz a little bit more in the, the second half. You think? I think. You've been begging for it long enough. I haven't been begging about anything. <laughs> First down and 10 yards to go. Hastings now on defense. With a 17-15 to 15 lead, here's uh, Clot. He's going to hand the ball away here. They just uh, give it to a Sullivan. Sullivan is going to be stacked up here at the line of scrimmage. Maybe even lost a yard as they uh, bring the ball back to the 38. Leo Waiio, you know, the stop there for the Broncos. Senior defensive lineman from Parker, Colorado. And that's going to be the end of quarter number two. First half has uh, come to an end here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings will have the lead at the break. Halftime here this afternoon at Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings with the lead here over the uh, Jimmies of Jamestown. The score is Hastings College 17 and uh, Jamestown 15. You're listening to Bronco Football this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. I love working with the flowers and decorating items that we have at Bob Sass Flowers. This is Amy, and we'd be happy to share not only the items, but ideas on what might work best for your special occasion, home, or office decor. We'll come into your home or office and personally decorate an area or for a special entertaining event. It starts with a visit to Bob Sass Flowers. Let's talk about how we can help you with home decorations and accessories, flowers, gifts, and ideas from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And And we're we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field this afternoon, 17-15 is the score. Hastings College will 
have the lead thanks to a nice eight-play, 64-yard drive here right before uh, halftime and trying to kick-start the offense. I think uh, Cruz did that. He got into the end zone on the uh, two-minute drill as he throws a five-yard touchdown to Anthony Martinez. And Hastings will have the lead 17-15, to but I guess it's uh, a little bit less than I expected. I thought Hastings might uh, dominate this uh, game against Jamestown, but the the Jimmies have done a good job uh, hanging in there this afternoon. Well, they give up that uh, the opening fumble by Fowler, and they took it downfield, scored right away. Well, then Hastings got the kickoff. They went downfield uh, very quickly, and I thought uh, from there on, the offense looked very effective running the football. Jason looked very comfortable throwing. They were getting some good protection, and then things kind of flipped around in the second quarter. Jamestown found some success running the football, opening up some nice lanes for their running back, uh, Sullivan, and uh, a couple other uh, backs back there. But then Hastings like a light switch, if that's their uh, two-minute offense or their two-minute speed drill running down the field, I think I would try to do it all the time because they look very effective and just very simple, just out patterns, passes to the flats. Wallace makes a nice catch. Uh, Johnson made a nice catch, and Hausch uh, down here inside the 10-yard line, and the Broncos make that look easy, and they uh, go into the halftime mark with a 17-15 lead. We look at some uh, stats here at halftime. For the Jimmies of Jamestown, uh, Clatt has gone all the way at quarterback. He is 5 of 14 passing here in the first half, 94 yards. He's got one pick and one touchdown, that touchdown from one yard out. Rushing the football today, the Jimmies 25 carries, 97 yards, so 191 of total offense in that uh, first half. Ten first downs and five penalties. The uh, individual leader carrying the ball again. We talked about Sullivan, 15 carries and 63 yards. He's also got a touchdown from one yard out. For Hastings College, again, we've got the uh, double-headed monster in there, quarterback with uh, Gaines and Samaniego. But the two quarterbacks have combined. I'll break them down here uh, uh, one of the breaks. But the two quarterbacks have combined very effective, 13 of 19, 120 yards, one touchdown on the day. That was from Salmon Yego. The Broncos rushing the football, 18 carries, 117 yards. So 237 yards of total offense for Hastings in that first half. Very, very good numbers. Tony's not a number guy. I like him. But the good numbers there for Hastings in that first half. Ten first downs and six penalties for the Broncos. Look at some individual leaders. Uh, Noah Hausch, one reception, 14 yards. We've got uh, Jordan Johnson with four catches, 48 yards. Glenn Wallace has a couple of catches and 23 yards. Adrian Petty has a couple of catches as well for 21. Rushing the football today, Taj Willingham leads the way, six carries, 44 yards. Jake Fowler has five carries and 17 yards. Jason Gaines with a couple of carries and 14. But again, Hastings College very effectively moved the football down right before halftime to retake the lead, give them a little momentum going in. They will have to kick off to start this uh, second uh, half of action, and we'll hope that uh, the the second half woes from a week ago don't carry over into this ballgame or Hastings will be in trouble. But so far, so good. They hold a a lead on the scoreboard by two. It's the Broncos 17 and the Jimmys 15. Scoring in the uh, first half of play, again, Hastings had the opening possession. Jake Fowler fumbled the wall away on the uh, first possession for Hastings. It was recovered by Jamestown. They had a 47-yard field and made the quick worker thing. Six plays, 47 yards. Keldrick Sullivan got in from one yard out. The PAT was no good. And uh, Jamestown jumped out to a 6 to nothing lead over Hastings. The Broncos came right back on their next possession. They'll go, they go eight plays in 68 yards. A six-yard touchdown run by Taj Willingham. This time the, the point after was good. So Hastings jumped out to a 7-6 to six advantage 
over Jamestown. The Broncos then got an interception from Noah McKeever. Set him up in great field position. However, Hastings went four plays in 24 yards, and they were kept out of the end zone. They went for a 24-yard field goal from Nikki G. Hastings had a 10-6 lead after the first quarter. Jamestown added a 34-yard field goal in the first couple of minutes of the second quarter to make it a 10-9 ball game. Jamestown actually won ahead on an 11-play, 77-yard drive. They got a five-yard touchdown run, or actually a five-yard touchdown pass from Dylan Klott to Zeb Taylor. Their point after touchdown was blocked, so Jamestown had a 15-10 lead. And then the Broncos going on an eight-play, 64-yard drive in a, a two-minute offense there at the end of the first half. They score with 32 seconds left in the second quarter as Cruz Samaniego threw a five-yard touchdown pass to Anthony Martinez. The point after was good, and that's the way we stand. Hastings College has got the lead here at halftime. It's Hastings 17 and the Jamestown Jimmies 15. Coming up, we've got the Hastings College's scoreboard show. We'll check the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today. You're listening to Hastings College Football on 1230 KHAS. When it comes to protecting what matters most, insure your car and home with Farm Bureau and you'll have a combined policy with one deductible that can cover it all. That means faster claim resolution and less hassle, money saved in the long run, and an agent who can make things right when things go wrong. Farm Bureau agents make insurance simple. In Hastings, contact Farm Bureau agent Marty Demuth at 402-463-2111. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Gary Michaels Cloviers is not going out of business, but you wouldn't know it by the looks of the store. Never before markdowns like this. Ladies clothing up to 90% off, racks from $9 to $39, everything must go. Select Brighton up to 70% off. Men's shorts, tees, polos, and sports shirts, $9 to $39. Men's leather fall and winter coats up to 70% off. Do not miss this sale. Incredible quality and unbelievable prices. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. The Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard is brought to you by ASAP. Those letters stand for Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. Right back here at Lloyd Wilson Field, our halftime scoreboard show on 1230 KHS. We'll check the action in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. First of all, Hastings with a lead here over Jamestown. The score is 17-15. to 15. We are at halftime. Also a halftime score. Concordia is leading Northwestern by the score of 9-7. to seven. That one is being played in the Seward this afternoon. Northwestern trying to get off of the snide. Yeah, Red Raiders are 0-2 on the season. But Concordia has got a 9-7 to seven lead over the Red Raiders at halftime in the Seward. Second quarter score, the undefeated season is probably going to be over for the Dort defenders. They open up the year with uh, two straight wins, but they're losing to uh, second-ranked Morningside. It is 63-7. to They're in the second quarter of play today. That game is being played uh, in Sioux Center. Morningside 63 and Dort 7. Doan is out on top of Dakota Wesleyan. Look at this. Doan 49, Dakota Wesleyan 7. They're in the second quarter. Hastings College will open up their uh, conference season next week with a ball game against the Tigers. But, wow, Doan taking it to uh, Dakota Wesleyan this afternoon. That game is being played in Mitchell, 49-7. to That's a, uh, a second quarter score up there. 
We'll check scores from the uh, Big Ten Conference here on our halftime scoreboard show in 1230 KHIS. New Mexico is a trailing Rutgers there in the fourth quarter. Rutgers leading over New Mexico by a score of 34-28. to 28. Penn State has got a lead late in the fourth quarter over Temple. Penn State 34 and Temple 27. Wisconsin hung on today to beat Georgia State. The uh, Badgers were trailing late in the ballgame, but they come back to score 10 points in the fourth quarter, and Wisconsin beat Georgia State today by a score of 23-17. to 17. North Dakota State upsets the Iowa Hawkeyes today. Wow. North Dakota State upsetting Iowa by a score of 23-21. to 21. Other uh, Big Ten games are starting later on. Just getting a start here in a few minutes. You've got Colorado playing at Michigan. A 3 o'clock start will be Western Michigan playing at Illinois today. Then tonight you've got Maryland up against uh, Scott Frost at uh, Central Florida. That'll be a 6 o'clock game. 6.30 tonight, Michigan State will take on Notre Dame. Also at 6.30 tonight, Ohio State will play at Oklahoma, and Duke will take on Northwestern. Starting here in just a few minutes in Lincoln, you'll have the game between the Oregon Ducks and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. At halftime of our Hastings College football game here this afternoon, the Broncos have the lead over Jamestown, 17-15. to We'll take a break, come back, and check some more scores for you right after this. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP. ASAP is proud to introduce the Challenging College Alcohol Abuse Program in our community. Challenging College Alcohol Abuse is an evidence-based positive social norm campaign that works to reduce binge drinking episodes in college students. This program corrects misperceptions regarding attitudes towards alcohol and encourages the development of policies to maintain a safe environment for all students. For more information, please contact ASAP at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. You're listening to the Halftime Scoreboard Show here today on 1230 KHS. Again, Hastings College has uh, got the lead over... The Jamestown Jimmies, the score is uh, 17 to 15 here in this one this afternoon. Checking uh, some other scores from across the nation today in major college football on another busy Saturday, as you might expect as we break into the month of uh, September here. Tennessee is out on top of Ohio. They're in the fourth quarter. The score is 28 to 19. They've got about five minutes and 40 seconds to play in that ball game. Tennessee. Leading uh, Frank Solage in Ohio, the score is 28-19. to 19. In the fourth quarter with just over five minutes to play, TCU is out on top of Iowa State, 41-17. to 17. Just starting the uh, fourth quarter, you've got Akron out on top of Marshall by the score of 55-31. to 31. In the fourth quarter, Rutgers leading New Mexico by the score of 37-28. to 28. Got about three minutes to play in that ball game. In the fourth quarter late, you've got Middle Tennessee leading Bowling Green by the score of 41-21. to 21. In the fourth quarter, now with five minutes to play in the ballgame, it is Louisville taking it to Florida State today, 63-17. to 17. That's a matchup of the number 10 and number 2 ranked teams in the country, and the number 10 ranked team is leading today. Louisville over Florida State, 63-17. Penn State with 25 seconds to play. In the fourth quarter is uh, out on top of Temple by the score of 34-27. to 27. In the fourth quarter with six minutes to play. Georgia Tech is leading Vanderbilt by the score of 38-7. to 7. In the third quarter, Virginia 10 and Connecticut 3. They've got 12 minutes to play in the third quarter. It is Tulsa shutting out North Carolina today in the second quarter. 
with just under seven minutes to play in the second period, 38 to nothing. Tulsa with the lead there. Other scores in major college football. Washington State has got the lead over Idaho. They're in the second quarter. 21-3 is the score there. Kansas State leading Florida Atlantic in the first quarter. It is 21 to nothing. In the uh, first quarter with six minutes to play, Ball State leading Eastern Kentucky by a score of seven to nothing. In the first quarter with seven minutes to play, you've got UNLV, the running Rebels over Central Michigan. It is seven to nothing. In the first quarter with eight minutes to play, Toledo seven, Fresno State nothing. A final score, Memphis beat Kansas today by a score of 43 to seven. Final score in. Clemson, 59. South Carolina State, nothing. Final score, Wisconsin beat Georgia State by a score of 23-17. Final score, North Dakota State upsetting the Iowa Hawkeyes, 23-21. Final score, it was Miami, 45, and Appalachian State, 10. Again, the Nebraska Cornhuskers getting set to take on the Oregon Ducks. The ball game just about ready to get started over on the Breeze. KOIQ 94.5 around the uh, G-Pack again in the second quarter. Doan is out on top of Dakota Wesleyan 49-7 in the second quarter. Morningside putting it to the Dort Defenders 63-7 there in the uh, second quarter. Halftime score, Concordia 9 and Northwestern 7. Hastings with a lead here over Jamestown by a score of 17-15. to 15. That's the scoreboard show. We've got the second half coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard, brought to you by ASAP, Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change the attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. Stay tuned. The second half is coming up on your home and away voice of the Hastings College Broncos, 1230 KHAS. These days, ensuring financial security for you and those you care about most is more important than ever. Life insurance from Farm Bureau can help provide that security along with guarantees and peace of mind. And a super check from your local Farm Bureau agent can help you make sure you have the right coverage in place. Contact Farm Bureau agent Marty DeMuth in Hastings to see how he makes it simple to help protect your family's financial future. The guarantees expressed are based upon the claims-paying ability of Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings with a lead over the Jimmies. The score is uh, 17-15 to 15 as we get ready for 
the second half of play. So, Hastings hanging on. The Broncos so far in this ball game with, uh, what, 229 yards of offense or somewhere close. 196 for uh, Jamestown here in this ball game today. So, Hastings College with a lead thanks to a uh, two-minute drive there at the end of the first half. They get into the end zone to score the touchdown. Hastings with the lead, 17-15. Compare the uh, two quarterbacks. Got that broke down for you. Six of ten passing was Cruz Samaniego in that first half. 68 yards. He had the one lone touchdown of the uh, half. Jason Gaines' numbers, five of seven, 42 yards. So both quarterbacks very efficient, very effective, getting some good time and throwing the football back there. The loudest cheer come from the North Dakota crowd here just momentarily as they announced the North Dakota State-Iowa score. I guess North Dakota State won in a late second, uh, last uh, second game-winning field goal. We listened to the uh, play-by-play announcers on the way back last week, and I thought they were excited last week in their overtime win. They were probably about to jump out of the booth this week. Yeah, they beat the Iowa Hawkeyes today by a couple of points. Uh, one of the uh, major upsets in uh, major college football. Again, we'll have uh, all the scores uh, throughout the second half, and we'll recap at the end of the ball game with a fifth quarter here on 1230 KHIS. So Hastings 17-15 to 15 lead here over uh, Jamestown. I wouldn't say it was a, a perfect first half, but uh, hopefully the meltdown doesn't happen here in the second half like we saw a week ago up in the Valley City. Well, it just it was a tale of two halves. We talked about it all game long, and it's been a, kind of a tale of two quarters. Uh, Hastings looked very good in the first quarter here today, and they come out second quarter and just kind of sloppy, not very good tackling. The uh, uh, Jimmies were able to run the football against the uh, Bronco defense, which they have been very sound uh, pretty much all year long, giving up uh, around 112 yards uh, per game. They give up 119 to the Jimmies there, and they're actually 101 to the Jimmies on uh, 24 carries officially in that uh, first half. So going to give up uh, over their weekly average is uh, the Hastings College defense. But, again, hopefully they can come out and uh, play the second half pretty sound football. We see Cruz Samaniego throwing the football down on the sidelines. So uh, we maybe see Cruz come in there for the uh, start here in the second half. Hastings had a pretty productive uh, first half, 119 rushing, 110 passing the football. So about a 50-50 split. That's what you'd like to see. And uh, that's what you'd like to see on the scoreboard, 17-15. to The Broncos are out on top here at halftime. We'll take uh, one more break. We've got the second half straight ahead. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners and auto insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company on your side and Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. Want to cut your cooling costs this summer? With a highly efficient York air conditioning system, you can save up to 50% in energy costs while enjoying more consistent temperatures throughout your home. Call Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer in Hastings and Kearney, to schedule a free evaluation of your system and learn how you can move up to a new level of comfort and efficiency this summer. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, starting the uh, second half here. So I think uh, one thing is for certain, Morningside is still king of the G-Pack. They've, <laughs> they've got the big lead over Dort. 
63 to, what was that, 7? 63 to 7, yeah, and that's not even a halftime. We talked to, uh, in the, the pregame show about the two teams, Dorton Morningside, getting together. It's always like, oh, boy. And it's kind of been closer than what a lot of people have thought, but not today, 63 to 7 before halftime. But here we are underway in the second half. Broncos leader, 17-15. Here's the kickoff going to be fielded at the 12-yard line, back to the 20, 25, 30, out to the 32-yard line. Uh, Josiah Shank bringing the ball back here for the uh, – Jimmy's as he brings the ball to the 32, and that's where Jamestown will start here. In their own territory, working from our right to our left, south to north here in this uh, second half of play. So we'll see what Jamestown can do here. They had a uh, nice mix. Like you said, they had a pretty good day rushing the football against uh, Hastings College there in the first half. They had a plethora of running backs in there. It's going to be Sullivan, who got most of the carries in the first half. He'll start off here. In the I formation with a couple of wide receivers out to the uh, right side. First down, 10 yards to go for the Jimmies. are trailing in the ball game by a score of 17-15. to 15. Sullivan gets the carry, and Sullivan gets the ball for a couple of yards to about the 33. Tackle is made in there by uh, Justin Stagmeyer for uh, Hastings College. So Stagmeyer gets the uh, the tackle there. Stagmeyer, six foot four, 250-pound senior from Arapahoe. As they move the ball to the uh, 34-yard line, just a short gain. We'll give them two yards and a play. Second down, eight yards to go. Ball is on the uh, near side hash mark. Wide receiver, that's Edwards, split out wide to the uh, right side of the formation. Three running backs now in the backfield with a cloth. There's a handoff, sweeping left side, 35-40, still on his feet, 43-yard line. Running with a football there is uh, Josiah Shank again. For uh, Jamestown, finding a nice running room around their left end. He picks up the first down. Out to the uh, 44. Actually, going to say he was knocked down at the 43-yard line here on the near side. And Jamestown has another first down. Just a uh, sweep to the left side. Picked up some good blocks out there and got out past the numbers. Able to get across the uh, 40 to the 43-yard line. Nine-yard gain. Level the first down for the Jimmies here. 14.05 just underway here in the second half. Jamestown out the 43-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. Here comes a man coming in motion. Now he stops as Clot calls the signals. Hands the ball back to Myron, who's into the ball game now, and he's going to be stacked up. So Ty Myron gets a carry here. Takes it off on the right side and meets nothing but a whole bunch of uh, Broncos over there. Tackle is made in there by uh, Darren Scott, among others there. For Hastings, Tyler Mendenhall also getting up from the uh, bottom of the sack. Gain of only one yard in the play. Second down and nine yards to go. Hastings College has got the lead here in the second half, 17-15. There's a score. The Broncos looking to go to 3-0 and with a win here this afternoon. This one has not been easy. Wide receivers go left and right. Second down, eight yards to go for Jamestown. They've got the ball on their own 43-yard line. Dylan Clot looks over the defense, hands under center, hands the ball away. That's Sullivan in now, 45-50, inside Bronco territory, 45-40, still on his feet, and gets down to the 35-yard line. Finally brought down by Jacob Tarr. Several Broncos, Jimmy, had him by his uh, jersey there. You're not going to bring this guy down with just a hand tackle and getting a hold of a jersey. He just kind of breaks loose. He's a big old boy there. They got him listed at 5'8", 203, and a sophomore, but he's a powerful running back. Well, and uh, again, just sloppy tackling by Hastings College, trying to bring the guy down by his jersey and up around his shoulder pads. That was a 20-yard gain. 85 yards on 17 carries now for Sullivan. Now they fumble the snap. He picks it back up, and Klotz going to be nailed back here at the 43-yard line. That's the second time today that they've had a problem with the center quarterback exchange. Taylor Mendenhall gets down and pounces on him back here at the 43-yard line. A loss in the play of about five yards is second and 15. We go back to that uh, last play. 
where Sullivan was able to pick up 20 yards. That's what they did a lot of in the second quarter. They were very successful. They got some good blocks. For as good as Hastings College rush defense was in the first quarter, they've been able to uh, get some yards against them offensively. But uh, now we'll see uh, Jamestown come to the line of scrimmage here, second down and 15. Pettigrew out to the right side, Edwards to the left side, backing up. Clot looks left, throws left. It's uh, incomplete. Off of the fingertips of his intended receiver. That was the uh, tight end coming across the middle there, and it's an incomplete pass. The intended receiver was number 88 at tight end, and there, Tony Smith. Tony Smith, a senior out of Jamestown, a local boy there. Can't hang on to it. Now it's third down. They're down in 15 yards to go as Jamestown will huddle up here and uh, look for a conversion. They've worked the ball into Hastings College territory on their first offensive series of the second half. Three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation now for Jamestown. Their tight end lines up to the left side of the formation. Dylan Clot with one lone setback in the backfield just to his left here as he calls his signals. He's got the ball. Clot backs up, stumps up in the pocket, winds up, throws the ball downfield. It's overthrown. They had a guy behind the uh, defensive backs back there, but Collier couldn't come down with it. It's overthrown, and now it's going to bring up a fourth down in 15 situation. They're going to be out of field goal range here, so a putt formation for uh, Jamestown. So after a couple of nice running plays, Jamestown moves the ball into Hastings College territory, but now they're going to have to punt the football away. Dropping back deep for Hastings, it's going to be Tar as he stands at his own uh, 10-yard line. Grant Lindy is the uh, kicker here for uh, Jamestown. He's got the ball. He's going to try to uh, pin the Broncos back deep as that one angles to the far side. Tar grabs the ball at the nine-yard line, and then he's out of bounds. You normally don't want to feel the punt inside uh, your own ten, but he grabs it at the nine. He's pretty sure-handed down there. He grabs the ball, and then he uh, steps out of bounds to the... Well, they're going to mark this thing down around the uh, nine-yard line. Well, and Tony's talked about having Jake Tar back there. He's got uh, a lot better... Uh, sense of where he's at on the field. And, again, if you're a return guy, usually at the 10-yard line, you want to let it go. But uh, Tarb, with some good hands, brings it in and uh, no return. Going to go out of bounds at the 8-yard line. 11.50 left to go here in the third quarter. Broncos 17, Jimmy's 15. Cruz Samaniego starts at quarterback at a running play there. A big hole across the 15-20 out to the 23-yard line. Running with the ball there is Taj Willingham. So just as we expected, Cruz Samaniego will get the start here in the uh, second half after leading the Broncos on that uh, drive just before halftime. So Samaniego is in there now for Hastings College at quarterback. First down and 10. Nice run in the opening play here by Taj Willingham. Taj is going to get another chance here as he races to the edge. 25, 30-yard line to the 33 as he is uh, hit out of bounds. So back-to-back running plays there by a. Taj Willingham, and the tackle is made in there by uh, by Johnson of uh, Jamestown. Over here right in front of the uh, Hastings College bench. Hastings College, very upbeat on this drive. Very quickly, the line of scrimmage, they're running plays as quick as they can. This is like that two-minute drill. They throw it here to the near sideline. It's going to be caught again. Noah House as he hauls it in at the uh, 43. Maybe the quick and pace right before halftime, Jimmy, was uh, successful. So they're going to stay with it here. In the third quarter, here they are back up to the line of scrimmage again. They go without a huddle. This is like a two-minute offense with 11 minutes left in the third quarter. Well, it worked well. Yeah, here's a handoff again to uh, Taj Willingham. He's at the uh, 45 to the 50-yard line, brings it right back to the uh, center of the field. He is uh, brought down there right at the uh, 50. So Taj Willingham getting a workout here. Tackle is made by Caleb Ellingson, bringing him down the linebacker. 
Second down. Houston's now looking at second down at about three yards to go. Taj Willingham with three carries on this drive for 30 yards. Willingham with 75 yards now on nine carries. Here's uh, Cruz. He wants to throw the ball. Simon Diego holding it, holding it. Now throws it. The ball is going to be overthrown. Trying to get it to uh, Johnson. The ball is uh, overthrown down here at the uh, 25-yard line. Back in coverage for the Jamestown Jimmies was uh, Keith Rogers who's into the ball game now. Is Jamestown with this uh, quick and pace. They're shuttling guys about uh, every play here. Well, they're trying to keep the guys fresh down there on the defensive side of things. Hastings College has been very quickly the line of scrimmage. They've uh, thrown the ball very well on this drive as well. A house with a reception of uh, 14 yards that got him a first down. Again, Willingham doing a good job carrying the ball. He's out now for a breather on the sidelines. Fowler in just the right side of Samaniego. Samaniego throws it across the middle. That one is uh, caught by Wallace. Wallace is going to take the ball down to the 44-yard line. That's a first down. Wallace juggles the ball. Juggles the ball and finally hauls it in as he takes it down to the uh, 44-yard line. A first down there for the uh, Broncos. That is the 13th first down and a great job of concentration by Glenn Wallace there. He brings it in, six-yard gain across midfield. First down and 10 for Hastings. Samaniego again throws it to the far side. Wallace is there again as he hauls it in down there at the uh, 33-yard line. That's another first down. He knocks down the ball boy over in the far sideline. Nice catch there by uh, Wallace at the 33, and the Hastings is on the move again. Yeah, I was going to say very close. They had the uh, mark down there, and they had to look at the sidelines, but it'll be enough for a first down. We'll give him 10 yards, 147 a passing now for the two quarterbacks. Here's uh, Fowler. He's going to run the football down to about the uh, 32, so they go with a running play. Hastings basically going without a huddle here. The two quarterbacks signaling in the plays here on the near sidelines. Tyler Hopper and uh, Jason Gaines. Hastings going without a huddle. Back up to the line of scrimmage. Second down here. Second down and about uh, eight yards to go from the 33-yard line of Jamestown. 17-15. to 15. Hastings with a lead. Running play. Taj Willingham looks inside. Bounces outside. He's at the 30. Willingham to the 25-yard line and run out of bounds over here. Cam White running him out of bounds here for Jamestown. But Taj Willingham again finding... Uh, successful avenues here as he takes the ball. They're going to mark it at the 26. Broncos again back up to the line of scrimmage without a huddle. They haven't huddled the entire series. No, they haven't. This is uh, really impressive here. Hastings doing a great job and Willingham doing a tremendous job running on this drive. Here's a handoff again to Fowler. He spins and then he is decked down at about the uh, 25-yard line. So he's going to be about a yard shy of a first down to go with the inside handoff to uh, the former Adams Central Patriots. It was a knockdown here at the 25. Hastings again back up to the line of scrimmage. Fourth down and about a yard to go. Hastings a goal for it here. They don't even look for a, a field goal attempt. Cruz Samaniego on fourth and one. Throws the ball. Caught by House. Goodbye. 15, 10, 5 touchdown. He somersaults his way into the end zone for the score. There go the penalty flags. Hastings is going to be penalized here. But he somersaults his way into the end zone. Tremendous fourth down and one call there as they go to a wide-open uh, Noah House, and the Broncos are in the end zone. Yeah, House just run a slant pattern across the middle of the field. He was wide open, nobody around him, and House has got some pretty good speeds, but the big guy from uh, Lincoln gets it into the end zone from 24 yards out. House now with three receptions, 49 yards, his second touchdown of the season, and a little bit of showboating down there, but uh, what's it matter? Six points on the board for Hastings College, and here comes the call. This will be an unsportsmanlike conduct call. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike conduct, number one of the offense. 
That penalty being forced on the kickoff. It's all the play. Touchdown. Yeah, Mr. Happy will we'll allow that. <laughs> uh, Nicky G is into the ball game. He'll uh, attempt the uh, point after touchdown here. So the touchdown will go on the board. 23-15. Hastings with a lead now. As uh, Nicky G into the ball game, he's uh, perfect on the season. As the officials will, will step in. Now the uh, head coach for uh, Jamestown has uh, got a question here on the, uh, the extra points. Josh Kittle, the head coach, first-year head coach for Jamestown. He was an All-American quarterback, set many, many records. When I looked at the record books, Kittle's name was uh, at the top of a lot of them. He was a tremendous quarterback, was a former coach, uh, most recently at North Dakota State, came over now to get the uh, head coaching duties from his alma mater. All right, so they're going to put the ball down. This will be a regular uh, extra point attempt, and they'll assess that personal foul, the unsportsmanlike conduct call on the uh, on the kickoff. The extra point is up there. It is good. The PAT good by a Nikki G. So Hastings adds a touchdown. Broncos have the lead. Eight minutes and 54 seconds to play now in the third quarter. Hastings with the advantage. It's Hastings 24, Jamestown 15. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings where our customers send their friends. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 1230 KHAS. I like to feature the offense right now. 11 plays and 91 yards. Keep it up. Defense has to play good, but the offense right now, that was impressive. No huddle look. That was a 11-play uh, drive for the Broncos. That started inside the 10-yard line, capped off with a house touchdown pass. But, yeah, Salmon Yego looked very good. Taj Billingham running the football. The Bronco quarterbacks now unofficially at 171 yards. The Bronco rushing game, 162 very effective and very efficient here today. So now uh, Brandon Bonkel will tee up the pig here at the 20 because of the unsportsmanlike conduct. It's going to angle off on the far side. It bounces and goes out of bounds to about the 22. So it goes out of bounds to the 22-yard line, and now uh, I think they'll get the ball up here at the uh, 35 now. So James Town will have it. Unsportsmanlike conduct call. That's, that's one penalty that I wish would be erased out of everybody's you know, let the kids play. Well, that's just it. It's it's a it's a situation that the NFL guys on Sunday can do some dances. They, they can't even do it anymore. Well, and it's just it's just silly. Now we're going to have a re kick here. They're going to mark this off as uh, Bockel pulled that one left like a, a tee shot, just a pull hook left. But again, they're they're young college kids. Let them have a good time. House didn't hurt anybody no. other than he had a chance to hurt himself. But uh, he goes in the end zone, somersaults, and they flagged him. And yeah, now there was no defender around. No. That he wasn't showboating. was just having a good time. I think that penalty stinks. I think it stinks. How do you feel? E- even in the NFL, I think it stinks. Let them have some fun. You got to be able to dance. Yeah, they're taking the – that is part of the game. That's, yeah. That's sometimes the best part of a football game. Well, and that was like the Wisconsin game a week ago. They played at Lambeau Field, a once-in-a-lifetime deal for these kids. They couldn't do the Lambeau leap. That was just uh, – it was just silly. Yeah, I don't like that rule. Now they're going to kick off again. Bonko keeps it in the field of play. They're going to field this one at the uh, 30. Shank comes back, 35-40, 45 50-yard line, and he brings the ball into Hastings College territory. That's the problem right there. Tony's not going to like it. 
you know, showbunning in the end zone after your touchdown. Yeah, we got the touchdown, but then we get a 15-yard penalty, and we have another five-yard penalty tacked onto that for kicking the ball out of bounds. Now Jamestown, they're going to start this drive right at the midfield strike. Well, they took that one about the 34-yard line, and uh, Shank was able to get it up right at midfield. They're going to put it just off the right side of that big red H. That is where the Jimmies will have the football. They trail 24 to 15. 8.46 left to go here in the third quarter. Hastings now with the advantage here in the third. There's a, a running play again as they've had good success running the ball against the Broncos Sullivan here this afternoon. Here. That's a Sullivan taking the ball down to the 44-yard line. That was a pickup of about, seven, uh, what, seven, seven yards on the play. Second down and three yards to go. Yeah, a lot of memories out there with the old big old red H out there in the center of Lloyd Wilson Field. Got a lot of action out there Lots in that of, big red H. Yeah. Wide receivers, you just give me that funny look. You give me that funny look. It's a couple of wide receivers split to the right side of the formation. One lone setback behind uh, Dylan Clotten to give the ball away to him. That's a Sullivan dancing his way to the 40. Breaks outside down 35 to the 30. Down his sideline 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Keldrick Sullivan takes the ball for a touchdown. That's a 43-yard touchdown run, and Tony's not going to be happy with the run defense right there. Sullivan just broke the ball outside, down the sideline, and took it to the house for a touchdown, and bam, just like that, it's 24-21. Well, and Sullivan, just a big guy back there, but again, he takes it right up the middle, got some good blocking up front. The the line of scrimmage is getting won by the Jimmies right now. They're opening up some seams, and again, Sullivan bounces it outside, showed his speed. Sullivan now with 19 carries, 135 yards after that 43-yard scamper. Here's uh, Lindy into the ball game for the extra points. And this one is going to be uh, no good. No good. They, it's no good. They have missed all their extra point tries here this afternoon. So the PAT is uh, no good as he pulls it wide right. So now with uh, seven minutes and 58 seconds to play here in this uh, third quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 24 and Jamestown 21. Get more than you expect. That old bed of yours still got you tossing and turning at night? It's time to invest in better sleep. Let Furniture Direct in Hastings and a Simmons Beauty Rest mattress provide you the solution. With a Simmons Beauty Rest mattress, you'll get the legendary support of the pocketed coil technology plus air-cooled memory foam for a cool, comfortable sleep. Get more than you expect with free local delivery with any Simmons Beauty Rest mattress set purchase. Sleep in comfort again with a Simmons Beauty Rest mattress from Furniture Direct in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here. It's a 24-21 ball game now. Hastings hanging on to a three-point lead, so we score right off the bat, but Jamestown comes right back. Nice drive there, two plays, 50 yards. They did it all on ground. Well, and again, we we give them uh, 20 yards worth of uh, penalties. Again, Hausch goes into the end zone, gets flagged for 15 yards, and then we got a a five-yard kicking penalty out of bounds and give them 20. They get a good return past midfield, and bam, just like that, six on the board for the Jimmies. Here comes the uh, kickoff. Willingham is going to grab the ball at the five. Outside the numbers here, 10, 15, 20 down the sideline, 25, and spun down at about the uh, 26 or 27-yard line. That's where that was coming from. Shut off, Mr. <laughs> announcer guy. We talk about these two teams and the similarities. This is the first time they've met, but the similar co- uh, competition, Valley City State uh, was the team that Hastings played last week. Jamestown got beat by Valley City, uh, the, what, the first game of the second, second game of the season, 15-10. to 10. 
But I got a similarity coming up after this Hastings College play. I can hardly wait. Here's a Samaniego. He's in the pocket, dancing. Now comes to the near side. Samaniego's going to take off and scramble with it. Out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Please inform me. Well, yeah, with these uh, two teams, with Jamestown and Valley City State, they play for a trophy uh, each and every year. It is the, the paint bucket trophy. The what? The paint bucket trophy. It was uh, originated in January of 1961 between the two teams. Valley City State owns a 36-31 to 31 advantage with the paint can trophy. That's wonderful news. Here's a handoff here to uh, Petty. You upstaged me a little bit. Petty brings the ball up to uh, close to the first down stakes. They're going to uh, give them the first down. So Hastings moves to six. So they award a paint bucket to the winning team. Yeah, it is a, it's a sportsmanship award because the two teams really, uh, the, the two student bodies must not like each other very well. So they originated this back in 1961, and the winner takes the paint can trophy home with them. And Simon Diego is going to throw the ball again. It's going to be over the head of Johnson down here at the uh, 40-yard line. And it's going to be an incomplete pass. Actually, those two teams play uh, twice during the season, so they play for the paint bucket for their first game, and then they meet later on in the season during their, their conference season. So uh, we were up there talking about that though, uh, last week when we were up there. Valley City State plays uh, uh, Jamestown twice in one year, once for the paint bucket. And then once uh, they'll play them in the, the conference season. Yeah. And then, I wonder if the paint bucket goes back to the other team if they, they win the conference game. Oh, boy. Salmon Diego just got drilled, and he fumbles the football and is picked up here by uh, Jamestown down at the 15-yard line, and Jamestown has got the ball. Jamestown picks it up down here. That's uh, Justin Apera picking up the, uh, the fumble there, and Cruz Salmon Diego got drilled on a play. Cruz gets back up, but there's a big-time hit there by by Jamestown. Well, and Cruz is shaking up a bit. He's uh, holding on to that to left hand, but it was Silberg, the big right defensive end, came in hard. Tony knew they were going to send some stunts and some moves, and they've been able to put a lot of pressure on the Bronco quarterbacks, and Cruz took a huge, huge hit, fumbles the football, and the Jimmy's got it to the Bronco 15. All right, so they have another golden opportunity right here. Jamestown is trailing in the ballgame, and I scored a 24-21. to We've got seven minutes to play in the third quarter. Adding the ball away and getting through there, and that's going to be Myron as he takes the ball to the 10, to the 5-yard line, to the 4 before he's brought down. So, uh, once again, Jamestown is uh, on the move, and now we got a uh, injured player here for the uh, Jimmys back here at the uh, 14-yard line. So, here we were, Jimmy, concerned about the old paint bucket. Yeah. And uh, our quarterback, Cruz Diego gets a big-time hit there and fumbles the football, and all of a sudden, we've got to Jamestown in the point-blank range here. They're going to put the football down at about the uh, two-yard line here. It'll be first down and goal for the Jimmies following another Hastings College turnover. Well, and again, uh, as we're worried about the paint bucket, we ought to be concerned about grabbing our lunch bucket and going to work as uh, Jamestown has uh, got the football here. That was one of the big offensive linemen that was uh, injured, he's up and uh, going to go off under his own power. But, again, just a three-point game here, and the uh, Jimmy's looking to go in here as they've got a first and goal. And they'll spot it just outside the one-yard line, actually the, the two-yard line. Yeah, we got a timeout, too. We'll take a break, 6.52 to play in the third quarter. It's Hastings 24, Jamestown 21. 
Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 1230 K-H-A-S. First down and goal. Jamestown with the ball down here at the Hastings College two-yard line. Clot hands the ball away to Sullivan. Sweeps left side into the end zone for the score. And just like that, Hastings College turnover, two plays, and Jamestown reclaims the lead over Hastings College this afternoon. 27-24. Jimmy's have the advantage. One 137 yards for Sullivan on the game and 20 carries. That is two touchdowns for him this afternoon. And again, Hastings with three turnovers in the game, one interception and a couple of fumbles. And that was a very costly one. That was all because of the dialed up pressure from the Jimmy defense. All right. Lindy is going to be in the ball game now to attempt a PAT. This has been an adventure today. This next one, Nick finally gets through the pipes. It is good. So they convert on their first uh, extra point of the day today. And Jamestown now with a four-point advantage over Hastings College. We'll take a break now. The score is Jamestown 28, Hastings 24. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Glenwood Business Center offers a ready-to-go, on-demand furnished office for up to three people with affordable rent by the hour, day, or week. A modern tech-powered space complete with Glenwood high-speed fiber allows you to do sales presentations, demonstrations, or one-on-one training. Do you have a home-based business? This fresh, clean space offers a safe and secure place to meet. It's quick and easy to rent with a great downtown Hastings location. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, all back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. The score is now 28-24. to The Jimmies out of Jamestown, out on top of uh, Hastings College here this afternoon. This is a team from the North Star Athletic Association, same conference as Valley City State, this team that we played a week ago up in uh, up in North Dakota. So the Broncos finding... Uh, Maybe a little tougher than we expected here this afternoon. Hastings looking to win their third straight ball game to uh, begin the season for the first time since uh, 2012. Hastings started the year 6-0. 6-0 back in 2012. Then we lost our last four ball games to finish at uh, 6-4. We're not in the history today. Hastings is trying to win a football game. we got the conference season starting next week. Dakota Wesleyan will be in here. That's the team from Mitchell, South Dakota. 1 o'clock starting time, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show and 12.30 KHIS. Now Jamestown was penalized on the uh, extra point. So they're going to kick off at the uh, 50-yard line. Actually, Hastings was penalized on the extra point, so they kick off from the 50-yard line, and they immediately jam that one through the end zone. So Hastings will start this uh, drive on their own 20 Five-yard line up to the touchback. Penalty flags again. Yeah, another penalty down. We've had uh, these teams draw one another throughout the uh, football game, and things might be uh, getting a little out of control here in the uh, second half as the officials will meet on the far side to discuss this. Six minutes and 48 seconds to play. We're in the third quarter. Hastings is now trailing Jamestown by a score of 28-24. to The officials will come to a consensus here. Isaiah Huddle at about the uh, 25-yard line. 
Now here comes the uh, indication this occurred on a uh, kickoff. So waiting for the call. Personal, Personal foul. foul. Kicking team number 41. That penalty be assessed after the touchback. First down. So it's going to be a uh, personal foul. <laughs> a personal foul on Justin Apia, a freshman linebacker, reserve linebacker. So now they're going to bring the ball all the way out to the 40-yard line. Thank you very much. Boy, I tell you what, Josh Kittle is hot on that far sidelines. He was talking to the line judge. Now he brings in the referee. He wants an explanation. He was not happy about the call. But, again, it, uh, it's it been chirpy down on the field. These two teams uh, kind of getting at each other here today with uh, Jamestown holding a four-point lead, 28-24, 6.48 left to go here. Still a, a long ways to go here, still in the third quarter. So then three touchdowns here in this uh, third quarter alone. Hastings getting a touchdown pass to Noah Hausch. And Jamestown scoring a couple of touchdowns on a 43-yard run by Keldrick Sullivan. And then Sullivan adding a two-yard touchdown run. Boy, Kittle better be careful. We'll ask him to leave the facility. He was really a jaw, and the official escorted him to the sidelines and said that's enough. We'll watch him the rest of the ball game. All right, it's going to be uh, Samaniego back in there after taking a hit in that last series. He's got the balls. He throws it down the right sideline. House is out there, grabs the ball at the 35, and he's out of bounds at the 30. Noah House hauls that baby in. He was open on the sidelines, and he is finally knocked out of bounds here by the uh, Jimmies. That's a Ben Steinefson who's into the ball game now. A sophomore defensive back, Noah House, ate his lunch. Here's uh, Samaniego, drops back to throw. Now he runs 30, 25, 20. Down to the 15, down to the 10-yard line, but penalty flags are down. This is going to be a hold on the Hastings. It's going to come back here. So a holding call at the 29-yard line is where the penalty flag is resting. That's the case. Offense number 59, 10-yard penalty. That's going to be a holding call on Eula Tosaga, the uh, starting left guard for Hastings. That was awful. You see this play on replay. Watch this block. That was not holding. That was a block he destroyed. His opponent in one-on-one, well, that's going to go back to pass play. That was a great block. They probably won't show that again. The play before, Hausch made an excellent reception, but that was awful. I'm going to take that screen away from you. I like it. I'm going to take that baby away from you. Got a new toy. Kid of Christmas. First down and 20 yards to go. The ball is now sitting at the 38-yard line. Samaniego wants to throw, throws it again. That's going to be incomplete. He threw that one before Hausch uh, broke over here on the sidelines. And uh, Samaniego again is knocked down, and the penalty flag is down. This could be roughing the passer, roughing the passer on the uh, Jimmies. Samaniego is knocked down. There's the case. Roughing the passer. Defense number 32. It's a 15-yard penalty and on that first down. Caleb Ellingson with a, a personal foul there. As they're getting to the quarterback, they got to him on the last series, and Samaniego coughed up the pig. That resulted in a touchdown. Now they uh, knock him down there, but uh, illegally they knock him down. They give uh, Hastings down the first down, down here at the 24-yard line. Ellingson, the leading tackler, coming into this ball game again. They are sending guys from all over the field on blitz packages, and they are getting to Samaniego and knocking him to the turf. That one there was late, and the Broncos have a first and ten. Samaniego wants to throw again. Scampers outside the pocket, throws it down here. It's going to be short. Down along the ground, trying to get it to uh, Noah House down here at about the eight-yard line. But the ball was delivered late. Back there in coverage was Troy Stewart. 
for the uh, Jimmies of Jamestown. Hastings trying to go with a uh, quick and pace here. It was successful at the end of the second quarter. It was successful at the beginning of the third quarter. Hastings will go without a huddle here, actually calling the plays here. At the line of scrimmage, three wide receivers split out to the left side. Cruz wants to throw. Cruz knocked down again, and the ball is going to be overthrown. Samaniego again is knocked down by the uh, Jimmies, and uh, busting through there that time was uh, Caleb Garcia coming up from his safety spot. Cruz is going to say, hey, help me out here, guys. Yeah, Cruz is a tough guy, but uh, the guys that are coming in, they're, they're getting a late start. We're not able to get a guy over there and get a hat on a hat to protect our quarterback, and they're taking a free-flying shot on Samaniego. Tough kid out there from California. They're down in 10 yards to go. Cruz sprints out right side this time, throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get to a Martinez. That was not a very good throw. It's down around the shoe tops of Martinez. Now Hastings looking at a fourth down and 10 situation from the 23-yard line. Enter Nicky G. Nicky G is going to come out here. Hit a field goal earlier today. This will be his longest of the season. His first uh, one was back there in the uh, first half for Hastings. Nicky G hitting a, a field goal of uh, 24 yards. This will be 40 yards for his second field goal try of the season. Ball is down. The kick is up. Going to be long enough as it heads toward the uprights, and that one is going to be good. Nicky G has the 40-yard field goal for Hastings, but the Rocco is still trailing in the ballgame. we got five minutes and 46 seconds to play now here in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Jamestown 28, Hastings College 27. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. So a five-play drive there for Hastings College. They finally get a field goal on the board there, 28-27. to 27. The Broncos are still trailing by uh, one point here in this one. Seesaw battle. We've had an explosion here in the uh, third quarter. We've had, uh, what, three touchdowns, now a field goal for Hastings College. Yeah, Noah House making uh, his fourth catch on that drive there of 79 yards unofficially on the day. Jordan Johnson with 48 yards. He spread the ball around today. The two quarterbacks have uh, thrown to seven different uh, receivers here today as uh, Bockle is into the football. Ball is going to be drilled down here to uh, number two, Shank, because he's going to bring the ball back outside the numbers, 20-25, out to the 27-28 yard line. Round down there by Hastings College, down there on the special teams. Brandon Barboza, a uh, reserve linebacker for Hastings. So now Jamestown has got the ball. First down and 10. They've got it on their own 29-yard line, moving right to left here in the uh, third quarter. Broncos in his stop defensively. Jamestown has had a great success running the football against Hastings here this afternoon. And here comes uh, the big old bruiser back out there. Sullivan in the backfield just to the right of the, the quarterback there. And uh, Klotz. Dylan Klott is going to fake the ball to him, and now Klott's going to run the ball, and he's not going to go anywhere. Spun down there at the 27-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Hastings College, and making the stop is Jeremiah Hodges, who's in there now for a Taylor Mendenhall at the defensive right end position. 
A loss of a yard in the play. It's going to bring up second down and 11 yards to go. The ball pushed back here to the 28-yard line. We'll have to see if Nathan Howe gets back into the game. I noticed he was getting worked on. Uh, looked like a cramping situation on the sidelines. He's not in there right now. We'll have to keep an eye on him. Clot hands the ball away to Sullivan, sweeping right side, and Sullivan is going to be brought down, runs right into the outside linebacker for Hastings, Kelly McBride. So two running plays and about one yard net gained on the play, and it's going to be a third down and nine situation now for Jamestown. Clock is running with under five minutes to play in the third quarter. Hastings trailing Jamestown today by a score of 28-27. Bronco defense in the first quarter only give up 31 yards on the ground. Since then, 157 yards on the ground to the Jimmies. They have, uh, now they want them to reset the the play clock here, but they've been able to run this football very effective against the Bronco defense. Edwards goes in motion off to the far side. Clot waiting for the snap. Hastings jumps up front. No penalty flag. Clot backs, drops back to throw. Holds it, holds it, now throws it way over the head. Way over the head of everybody there right in the uh, center of the field. That one goes sailing over the head of the wide receiver, Collier. So they go uh, three plays and out, and they're going to have to punt the football and fourth down and nine yards to go. That's what the Broncos needed defensively. Well, they really did. They've been able to move the ball here. They need the football back. They needed a big defensive stand. They get one. Jake Tarr going to drop back deep. You talk about old-school football in the formations that they run. That's old-school football. A college team's only thrown the football 17 times in a game. That's not unheard of anymore with all the offenses and the spread sets these teams run. Here comes a uh, punt now from Jamestown. He has got there, but didn't go for the block. Tar signals for the fair catch, makes it at the 30-yard line, and now Hastings gets the ball back at offense. A uh, kick of 40, 40 yards. 40 yards. All right. So Hastings can't read my handwriting. Not again. No. Hmm. Your zeros look like eights. Eights. Yeah, that looks How like an eight. How do you eight. get an eight? I can see maybe a six out of that. How do you? First down, 10 yards to go. Ball is at the uh, 30-yard line. That's the Hastings 30. That's going to be uh, Samaniego back out there. I just get a funny feeling. You may have seen uh, one of the last appearances from Jason Gaines. Cruz uh, led the guys down and, uh, at the end of the second quarter on a picture-perfect two-minute drive, and he's went all the way at uh, quarterback now here in the third quarter. There's a handoff to uh, Jake Fowler out to the uh, 34-yard line. Samaniego took over. Last year for Hastings, and about the, I uh, can't remember, it was the third or fourth game. They were split in time after uh, the uh, second game last year. I think they split time in the second and third, and then the Cruz took over, and he was the quarterback for the uh, the rest of the season. Gaines got in there only in the mop-up duty a, a season ago, and uh, Jason started the season number one here, and Simon Diego is now in the, under control here as he runs the ball upfield as he skips into uh, – Jamestown territory on the quarterback scramble to about the 48-yard line. So Cruz Samaniego now under center for Hastings as he moves the ball to the 48-yard line. Cruz with a 17-yard scamper, and again, that's what he brings to the table. A little more speed, a little better feet, shifty, and able to elude traffic, picks up a big gain into Jimmy territory. Here's a handoff now to uh, Petty. He swoops the right side. Nice move. Now he breaks it back the other way. Petty's still on his feet. He's brought down at the 48-yard line. If he could have got out there to the edge going back the other way, he would have been right down the sideline and into the end zone dancing his way for a touchdown. That was King Dwayne Solomon who kind of stayed home and brought him down there in the the big red H. The King was was lucky he stayed home for the Jimmies because uh, Petty was ready to crank up the V8 and get on around the corner. He made a couple of nice shake and bake moves. We'll get him to homecoming dance tonight. That was pretty pretty nifty. Second down here 
Wide receivers go left and right. There's a pass that's going to be caught by Johnson at the uh, 40-yard line. That's going to be short of a first down. They tackle him immediately. Jordan Johnson is uh, brought down right at the uh, 40-yard line. Uh, Hastings now looking at a third down situation. Third down and three yards to go. Drew Samaniego with a couple of wide receivers split to each side now. One lone setback in the backfield. That's a Fowler. On this third down situation, they fake the ball to Fowler. Cruz with the ball out to 40. He's got the first down as he's brought down at the uh, 35-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the Jimmies, and making the stop there is going to be Keith Rogers who comes up from his defensive back position to make the stop, but not before Samaniego picks up the first down. He's got the ball at the 36-yard line of uh, the Jimmies. He seems moving from our left to our right, north to south here. There's a uh, handoff up inside. we got penalty flags down. They blow this one dead. It's going to be an illegal procedure call. Fun hater. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Sliding through there was Petty. He was off to the races, but we're going to have an uh, illegal procedure call on Hastings. It's going to cost him five yards. I've, I've got unofficially ten penalties on the Broncos here today. That's too many. Way too many. Two minutes and 15 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings is trailing Jamestown. The score is 28-27. to 27. This was a 17-15 score in favor of Hastings at halftime. Samaniego now in there at quarterback for Hastings. Two wide receivers to the left and two wide receivers to the right. Cruz backs up, surveys the field. He throws it. It's going to be caught and in. Deck down here. Martinez hangs on to the ball at the 27-yard line and pops right up. Martinez took a major big-time hit at the 27-yard line, but he pops back up. I think the defensive secondary that planted the hit on him is more shocked than anybody else. How he bounced up from that, that was a destructive hit. 14-yard gain, second one. Here's a a handoff now. That's going to be Petty. Slides through there. He's at the 20-yard line to the 15 and brought down at the 15-yard line. So Petty finds a little seam in this uh, defense. Finally brought down on the play. Tackle is made by King Dwayne Solomon. The safety there for Jamestown, but he sings quickly up to the line of scrimmage. First down, 10 yards to go. He sings with the ball at the 16-yard line of a Jamestown. They hand the ball away again. That's going to be Petty as he just uh, carries a couple of guys with him down to about the uh, 10-yard line. So Adrian Petty carrying the ball there. Tackle is made by Zach Phillips, the sophomore defensive lineman from Greenfield, Indiana. Talk about running the football, how important it is. The Broncos nearing the 100-yard mark just in the third quarter, 92 yards on 15 carries. There's a handoff again to Petty, sweeping uh, left side. He's at the 10. He's down to the 5-yard line. Adrian Petty carrying the ball down there to the 5-yard line. The Broncos knocking on the touchdown door. Tackle is made in there by the Jimmies. And the stop that time was Marcelo Sanchez, a freshman defensive tackle out of uh, the state of Washington. And now we got a third down in one situation. Third down in about a yard. The ball plays down at the uh, six-yard line. Caleb Garcia, very slow to get up. They're going to help him off the uh, the far side of the field. He was slow in getting up there after that play. Six-yard gain there by Petty. Man, he's a tough guy to, to bring down. It don't take much of a seam to get him through the line of scrimmage, and he can pick up some good uh, good yardage. Third down and short inside a yard here for a first down. Now Thomas Willingham is into the ball game for Hastings. It'll be the uh, running back just to the left of Cruz Samaniego. Two wide receivers to the left and two wide receivers to the right now. 41 seconds to play in the third quarter, 28-27. Hastings trailing Jamestown. Samaniego throws the ball, caught for a touchdown. It goes to Noah House. And again, Jimmy, nobody around. This time, Noah with no somersault into the end zone. He 
gets a couple of uh, chest bumps here, and he comes to the sideline. Hastings reclaims the lead. Noah House, welcome back to the season. He's kind of been uh, shut down pretty good, primarily because of what he did last year, and now they've got to focus on uh, Jordan Johnson. They have Johnson still got some yards, but now House with 86 yards on five receptions and two touchdowns. Nicky G in for the PAT. That one is up there, and it is good. Nicky G adds the PAT, so Hastings comes back to reclaim the lead. 33 seconds to play now in quarter number three. Things looking better. Hastings out on top. The Broncos 34 and the Jimmies 28. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 1230 KHAS. Right back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field now a 34-28 ball game, Jimmy. Cruz Samaniego, 10 plays, 70 yards. We stick her in the end zone. The Bronco quarterbacks, and again, Gaines got the start, but it's been a lot of Samaniego here in the uh, later stages of the second and this third quarter. But 230 yards off the quarterback. Samaniego has thrown for three touchdowns in the game. So, yeah, he's definitely come in and uh, done, the jo- done the job. But the, we still got a better of a quarter of football left to go here. This thing's been wild as the kick goes into the end zone and out of bounds. It has been a seesaw battle. Kind of one of them uh, least mistakes here in the uh, second half, the least amount of turnovers because both teams have been able to move the football. That one goes over the head of Collier out of bounds, but a touchback. And now uh, Jamestown will have the ball. Out here at the 25-yard line. We start the uh, conference season next week. We get uh, three non-conference games to start the year. So far, so good for the Broncos. And now uh, the real deal starts next Saturday. Dakota Wesleyan is in town next week. 1 o'clock for the kickoff, 12 o'clock noon. For the pregame show as Hastings plays uh, back-to-back home games here for the 2016 season. There's a clock back out there. It is a group, and we got a running play to Sullivan. He's going to be stopped right in the center of the field. So Sullivan, who's carried uh, most of the load here running-wise for uh, Jamestown, he gets the call here, but the Broncos waiting for him right there, a loss of a yard. Back here at the uh, 24-yard line, Leo Waiio going to stop for uh, Hastings College, a defensive lineman from Parker, Colorado. You talk about the real deal, yeah, with the conference starting. That's very important each and every conference game. The GPAC is a difficult conference to play in, but this is a team in Jamestown that got beat by Dakota Wesleyan last week, 55-17. to Dakota Wesleyan is a, a much improved team from years past. They're good. They're good ball club. This just in, they're good. <laughs> Three quarters in the books here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Ahead of the fourth and final quarter, Hastings has the lead. It's the Broncos 34 and the Jimmys 28. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the Barbecue Trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the Brisket Special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power. 
power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power Products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters, now also located in Sutton. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, as we come back, it's a second down and 11 call now for uh, Jamestown. And they're going to run it around the left end and not much there as they move the ball out here. And let's see to the uh, 23-yard line. So it's going to bring up a third down and 11 situation. Hastings out on top, 34-28 to 28 here in the ball game as we head to the fourth and final quarter. Well, if you're a fan, you're loving this because you're seeing a lot of offense between the two teams. 726 yards of total offense between the two. 281 through three quarters for the Jimmies. 445 for Hastings College. Coach ain't into numbers. He's into the scoreboard, but uh, we are in a lot of yards here today. All right, here's a clot. He's got it on third down and 11. Wants to throw it to the nearest side. It's going to be overthrown. Getting it to Edwards. Oh, now a late boy. penalty flag comes down. A late penalty flag. It's going to go on Hastings, I believe, on uh, Roulette. It's going to be a pass interference call, I think, on Austin Roulette, who is uh, defending uh, Braden Edwards. That one was uh, grossly overthrown. But we have a flag. I think they're going to pick it up. No, they're not. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, offensive. It's going to be a defensive pass interference here on Austin Roulette. Well, and, and Roulette was out there on coverage. The receiver had to turn around to look for the football because it was so far overthrown, and there was just a a hand check out there. He did touch him, but not enough to to stop him. But nonetheless, they get the penalty. They'll move the ball up the thirty nine yard line. Uh, you touch him downfield, even if uh, it's a little hand check, you're getting flagged for it. First down and 10 here for Jamestown. They've got the ball on their own 39-yard line. Hastings committing the penalty to give them a front set of downs. Here's a handoff now to uh, Sullivan. Breaks through there across the 40, out to the 45-yard line. So a pickup of six yards in a play. Keldrick Sullivan carrying the ball again. Tackle is made in there by uh, Brenning, also in there for Hastings College. Let's see. That was Nemanja Lazarevich, I think, is into the ball game now, or Zach Perella. Yeah, it's Zach Perella at the uh, backup linebacker spot there for uh, Nathan Howell over here on the left side. It's a second down and uh, five yards to go. Jamestown with the ball at the 45-yard line. Clot again in the uh, shotgun set with three wide receivers. Clot's got the ball. He throws it to the near side. Nobody home. That's uh, overthrown to the, the near side into the uh, Bronco bench. The closest guy over here was uh, Pete Fierre. I got a pass earlier in this ball game and set Jamestown up in a good scoring position. But now Jamestown looking at third down. Third down and five yards to go. The Bronco need needs to rise to the occasion right here. Well, they do, and uh, they've run that uh, draw. Actually, they're going to be lined up in the pistol set. Sullivan has uh, carried the mail a lot here today, 146 yards for Sullivan. But uh, Jimmy's looking at a third down and five ball at the 45. Low snap, Clot grabs it, now cranks up, throws the ball. He's got a man out here. It's going to be cut, 25-20-15, and he's down to the 13-yard line. Scott brings him down. That's a Jerigas Collier catching the ball there for Jamestown. He got behind. 
Darren Scott. Scott brings him down from behind, but the Jamestown Jimmies are in business at the Hastings College 13-yard line. 42 on the pass and catch, and Clad just simply had the time, just lofted the ball in the air and let his receiver run right underneath of it. He had a five-yard lead on Scott, the uh, defensive back, and he takes it all the way down to the 12-yard line, first down for the Jimmies. The Broncos lead 34-28, but Jimmy's looking to tack on another six. All right, Clout under center this time. Hands them all the way to uh, Sullivan right in the center of the field. And Sullivan is brought down on the play for a little or no gain. Boy, they just uh, pound the ball at you, and then they go with the home run ball, Jimmy, and their wide receivers have been able to get behind us. Like I said, over 1,000 yards of uh, offense so far here today. No, they're getting close. Getting close to it? Getting close to it, but uh, they've primarily hung their hat on the rushing attack today. They've only thrown it 19 times, but they've rushed it for uh, 30 nine times here today. Wide receivers again go left and right. Collier is your wide receiver split out to the left side of the formation this time. Three running backs in the backfield with the clot. Now we're going to have a <laughs> we're going to have a illegal procedure here on on Jamestown. The whole backfield moved uh, except for the quarterback yeah, Platt. It's like three quarters of them. Would somebody wake the official up? I'll bet you he's a mortician. For his regular duties, as soft and quiet as he is. Yeah, he's pretty quiet. Wow. He's pretty quiet. Anyway, it's illegal procedure. That wasn't too hard to figure out. We didn't need any assistance. Second down, 15 yards to go. Jamestown now with the ball at the Hastings College 17-yard line. 12 minutes and 11 seconds to play in the game. Hastings trying to protect their lead, 34-28. But the bunny or the Jamestown Jimmies are in the red zone. Down here at the Hastings College, uh, 17, low snap, Klotz got it, got time, throws it. It's going to be caught here at the 15, down to the 10, and finally run out of bounds. Ty Myron grabs the ball there. Running about a bounce over here was uh, Zach Perella for Hastings College defensively. Knocks him down at the 9-yard line, but now the Jimmies are looking at third down. They need a touchdown to reclaim the lead here. That's if they had the extra points, which has been... An adventure. Yeah, it's been an adventure all day today. They've hit like one out of four or five extra points today. Wide receiver splits out wide to the left side. In fact, two wide receivers will go to the left. Collier's to the right. Edwards is in the slot. Now he's going to come in motion back toward the quarterback. He stops, goes back the other way now. As a Dylan Clot waits, waits. He's got the ball, backs up, throws it into the right corner of the end zone. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. It's caught for the touchdown. It goes to Collier, and this game is tied at 34 points apiece. That was an outstanding catch. He threw that into the corner of the end zone to Edwards, the, uh, the little guy out nope. there. was. That's uh, Collier. Collier caught the uh, the football, but it was tremendous coverage. By Hastings College, they were right on top of the receiver. Edward, or, uh, Collier just made a, a great catch there. In the corner of the end zone, nine-yard touchdown pass from Klatt. And now that Jimmy's looking to go ahead as it's a 34-34 ball game with the PAT pending. I would say they've had some problems on their PATs, but this one is up there, and it's going to be no good. It's going to be no good off to the left side. Unbelievable. So the PAT is no good. So with the 11 minutes and 21 seconds to play in the football game, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 34 and Jamestown 34. 
Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners at Auto Insurance. Insurance Plus is an Allied Insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company on your side and Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. 1230 KHAS. Jamestown, one out of five on their extra points today, Jimmy. Well, it's tied up at 34 points apiece. It's been an adventure at best, and the uh, the very first extra point attempt was blocked, and uh, the kicker went down and was pretty beat up there. They hit his leg, and then he's the punter as well. In the next series, he was out there punting. He had that one blocked, so he's got a a bummed up leg. I don't know whether that's affecting his kicking kicking abilities today or not, but boy, he has had a, a tough go of it, and that was a huge extra point. We've still got 11-21 left to go here in the ball game, but it's a 34-34 game. You like offense, you're loving this game here in Hastings. Lindy was 6 out of 6 on extra points coming into the football game. They are 1 out of 5 on extra points today. Here comes the uh, kickoff, and it's going to come up. Petty is going to grab the ball at the 13-yard line, comes back to the center of the field, puts a juke move on to 15, and he's slaughtered. Slaughtered at the 18-yard line. Yeah, he's, he's knocked out a little guy. Take care of that little guy. He jumps back up. He sings now with the ball on their own 18-yard line, 11-15 to play. Here in the football game, it's been an adventure here today, 34-34. Hastings and uh, Jamestown tied up here in this uh, football game. We yeah. talked about the two quarterbacks. Uh, Gaines has not seen uh, much action after the uh, first quarter. Gaines, uh, Gaines' numbers 5 of 7, just 42 yards. But since Cruz has entered the game, he is 14 of 23, 179 yards, and three touchdowns. All right, he sees now in a battle here in the uh, fourth quarter. Samaniego fakes the ball. He's going to run it. He's going to be hit down back here at the uh, 15-yard line. Loss of uh, four yards. On the play there as he has uh, knocked down on the play by uh, the Jimmies of Jamestown. So second down now and 14 yards to go. Hastings with the ball back here at the uh, 15 and a half is where they'll mark it. Hastings moving from our right to our left. 34-34 is the score with uh, the Jimmies of Jamestown. Here's Cruz. He wants to throw. Throws it far side and it's going to be too far. Noah House, the intended receiver. Hey, what? Hastings has to be careful here. This is going to be a third and long call, third and 13. But they don't get this this first down. They're going to have to punt it away. Jamestown's going to get some pretty good field position, and we have proved that we cannot stop their offense. So it's going to be maybe the uh, situation to where the last team that has the football has an opportunity to win this ballgame. Cruz now looking at third down and 13 yards to go. He's going to have Taj Willingham in the backfield. Cruz throws it far side, right at the first down. Stakes. Dwight, they're out of the house. Noah House grabs the ball there, and he hangs on to it. Let's see where they spot him here, right at the 28. That's not a very good spot. He was up close to the 30-yard line there when he brought that down. Well, he crashed into the guy who's holding the uh, first down stakes. That's a terrible spot. Yeah, he crashed into the guy who is holding the uh, first down stakes here at the 29. They give him the 28-yard line. And now the officials are going to confer here. What are they going to have? We, we don't have uh, the replay like the NFL would have where Tony could throw out the, the red bag and say, hey, I want to uh, look at that and see where the spot is. But the officials might be discussing things here. He could take his sock off. Well, I got to get it to the 29-yard line. 
They got to get it to 29 for the first down. They originally spot this thing at the 28. Hastings will be looking at a fourth down in one situation. Tony's out here at about the numbers here on the near side. And now they're going to uh, put the ball down at the... Uh, they're going to give them half a yard. Yeah, they're going to give them a half a yard. Ball, the nose of the football is at the 29, and I think they have to bring the ball across the 29-yard line. Oh, boy. Hastings going to go for this. No, they're going to give them a first down or what? Well, the chain gang, they're, they're messed not even, up. Yeah, they're not even moving yet. The chain gang has fourth and a half a yard to go. And now they're going to talk with the coaching staff on the other side. So they're like, now they're going to, all right, now they're going to give them a first down. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They, they get the chains set down now. They're going to move the chains. So even without bringing the chains in to measure, they're going to give them a first down. First down and 10. He sings with the ball at the 29-yard line. That was a, a big situation right there. They swing this one out to Martinez. 30-35. Martinez nearly breaks loose, but he's brought down at the 39-yard line. That's Caleb Garcia, who was shaken up earlier in this uh, half of play, but he's back in there. Garcia with a stop. Second down and one yard to go. The ball is back out here to the 38-yard line. 10-10 to play in the ball game. Hastings 34 and Jamestown 34. Cruz Samadiego. Three wide receivers out to the right side. They hand the ball away to Willingham. He spins away. Penalty flags go down. Willingham brings it across the 40 to the 41. That would have been enough for a first down. But I think Hastings is going to be guilty of a hold on the corner here. Personal foul. Block below the waist. Offense number 13. Yeah. Martinez is hit with a uh, block below the waist as they were trying to spring uh, Willingham around the corner in the right side. And uh, Anthony Martinez is hit with a uh, chop block there below the waist. That's going to cost Hastings 15 yards. So Hastings would have had a first down at the 40-yard line. Now they're going to bring the ball back here. They move from the spot of the foul, which was behind the line of scrimmage. So they're going to put the football down at the 22-yard line. And Hastings will be looking at second down and long. 9.57 to play in the game. Hastings 24 and Jamestown 24. 21 penalties today between the two football teams. Hastings with 12 of them. But again, uh, this, uh, this is a big drive here. As the clock uh, stopped at 9.57, but again, Hastings now in a uh, little bit of a hole, second and 16, the ball back at the 22. Wide receivers all over the place. I think it said it's tied at 24, actually tied up at 34 points apiece. Now Tony comes running down here to talk with the line judge. Hey, we're counting guys over here on uh, Jamestown to make sure they only had 11 out there. Here's Simon Yeager. He throws the ball. House grabs the ball at the 30, and he's out of bounds. Noah's had uh, some good success here right on the sidelines. House grabs the ball at the uh, 31 or 32-yard line there on the far sideline. They're going to spot the football at the 32. So now another big third down call here. Hastings looking at third down and about to seven and a half yards to go. 9.46 to play in the game. We're tying up at 34 points apiece. Noah House, seven catches, 106 yards. Now the two quarterbacks for Hastings, 261. They swing the ball out here, and it's overthrown. They tried to bring it over to uh, Willingham, who had a lot of green grass. He would have had the first down and more, Jimmy, but that one was overthrown by uh, quarterback Cruz Samaniego. And now Hastings is looking at a fourth down situation, fourth down at about eight yards to go from their own 32-yard line, and the Broncos will send out the punt team. Boy, and Tony knew how close that was to being a big game. He just uh, looked like the life 
the uh, air had been taken out of him on that play. Again, uh, Simon Diego with a lot of pressure coming up the middle, just tried to dump it off out there and just threw it about a yard and a half too far for uh, Taj to get his hands on him. But you're right, he had a lot of, a lot of green grass out here at the numbers. He would have gone for a ways. Just a little bit too much mustard right there. Brandon Bacco gets into the football, end-over-end kick, fielded at the uh, 30-yard line, giving ground back to the 25. Edwards back to the 30, down the sideline, 35-40, and run out of bounds at the 43-yard line. So Edwards brings the ball back, Stagmeyer down on the special teams, and run him out of bounds. So now the Jamestown Jimmies have the ball. Nine minutes and 31 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. It's 34-34, Hastings and Jamestown here this afternoon. Well, the Jimmies will come back out on the field offensively unofficially uh, here in this uh, ball game with 293 yards of total offense. They're going to have pretty good starting position here just inside their own territory at the 45-yard line. Clock stop, 9.31 left to go here. It is a tie ball game at Lloyd Wilson Field, 34 apiece. All right, so here comes the uh, Jimmy's offense out here. Dylan Klott going to have uh, one lone setback in the uh, backfield now with wide receivers all over the place. Man goes in motion now for the uh, Jimmies. Here's the snap. They're going to hand the ball away right into the center of the field across the 45 to the 50-yard line inside Bronco territory to the 49. That's, uh, let's see, carrying the ball there was Myloy, who's back in there. Myron, Ty Myron, carrying the ball there for uh, Jamestown as they continue to shuttle those uh, running backs. That was a pickup of five yards, second down and five. Remember, this is a tie ball game. The Jimmies. Just going to use their running attack, trying to pick up a couple of first downs, burn some time off here in the fourth quarter. They've had good success running the ball against Hastings this afternoon. Second down and five yards to go. Fakes the ball. Now they want to throw it down the right sideline. That's uh, overthrown. They knocked the receiver down, but no flag. Out here in the pattern that time for the Jimmies was number 15, Bruno Sines. Bruno Sines had three receptions, 28 yards coming in here for the Jimmies. That one was just, overthrown by a clock. Just tried to get that one over the uh, head of the of the uh, defensive backs, tried to thread that right into his receiver's hands. And, again, you kind of hold your breath because uh, well, the way the officials have called the game, that was a very close contact was made, but no call. Going to bring up a third down and about five yards to go here at the 8.50 mark. Timeout's going to be called here. We've got a timeout, 8.50 to play in the ball game. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 34 and Jamestown 34. Want to cut your cooling costs this summer? With a highly efficient York air conditioning system, you can save up to 50% in energy costs while enjoying more consistent temperatures throughout your home. Call Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer in Hastings and Kearney, to schedule a free evaluation of your system and learn how you can move up to a new level of comfort and efficiency this summer. 1230 KHAS. All right, 8.50 to play in the ball game. Hastings 34, Jamestown 34. Broncos looking to go to 3-0 and here this afternoon for the first time since 2012. They're in a tussle here today with Jamestown. Third down and five yards to go. Jimmy's out of the ball right at the uh, midfield stripe here. Following the timeout, Dylan Klotz got the ball. He grabs it. He's going to run it around the right end. He's not going to get there. He gets it back to the line of scrimmage, and that's all she wrote. He is brought down on the play by Zach Perella of Hastings. The snap was a little bit wide, 
The quarterback clock grabs it, takes it around the right end, and runs right into Zach Perella of Hastings. And a great defensive stand there. Hastings will get the ball back now with eight and a half to play. Great job by Perella. Open field tackle. And then again, this Bronco defense at times flies around the field. They found four crimson jerseys all around the quarterback. Clatt, no gain. Actually, we'll give him about a half a yard, but he'll bring up fourth down. And it's going to be Jake Tarr back deep. He'll stand at his own 15. Here comes the uh, pressure. Here comes the kick. Not a very good one. It angles off on the far side, and it goes out of bounds past the 30-yard line. Remember, the line of scrimmage was the uh, 49 of Hastings, and the ball is going to go out of bounds at the 34. That's a 15-yard punt. The Broncos are set up first down and 10 on their own 34. Well, and again, you watch the kicker trot off the field. He's limping. His leg is not good. They must not have a a backup kicker in the plans or uh, with the traveling squad, at least. He's been beat up today, a block punt, a couple of block extra points, and the uh, kicker limps off the field there. Not very good, but Hastings, good starting position, 34-yard line. All right, Cruz is back out there. Simon Diego is going to hand the ball away to Fowler, hang on to the ball, 45. Look out, 50. He's in the territory of the Jimmies. Kiss him goodbye. No, he's brought down from behind at the 10-yard line. Fowler is brought down inside the 10-yard line. He busts loose, and he gets a big, big hole. I think he was going to take that baby to the house. But Fowler is brought down from behind, and the Broncos are in business. First down and 10. About, let's see, they're going to mark the ball at about the 7-yard line. I think that might have been Jake Fowler's longest carry from scrimmage as a Hastings College Bronco. I've got it at 57 yards. And, again, I thought he was going to take it to the house as well, and he cut it back up uh, into, the, into the center of the field and a, a lunging Excuse me, a lunging defender, last chance, was able to grab him by the back of the heels and stumble Fowler down to the turf, and uh, it'll be a first and goal here for Hastings at about the eight-yard line. Got an injured player there for the Jimmies to get him off of the field. Jake, if you want some highlights, you've got to take that baby to the house. You you can't be stopped at the seven-yard line. A nice 50-yard run, 50 yards plus there for Fowler. Now Samaniego is going to throw the ball out to Fowler. He grabs it, and he walks the ball into the end zone for the touchdown. Well, if you can't get there on the run, just throw the ball out to him. And Fowler just uh, trots his way into the end zone for the touchdown, and the Broncos have the lead. Well, if that wasn't the longest run from uh, scrimmage for Jake Fowler as a Hastings College Bronco, that was the easiest touchdown he will get. He flares out to the right side. Samaniego just plays a little patty cake toss out to him. Fowler walks in. Broncos tack on another six. And a very busy Nicky G back into the game. Broncos extend their lead. Now to 40 to 34 with the PAT. All right, ball is down, kick is up, and the kick is through there. It is good. Hastings scores. Seven minutes and 39 seconds to play now. Here in the fourth quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 41, Jamestown 34. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings now out on top by a score of 41-34 over Jamestown. And Hastings will kick off. We hope to score this many points when we play basketball against the uh, Jimmies. Well, 
I'll tell you what, this has been an offensive explosion. I was just uh, figuring up uh, the numbers here. I'll get you Hastings' numbers as of right now here in just a few minutes. But the quarterbacks have thrown for 270 yards and four touchdowns here today. Bronco will kick off now for Hastings. The Broncos have reclaimed the lead here in the fourth, but we're far from being over. 7.39 to play. Running the ball back here is going to be Collier. He gets the, the the wall on the far side, but Hastings is right there to knock it out at about the 15-yard line. Collier receives that one on the near side and tries to go to the far side of the field where they have a little wall set up, but Hastings busts through that wall and brings him down. So it's going to be a first and 10 for Jamestown. They're going to have the ball at the 17-yard line. After the ball game, we'll have our players of the game, the coaches' post-game show in the fifth quarter coming up today. All the scores and throughout the uh, Nation and also across the uh, the GPAC, the rest of the teams in the GPAC starting a conference play here this afternoon. So Jamestown now down by a seven points, but still seven minutes plus here in the fourth quarter. Jamestown will work with the ball. Here's a clock. Got to keep it on the ground as they hand her away right in the center of the field as they go to one of their tailbacks. That's going to be a Ty Myron carrying the ball. Myron for a couple of yards as he Moves it up close to the 20-yard line. He'll spot it at the 18. So they'll give him a pickup of only about a yard and a half on the play. Justin Stagmeyer into the stop there for the Hastings defense. We're nearing seven minutes to play now here in the fourth quarter. Hastings out on top by a score of 41-34. Up under center now. Here's a clot. Again, keeps the ball on the ground as they just uh, pound it right at this uh, Hastings College defense. For another uh, couple of yards, and now it's going to be a third down situation. Sullivan carrying the ball there for a couple of yards. So two running plays at about five yards, and now Jamestown will be looking at third down. Third down and about to five yards to go. The ball is out here between the 23 and 24-yard line. These are old school numbers for a running back. 26 carries, 150 yards. You don't see that a lot, but Sullivan getting the uh, load of carries here today for Jamestown. He's going to stay in the backfield just to the left of the quarterback there, Klotz. Klotz has got the ball, looks, now fires it to the far side. That baby is caught by Collier. He's got the first down across the 35, and he scampers forward to the 40 where he's knocked out of bounds. Right in front of the Jimmy's bench, so they deliver on this uh, third down conversion. They get the ball out to the 40-yard line. We're down to six minutes and 14 seconds to play. Here in the fourth quarter, it's 41-34, Hastings. Jamestown hustles back up to the line of scrimmage. They send wide receivers left and right. Backs are now in the I formation behind the quarterback. Clot as he's up under center now, looking over the Hastings College D. He's got the ball, hands the ball away to a Sullivan. Sullivan is hit, and down he goes right here at the 40-yard line. Tackle is made by Noel McKeever of Hastings, coming up from his rover position to make the stop there for the Broncos. No gain in the play. Second down, 10 yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 40-yard line of Jamestown. Jimmy's are working from our left to our right here in this uh, fourth quarter of play. So second down and 10. Ball is at the 40-yard line. Pair of wide receivers split to the right side of the formation. Now backs in the eye again. Dylan Klotz again looking over the defense. Turns, hands the ball away. That's going to be Sullivan. He dances to the 42, 43-yard line where he's swarmed under by... Nothing but uh, crimson shirts. Sullivan brought down on the play there by a plethora of Broncos, including linebacker Kelly McBride for Hastings. There's another big third down call. 
A third down call here for Jamestown. They're trailing in the ballgame, 41-34. We're down to five minutes to play in the ballgame. 917 yards between the two teams unofficially in the ballgame. 539 for the Hastings College Broncos. But again, you talk about big third downs. It's a big one. 448 and counting. Ball at the 45. It's third and five. Edwards in motion here on the right side of the formation. Cloud has got the balls. He backs up, throws it. It's going to be down along the ground. And that's going to be incomplete. Edwards came up with a ball, but I think it skipped to him right here at the 49-yard line. If that would have been a catch, that would have been enough for a first, first down. down there for Jamestown. But it's an incomplete pass, and now it's fourth down. Well, and Josh Kittle going to send the punt team in. With 4.34 left to go, you would almost think that this is a... Well, let's see. They got, they got two timeouts left, so they figure... Yeah, they, but they haven't been able to stop the Hastings College offense. Nobody's been able to stop anybody. <laughs> no, there's, they've been running through cray paper out there, both offenses. 41-34, Hastings has got the lead. Now they're going to punt the football away. Yeah, watch out for a fake here. Fourth down and five. They're going to punt the ball away here. It's high in the year. comes to the near side. Fielded by Tar at the 20, 25, and he's run out of bounds here. Tackled out of bounds at about the 27, 28-yard line. Oh, Tar, he's a daredevil back there. Yeah, I don't know if I would have fielded that one. <laughs> he He's daring. He, Tony says, uh, again, got some great hands, but uh, he'll he'll field them and make a He'll make Dave Kamara up in the booth above us uh, real nervous. I'm glad we're far apart from uh, Dave Kamara today. Last week we were... In a booth right beside him yeah. up in Valley City. They're upstairs here at home. First down, 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball. They've got it at their own 30-yard line. Now needs to work on the clock a little bit. As Samaniego throws it out here to Wallace. Wallace across the 35 out to the 36-yard line. Tackle is made in there by King Dwayne Sullivan, who comes up to make the stop. He's the product out of Los Angeles. Now we're going to have a penalty here, and I didn't catch the signal, but it goes on... Uh, it's going to go on Jamestown. Personal foul on Jamestown, hitting uh, Salmon Yego late. They have gotten in there this second half, and they have put a pretty good beating on him. So a late hit on the quarterback, Cruz Salmon Yego, and that's going to bring the ball across the 50 to the 49-yard line of Jamestown. So he sings down with four minutes and 17 seconds to play, trying to lock up their third win of the season. Here this afternoon, 41-34 is the score. The Broncos have the lead, and Hastings with the ball at the 49 of Jamestown. Two wide receivers to the right, one wide receiver to the left side now. They're going to have Petty in the backfield. They're going to give the ball away to him. He cuts back, 45. Petty at the 40-yard line, 35-30. He's at the 25, and he has run out of bounds. Petty gets it to the outside and tried to stay in bounds, but his momentum carries him out at about the 26. Hastings won the first down, and the Broncos are on the move here in the fourth. Petty with a 23-yard scamper, and again, he started that up the middle of the field between the hash marks, seen a gap. He's got great vision along with some great speed, and just once he got to the uh, left hash and cut it to the outside, he's got that second gear. He shifted gears and uh, took it around the corner. 23 yards later, another first down. That's 22 for the Broncos here today, and the clock continues to tick away. 12-11 on the play clock now, and 3-34 on the game clock. First and 10 for Hastings. They've got the ball at the 27-yard line. Here's Petty sweeping right side. Petty gets to the edge of the 25. He's spun down at the uh, 25-yard line. Getting over there again is going to be Solomon, King Dwayne Solomon, as he brings down like that. 
He brings him down there at the uh, 25, 26 yard line. Little fitty gain. They'll give him a yard. Uh, my favorite guy hadn't gotten in today. Uh, he was the second leading ball carrier for some odd reason, but has not uh, seen any action. Maybe he's uh, injured, but Yvonne St. Louis. Yeah, there's some nice guys yeah. on this team. You got Colton three irons. He, he plays. He's a freshman linebacker. He uh, must be a scratch golfer if he's hitting a three iron. Yeah. In North Dakota. Second down and nine yards to go. Here's a running play here to Taj Willingham, and he's going to be uh, stacked up right here in the center of the field. Basically, the Broncos just uh, running some clock here. We're down to two minutes and 40 seconds to play now. Uh, they do have time, two timeouts left. They haven't used them yet. We're down to uh, 2.38 to play, and they put them right here. Yeah, they call a timeout. Say they might as well. They can't take them home with them. Can't take them to the prom. No. Now as well call a timeout here. Two minutes and 38 seconds to play. Hastings is on the move, and the Broncos have the lead. We'll take a break. Hastings leading Jamestown. Hastings 41, Jamestown 34. Get more than you expect. That old bed of yours still got you tossing and turning at night? It's time to invest in better sleep. Let Furniture Direct in Hastings and a Simmons Beautyrest mattress provide you the solution. With a Simmons Beautyrest mattress, you'll get the legendary support of the pocketed coil technology plus air-cooled memory foam for a cool, comfortable sleep. Get more than you expect with free local delivery with any Simmons Beautyrest mattress set purchase. Sleep in comfort again with a Simmons Beautyrest mattress from Furniture Direct in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. post-game show, and I'll be back with the fifth quarter. All the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today. In Lincoln, Oregon is leading Nebraska 14-7. They've got 5.25 to play in the second quarter. 14-7, Oregon leading the Huskers. 41-34 here. Nebraska, or rather Hastings, is out on top. Hastings, Nebraska, leading Jamestown of North Dakota. Here's a Samaniego, and he's going to be uh, stacked up here. Samaniego is going to be uh, sacked on the play. They'll be sacked there by uh, Jamestown. Bo Soberg getting through there for the uh, Jimmies. And now I think Jamestown is going to burn their uh, last timeout here. That's going to be the case. So we're going to have another timeout. Jamestown calls their final timeout. Two minutes and 30 seconds to play. We'll take a break with the score. Hastings 41, Jamestown 34. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 1230 KHAS. High 2.30 to play. Hastings looking at fourth down and 10. Nikki G is going to be in the ball game for a field goal attempt. Tell you what, Nikki G is going to try to get his name in the ballot box. We've got a lot of guys with some big numbers today. Noah House had a good game. Jordan Johnson's had a good game. Cruz has had a, a great game. And Nikki G here for a, another field goal attempt. This will be 43 yards. Officially at a 40-yarder earlier today. Had a uh, smaller one earlier in the first half. And now what do we got? What's, what's 21 now? He wants the hot dog slinger to come out of the stands. I, I don't know what he's looking for. They're going to put three seconds back on the clock here. So it'll be 233. All right, so Nikki G is going to be into the ball game. 
This is going to be a 43-yard field goal attempt right in the center of the field here. Give Hastings a uh, 10-point advantage. Nikki G hasn't missed anything all year. Ball is down, kick is up, and the kick goes sailing to the uprights, I think, and it's going to be good. 43-yarder. So Nikki G is still perfect on uh, extra points and on field goals this year. Tell you what, first of all, you got to like a kicker that's wearing 99. Second of all, you got to like him chest bumping his lineman out there. The little guy's all juiced up a couple of field goals here today. Very well might have iced the ball game for Hastings. So Hastings gets a big 43-yard field goal from Nikki G to give him some distance here. 228 to play in the ball game. We'll take a break. Hastings 44, Jamestown 34. Glenwood Business Center offers a ready-to-go, on-demand furnished office for up to three people with affordable rent by the hour, day, or week. A modern tech-powered space complete with Glenwood high-speed fiber allows you to do sales presentations, demonstrations, or one-on-one training. Do you have a home-based business? This fresh, clean space offers a safe and secure place to meet. It's quick and easy to rent with a great downtown Hastings location. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hastings College has the lead here this afternoon. The score is 44-34. The Broncos in this wild affair here this afternoon over uh, Jamestown. And now uh, Baca will kick off here for the Broncos with two minutes and 28 seconds to play here in this one. Here's the uh, run-up and the boot. It's going to come down here to uh, Collier at the uh, five-yard line quickly back here. To the 10 to the 15, out across the 20 to the 23, 24 yard line. So Jamestown will start right there at the 24. Facing's trying to lock up win number three of the 2016 season here this afternoon. They were tested here this afternoon by Jamestown out of North Dakota. And now we'll start action in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. See some teams we're familiar with now. Dakota Wesleyan coming in here next Saturday. So back-to-back home games, the only time of the year that he sees will play back-to-back homies. 1 o'clock for the uh, kickoff next week. 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show here on 1230 KHIS. You can be assured we're going to see some teams uh, probably a lot better competition level than uh, what I feel we've seen so far. Although Jamestown has been pretty good today. Here's a pass. It's going to be a deflected. Now he was hit. He's deflected, hit, and all but completed as uh, Clot throws the ball there. He was uh, picking his fanny off of the turf here as that ball fell incomplete out here at the 40-yard line. So he's going to bring up a second down and 10 situation for uh, the Jimmies. Taylor Mendenhall, I think, was the guy that got in there for uh, Hastings College. Second down and 10. Again, the line of scrimmage is the 25-yard line. He sings with a 10-point lead here. A couple of minutes to play here in the uh, fourth quarter. There's a pass to the far side. It's going to be caught here across the uh, 35 to the 36-yard line. That's Edwards. Braden Edwards grabbing the ball there. He's got the first down out here at the – they're going to mark it at the 37. First down and 10 now for Jamestown. At their own 37-yard line, we're down to two minutes to play here in the ball game. Plot with the ball again, throws it near side. That ball is going to be caught by Edwards down the sideline, 50, 45, 40, 35, and run out of bounds here. Hastings went for the interception. They didn't get there. 
And then Edwards takes the ball down the uh, near side, finally knocked out of bounds here by Jacob Tarr of Hastings. We still got one minute and 51 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. 44-34, Hastings with a 10-point lead, but the Jimmies have worked the ball in the Bronco territory at the 36-yard line, first and 10. That was Eo that went for the uh, interception, and instead it got to the receiver, and uh, Edwards able to take it downfield for 24 yards in the Bronco territory. James down up to the line of scrimmage quickly. Here comes uh, another pass play. Clot delivers across the middle. It's going to be caught at the 30. He's at the 25 to the 20, down to the 17-yard line. The reception is uh, made there by uh, Tony Smith, the tight end, right in the center of the field. Jamestown not rolling over here, gang. 143 to play in the ball game. They quickly get up to the line of scrimmage. First down and 10 at the Hastings College 18-yard line. Clot calls the play here. At the line as he's got one wide receiver out to the right side. Two go to the right side. One lone step back in the backfield. Clot throws the ball. That's going to be caught and then dropped down there at the 10-yard line. They had it in his hands down there at the uh, 10-yard line, but uh, he couldn't hang on to it as he has that one fall on the turf. Incomplete pass. The intended receiver over there that time for... But Scott Inglehorn is into the ball game. Scott Inglehorn couldn't hang on to it for Jamestown. So it's second down and 10 yards to go. But with the incomplete pass, the clock is stopped. 132 to play now in the fourth quarter. Hastings leading by 10, 44-34. Dylan Klotz with one lone step back in the backfield again. Klotz drops back to throw. He throws it. It's going to be incomplete. Wide of the target down there at the five-yard line. The intended receiver there was uh, Des Pettengrew. And now it's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the Hastings College 18. And they need two scores. So even if they miss fire here, I think they'll go for a, a field goal attempt. Although their kicking has not been was, very good today. I was going to say, and I think their kicker's hurt. That's why uh, they're having such a tough time with their kicking game. So it's third down and 10 yards to go. They want to throw the ball again. They throw it across the middle. That one was incomplete. Boy, and Mendenhall again buries the quarterback, Clatt. Tony Smith was the intended receiver. And Amanye Lazarevich back in uh, coverage for Hastings. It's fourth down and 10. Ball is sitting at the 18-yard line of Hastings. Again, they need two scores to tie this thing up. we got a minute and 22 seconds to play. It's fourth down and 10. Like Jimmy mentioned, I think the kicker might be having some uh, problems after getting bounced around a little bit, so... They're going to pass up the field goal attempt here. And they're going to go for it on fourth down and 10 from the 18-yard line. Three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. Edwards goes in motion now to the far side for Jamestown. There's a snap. Clot has got the ball. Throws it. It's going to be tipped, and it's nearly intercepted. Tipped and nearly intercepted, and that should be just about the ball game right there. Austin Roulette got his hands on it there for Hastings. Tips the ball away. It was nearly intercepted by the Broncos. It falls to the turf. Incomplete pass, and Hastings will get it on the change of downs. Well, for as many times as we have had a defender in the backfield, as well as the uh, Jamestown defense putting hits on the quarterback, it was uh, a couple of uh, Broncos in there, Mendenhall, and and uh, another Bronco defensive lineman getting in there and uh, putting a hit on Clad again. So both quarterbacks have been uh, bounced around here pretty good, and we'll see the Broncos line up in a, uh, a good formation. That's going to be the victory formation. Noah House going to be the safety man. 117, and they'll run this baby out, and the Broncos will escape with another win and go to 3-0, and getting ready for G-Pack play. Jason Gaines takes the uh, final kneel there for Hastings. That's his only snap he's had here 
in the uh, second half. Cruz Samaniego went the uh, distance since halftime. Now Jason Gaines will take the final couple of uh, kneels here. They'll have to kneel one more time, and he seems will uh, get one in the right column here. We're down to 48 seconds to play. Hastings is watching the time clock kick down. We're down to, uh, what, 13 seconds to play. So Hastings will use up all the time here, and this will be the, the final kneel down. And the final score is going to be 44-34. Gaines goes back and uh, takes another knee, and that's going to be the ball game. Hastings College wins it in a shootout here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. So Hastings uh, picks up the victory. They'll move to three wins and no losses on the season. They are 3-0 for the first time since 2012 as Hastings gets ready to play in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference next week, beginning with uh, Dakota Wesleyan next week. So Hastings wins it here this afternoon, 34, or rather 44-34 over Jamestown. We'll come back and check the final numbers as we continue with Bronco football on 1230 KHAS. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, uh, Lloyd Wilson Field, 44-34. Hastings College uh, wins it here this afternoon. So uh, the Broncos, I don't know if you can call it escape, but uh, we score a lot of points in an offensive showdown here this afternoon. We win it in a in a shootout today, 44-34 over the uh, Jimmy's out of Jamestown. Well, if you like offenses when you come in here, now we're going to have old pause here a minute and let the uh, the players, as they traditionally do, sing to the fans and the band after a, uh, a victory. Yeah, the uh, alma mater uh, song or whatever this thing is uh, called here as they strike up the uh, chorus again here. Delivered to us each and every uh, Bronco victory here today. Cruz, uh, Cruz Samaniego and uh, Noah House, they were in the front row today. They were in the front row uh, I, I singing. Think yeah, I think they're, they're, they're karaoke leaders. They uh, sure belled out some some good tunes, but uh, the Broncos flying high here. They hadn't been very pretty the last couple of weeks, but they've got away in the right column. 
with a victory. They go to 3-0 after a 30 or a 44-34 victory here at home against the Jamestown Jimmies. We'll look at some unofficial numbers here for the Jimmies. Their quarterback, Dylan Clack, goes all the way. His numbers, 12 of 38, passing 224 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception on the afternoon. The Jimmies rushed it 45 times for 206 yards, so 430 of total offense. I know you're wondering, did we get there? I have a 10 yards short of both teams going over 1,000, so just a, a little teaser there. We'll get the official numbers here momentarily. But again, 430 yards of total offense, 16 first downs in the game for the Jimmies and 11 penalties. Some individual leaders there again, Klatt's numbers, he throws for 224. And then the workhorse running the football was Keldrick Sullivan. He carried it 28 times for 154 yards, Sullivan with a couple of touchdowns on the afternoon. For Hastings College, some big numbers as well. Again, it was Jason Gaines to start. Cruz Samaniego comes in. The two quarterbacks combined for 25 of 38. Very efficient. 25 of 38 for 270 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception on the afternoon. We look at uh, the rushing numbers, 42 carries for 290 yards, so 560 of total offense for Hastings College in the game. Some individual uh, leaders rushing the football, Adrian Petty with 11 carries, 63 yards. We see that Taj Willingham finishes the game with 10 carries and 82 yards. Taj with one touchdown on the day. Noah Hausch, a great afternoon, seven receptions, 106 yards. And what, Hausch with two touchdowns on the afternoon. We see uh, Jordan Johnson with five catches, 56 yards. And Glenn Wallace, looking at uh, Wallace's numbers here, four catches and 47 yards. So some good offensive numbers for Hastings College. Again, they've got threats uh, rushing the football and throwing the football. we got some great receivers, but uh, we've got to sure up uh, the defense. This was, uh, again, a Hastings College defense coming in, only giving up. 305 yards, 193 through the air, 112 on the ground. They give up 430 here total. So, again, uh, some some tough teams coming up, and uh, we're going to have another one next week right here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Dakota Wesleyan is going to come in. I think last check they were about the 15th or 16th ranked team in the NAI. So we're going to have our, our hands full next week with uh, DWU. So the uh, scoring in the ballgame, Hastings again wins it by a score of 44-34 over Jamestown. Hastings fumbled the ball away in their uh, first possession this afternoon. Jake Fowler, he uh, copped it up, and uh, it was recovered by Jamestown. They made quick work, six plays, 47 yards. They get a one-yard touchdown run from Keldrick Sullivan. Point after touchdown was no good. Jamestown had a 6 to nothing lead. Hastings came back on their next series, got an eight-play, 68-yard drive, got a six-yard touchdown from Taj Willingham. They added the extra points. Hastings had to lead 7-6. to six. And following a Noah McKeever interception, Hastings they got the ball back but couldn't stick the ball in the end zone. They settled for a 24-yard field goal from Nikki G. Hastings had a 10-6 lead. Jamestown comes back. They get a 34-yard field goal early in the second quarter to make it 10-9. Then it was uh, Jamestown taking the lead on a five-yard touchdown pass from uh, Dylan Clot to Zeb Taylor. Point after touchdown was blocked. That gave Jamestown a 15-10 lead. But Hastings coming back right before halftime. They go into the two-minute offense and go eight plays, 64 yards. They get a five-yard touchdown pass from Cruz Samaniego to Anthony Martinez. Hastings had a 17-15 advantage at halftime. Then in the third quarter, Broncos uh, get a 
24-yard touchdown pass from Simon Yego to Noah Hausch. 11 plays, 91 yards early in the uh, third quarter. The point after touchdown was good. Hastings had a 24-15 advantage. Jamestown came right back and got a 43-yard touchdown run just a, a few seconds later, about a minute later on the next series. Again, they missed the point after touchdown. That made the score 24-21 in favor of Hastings. Following a Cruz-Samaniego fumble, Jamestown got the ball back again with about seven minutes to play in the third quarter. They get a uh, two-yard run from Keldrick Sullivan. After they had the extra point, it was 28-24 in favor of Jamestown. Hastings coming back and getting a 40-yard field goal from Nikki G to get it within the 28-27. Hastings then grabbing the lead at the end of the third quarter with 33 seconds to play. They get a uh, touchdown pass of seven yards from Simon Diego to Hausch. The point after touchdown was good. That was a 10-play, 70-yard drive. Hastings had to lead 34-28. But wait, we weren't done yet. Jamestown comes back in the fourth quarter. They go on a seven-play, 76-yard drive. They get a nine-yard touchdown pass from Clot to Jay Riguez Collier. They make it 34-34s again. They missed the uh, point after touchdown. And then Hastings coming back to score um, 10 points right in the final eight minutes of the game. Jake Fowler breaks loose as he scampers 50 yards to take the ball down inside the 10-yard line. Very next play, they throw a seven-yard touchdown pass to Fowler. He takes it into the end zone. Hastings led 41-34. And then Nikki G adds a 43-yard field goal to ice it for Hastings. And the Broncos win it today by the score of 44-34. So Hastings now 3-0 on the season. Meanwhile, at Jamestown, they will drop to one win and four losses. Coming up, we've got the player of the game for 1230 KHS and Hastings College. And in the uh, coaches' post-game show, again, Hastings wins it this afternoon over Jamestown by a score of 44-34. Player of the game coming up next on 1230 KHS. Hastings College Play-by-Play is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. Stay tuned. Our Bronco football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's post-game show. Your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the Barbecue Trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the Brisket Special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. The player of the game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Agent Marty DeMuth. For all of your insurance needs, see Marty at 813 West 2nd Street in Hastings. 
Bruins are here this afternoon, 44-34 over Jamestown. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. As we look to the Hastings College uh, rushing totals here this afternoon, Taj Willingham leading the way for Hastings. He had 12 carries and 93 yards and a touchdown for Hastings. Jake Fowler carried the ball seven times for 80 yards today for Hastings. They were the leading uh, ground gainers. As far as uh, the quarterbacks were concerned, Cruz Samaniego, 19 out of 30 through the air today, 224 yards, three touchdowns. He was sacked one time. Jason Gaines was five out of seven today, 42 yards. As far as a pass receiving is concerned, Noah House had a big day today. He had seven receptions, 114 yards, and two touchdowns. Jordan Johnson, five receptions for 56. They were the leading uh, pass receivers here today. Then on defense, Hastings got 12 tackles again from Kelly McBride. Zach Perella had a good ball game today. He had nine tackles and then seven tackles for Jacob Tarr and seven tackles for Kinesi Eo. They're all candidates for our player of the game. We'll come back and name our winner right after this. When it comes to protecting what matters most, insure your car and home with Farm Bureau and you'll have a combined policy with one deductible that can cover it all. That means faster claim resolution and less hassle, money saved in the long run, and an agent who can make things right when things go wrong. Farm Bureau agents make insurance simple. In Hastings, contact Farm Bureau agent Marty Demuth at 402-463-2111. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Our players of the game today for Hastings College on defense for the Broncos. We'll go with Kelly McBride again. McBride back at the top of the tackle charts. He had 12 tackles today, two solo, 10 assisted, so 12 total tackles for Kelly McBride, who came into the ball game for Hastings, one of the leading tacklers for the Broncos. He had 19 coming in here. He gets 12 this afternoon in this ball game against Jamestown, so he's our defensive player of the game. And for the Hastings College offense, we'll go with a couple of guys Cruz Samaniego as he comes on, engineers that nice drive right at the end of the second quarter in a two-minute offense. They got the Broncos the lead, and then the Samaniego going uh, most of the way in the uh, second half, completes 19 of 30 passes, 224 yards and three touchdowns. And another guy in offense will go with Noah Hausch. He had seven receptions today, 114 yards and two touchdowns. So Cruz Samaniego Noah House and Kelly McBride are players of the game today for Hastings College as the Broncos beat Jamestown by a score of 44-34. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. The player of the game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Agent Marty DeMuth at 813 West 2nd Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. More post-game is coming up on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. Want to cut your cooling costs this summer? With a highly efficient York air conditioning system, you can save up to 50% in energy costs while enjoying more consistent temperatures throughout your home. Call Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer in Hastings and Kearney, 
to schedule a free evaluation of your system and learn how you can move up to a new level of comfort and efficiency this summer. This is the Coach's Post Game Show. Now let's go back to the field with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. Hastings College wins it here this afternoon, 44-34 over uh, the Jimmys of Jamestown. As head coach Tony Harper is going to join us on the uh, post-game show. And, uh, coach, first of all, uh, we'll get you in here. Yeah, we'll get you in here. It's not easy. It's not easy to come into our friendly quarters here. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, give him, uh, give him the seat. Gino's our hospitality coordinator. Events coordinator. Yeah. Coach, congratulations on the win. This was uh, kind of a wild one this afternoon. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely give you your money's worth. You know, the kids had to come back and do some stuff. I mean, ultimately, we got the W today. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of things, a lot of things we got to work on going into conference play. Uh, just right off the top of your head, what really pops out? Oh, poor tackling. Poor tackling on the defensive side of football. Back in, you know, we let some – We, to be honest with you, we let a couple easy plays go by us. You know, we kind of got a little – a little uh, uh, lazy in the secondary times at that corner position. We didn't do our techniques like we've been taught. Our linebackers did not fit extremely well. Um, I thought our D-line um, didn't get their anchors and, and didn't get their fits good in that first half, you know, and, and that falls on, on me. I got to do a better job of coaching those guys up and, and getting them lined up correctly. The first quarter, I thought the defense played extremely well, only give up 30-some yards of rushing, and then going in the second quarter and from there on, they really had some success with Sullivan getting him some openings in there in your line. Well, you know what they were doing is they are running that power scheme, kind of like we talked about um, yesterday. You know, they're, they're kicking out, and, and we, we initially fit, and we want the running back to come back inside by our D-line. A lot of D-linemen will wrong arm and make it bounce outside, but we do it a little different. And the first quarter, we were playing pretty tight with that because they would stay on their sprint path. But then what had happened was in the second quarter and on, they started cutting that thing back or cutting it right up inside that. And we didn't have anybody there doing a great job of sealing off our, our play side linebacker and our backside linebacker couldn't get over the top to make the, make the football play. So we made an adjustment in the second half where we started wrong arm and spilling some stuff. And that helped us at times. Uh, I think we were a little bit better in the second, you know, toward the end of the second half than what we were in the second quarter. So Hastings, again, uh, wins at 44-34. We kind of talked that this was a, a good chance for us before we get into the conference. They kind of showed us a, a couple of different things in the ball game today and gave us a good test. Yeah, they really did. I mean, that, that number 37 for them on defense, I mean, that young man, I mean, that cat can play football. Now, he, he came on the blitz. We didn't pick it up. He'd come down and run a rack coverage type of deal, and he was just an extra hat to the box, and he was one of the better safeties I've seen in a while. So, um, you know, they did good stuff on defense or their defense against our offense at times. And, you know, the power football, like we talked about, I think their kicker, their special teams was pretty good. So it was a good test for us. And we got a lot of good film when we get back in the office tomorrow, get some stuff cleaned up. Talk about some uh, some things offensively as far as blocking schemes. You knew they were going to send guys from everywhere. And, wow, they really dialed up the pressure. Seen Jason on the turf there in the first uh, part of the game. And then Cruz really got beat around there pretty good. Yeah, you know, what had happened was, you know, we knew that they, our offensive staff did a great job, Coach Moe and those guys. We knew he would, that 37 is going to be involved a lot. And you can account for him with your, with your pass protection, but at times that's going to free up. It's going to be a one-on-one with the edge guy or a guard guy, and it's a 50-50 flip of the coin type of deal. And at times they beat us. I think at times we did okay, um, you know, in picking that up. But you're correct. I mean, you're, you're dead on. I saw them quarterbacks, you know, they, they got whacked a little bit. And we got to keep those young men upright. You know, and another thing, 
penalties. I don't know what the, that's one stat I'm going to care about. And that was not good. The officials did a good job today. The calls that they had for the most part, I, I couldn't argue with them. I tried to, but I couldn't. So, you know, we got to clean that up a lot, too. Yeah, Hastings uh, flagged nine times today for uh, 100 yards officially. That's uh, probably too many going that, into the conference that, season. That's unacceptable. I mean, for us to be successful in the GPAC, we got to be at five or less. And we almost doubled that. And my math ain't very good, but I know nine's more than five. So we got a lot. We got to fix that, and we'll do a little bit of extra stuff this week. But talk about uh, the offense 546. We put up today 280 yards rushing, 266 yards passing. That's uh, not too shabby. 546 total net yards. That doesn't add up to 546, though, does it? Yeah, it does. 280 and 266. My math's not very good. <laughs> well, I tell you, you know, that's nice that we were able to run the football like that. We got Taj involved. Saw Jake, you know. He, Jake's a great young man. He turned out, he put that ball on the turf there um, early in the first half, and, and he led some points and whatever. And Jake come over to me and says, Coach, those six points are on me at halftime. And I go, Jake, man, that play's over with. We're moving on. We're on to the next thing. So, it was great to see him bounce back and have that big run. He kind of run out of gas there toward the end. I'm going to have to give him a little grief on that one. Hank, he needs to do some cross country with his mama a little bit or something. But, you know, it's great to see in Taj had a good job. You know, Adrian Petty did some good stuff. How about Anthony Cloyd running some Wildcat stuff? So that those are nice weapons to have in that backfield. But, again, it starts up front. You know, those guys did a good job up front. I thought uh, one of the keys was right before halftime, you guys uh, kind of speed up the game a little bit. You go with the, the no huddle and really get into the two-minute offense and take it right down the field and score just before halftime. And then you kind of kept that pace up at the beginning of the, the third quarter. What you what you see that did you like? Well, you know, we had numbers. You know, we, we had a few more guys than they did. Um, you know, they were doing a good job of subbing, and I want to credit Jameson. They played a heck of a football game today. Their coaches did a great job. But we were able to keep that tempo because we could rotate those guys. We got a little bit of depth at the at the running back position. You know, we got a little bit of depth at wide receiver. We can get a quick blow if we need to, and Coach Curley and Coach K does a good job with them receivers. So if we can continue to keep that tempo, I think that will that will keep our, our foot on the gas pedaling and kind of hopefully wear down some defenses. We just got to make sure it keeps our defense off the field at times as well. The one thing about your offense, and we have, we've we talked about it here in the last three games, the weapons you have, you've got a stable of uh, uh, four to five running backs. You've got uh, as many as six, seven receivers. I think there were seven different receivers I had uh, in the ball game that the caught balls today. Noah House has a breakout game today, but uh, J- Jordan Johnson, he still catches, uh, what, five balls in the game, but uh, Noah over 100 yards. It's just it's going to be tough to defend you offensively for uh, many different directions. I, I think so, too, and I, I think the great thing is – all those guys feed off each other. And I'm not just giving you some plain old coach speak crap. Those guys actually do care about each other. They push each other in practice. You don't hear no John in practice. You don't hear none, none of that stuff. And we just got to continue to, to continue to improve though. You know, for example, you know, we had a great touchdown, but then we get the penalty, you know, it's great to be excited and everything like that, but we got to be smart. Cause then we get a penalty on the kickoff and then we backed it up in the 15 yard line. And I just put the program, in a tough situation but when you can get that many touches to that many different people and those guys all play that many snaps i think that just gives those guys on offense a little bit more feel a little bit more energy and you can find some it's going to wear some people down which we got to keep doing that though okay well until like a break hastings college went to that uh, this afternoon 44 34 over at jamestown we'll take a break we'll come back right after this you're listening to bronco football Get more than you expect at the burn of 
Venture Direct. That old bed of yours still got you tossing and turning at night? It's time to invest in better sleep. Let Furniture Direct in Hastings and a Simmons Beauty Rest mattress provide you the solution. With a Simmons Beauty Rest mattress, you'll get the legendary support of the pocketed coil technology plus air-cooled memory foam for a cool, comfortable sleep. Get more than you expect with free local delivery with any Simmons Beauty Rest mattress set purchase. Sleep in comfort again with a Simmons Beauty Rest mattress from Furniture Direct in Hastings. College again, uh, Vectors here this afternoon at home against uh, Jamestown. As we talked to a couple of minutes here with Hastings head coach uh, Tony Harper. So as we head to the conference season now, we, the, the preseason so far is uh, is in the books. We get uh, ready for the conference season. This is a whole new ball of wax next week. It really is, but we're going to go with the same motto, and this will be coach speak for you. we got to worry about ourselves. We can't worry about who we're playing, where we're playing, or anything like that. we got a lot of things we got to clean up, penalties, tackling, uh, busted coverages, missed assignments up front, and, and, and turnovers. We got a lot of stuff to work on. So we're not going to get hung up on this whole 24 hour rule. We're not going to get hung up on who we're playing. We got to get better because we still have not, I don't believe we played four full quarters. And that's something that we have to do. And I got to make sure that I keep my, my thumb on these young men and we continue to get better. Yeah, this today it was like the second quarter. We came out with a ball on fire, and I, I thought the second quarter we, we lost a, a little bit of the energy that we started the game with. You lost a little bit of the juice because they were able to gash us up front defensively. You know, they got some big plays. They they, they We got them in a third down, and, and my guess on third down, which is actually another stat that I look at, believe that or not, but they got to third down, and whether it was a penalty or, or a big play, a completion, or a run, they got us on third down a lot of the times, and you're not going to be successful regardless of who you're playing if we can't get better than 33% on third down. Nine of 19 was uh, what they converted on third downs today. So We talk a lot about special teams and turnovers in a game. Special teams, you guys uh, blocked, what, two extra points today. Last week you had one. You got some guys getting around the corner. Is that uh, all Dave Kamara? We, it, it's a it's a combination of everybody. No, he's gonna he's gonna tell us it's all him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He does a great job with those guys. You know, we, we bang heads. We put our heads together a lot. Um, what we try and do because that's still the defensive unit out there. We watch that film just like we're breaking down the offense. You know, what kind of run scheme? Where's their pass protection week at? And we try and adjust every week. But at the end of the day, to be honest with you, on that it comes to want to. Do you want to get through there, and do you want to get the block? And and the guys are actually buying into that stuff, which has been a long time in coming. So it, it's a credit to the entire staff of those guys working together on yeah, that. You actually change the, uh, the the team over there, depending on what you see on film, maybe a, a weak guy that you see up there? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we scheme that up just like we scheme anything up. And, and that's the great thing. You know, special teams, Nikki G banging home two big ones. You know, Brandon Baca having some good kickoff. That last kickoff down there for him and that corner kick left was a great job. Coach K does a great job giving those guys a scouting report and meeting with those guys every day. We meet on special teams every single day, and we have 20 minutes every day in practice to work on special teams, and the guys are buying into it because that's got to be our number one priority. Well, I don't know if you know who you play next week because you just focused on this game, but uh, Dakota Westland, and they open the conference season next week, and they're a pretty good football team we've seen over the past uh, couple of years, and we expect uh, to have our hands full again next week. Yeah, they're a great football team. All I know is we're playing here again next Saturday, which is the first time that we've had two home games in a row, so I'm looking forward to the guys sleeping in their own beds, and we got to get back to work tomorrow because we still got, again, my math ain't good. I think we got eight more of these at least, at least left, and, and, and that's the mindset we got to have and worry about ourselves and get refocused. Hopefully 12. We can go all the way up to 12, my man. You just keep winning. Hey, I, I heard a great quote on the radio today. And I was listening to the radio because I don't watch a lot of TV and stuff like that. Heard a great quote. Hey, every week, you're zero and zero. 
And that's our that's our mindset. That has to be our mindset. We have to improve this week. We will see you next week. We'll be zero and zero. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Thank you all. All right. Tony Harper, he sings now 3-0 and for the rest of us. 3-0 and in the season as we pick up uh, three non-conference wins. Jimmy, I, I think we're uh, sitting in good shape as we head forward to the uh, the conference season next week against the very tough Dakota Wesleyan team. That'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff next week. We will have our hands full, definitely. That's going to be a uh, top 20 uh, football team coming into Lloyd Wilson Field, and uh, we have, we've seen them every year, and uh, they just uh, continue to get better. Ross Simple, the uh, coach up there, has done a tremendous job building that program. We had a lead on them, uh, what, last year, and uh, squandered that one away. But again, uh, when you're a head coach, you're, you're not happy. You're never happy until the season's over and you're undefeated. And uh, there is some things that Hastings College has to fix. Again, the penalties, the mistakes, those can't be, uh, when you're playing a, a real good opponent, you can't have those. Hopefully Hastings can get them fixed, but uh, they're off on the right foot with a 3-0 and start, getting ready to go into uh, GPAC action. And uh, talk to a coach just uh, for a minute there uh, on the injury front. Doesn't appear that anybody, uh, just some bumps and bruises uh, after this football game. So that's good to good to hear. All right, so he sings uh, Winton here this afternoon, 44-34 over Jamestown. He sings now 3-0 and in the season. And again, like we mentioned, we'll play a Dakota Wesleyan coming up next Saturday here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Stick around. we got all the scores coming up for you on the fifth quarter here on 1230 KHS for Jimmy Purcell, for Gene Shaw. I'm Mike Will, wishing a very pleasant good afternoon from Hastings. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. Our Bronco football coverage continues with the fifth quarter. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to ASAP-NE.org. It's time for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. Wins it here this afternoon at Lloyd Wilson Field, the Osborne Sports Complex over Jamestown. The final score 44-34 as Eastings College rolls up some uh, 546 yards of total offense in the ball game here this afternoon. The Broncos are now 3-0 on the season. The other scores in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Next week's opponent, the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan, they lost today to Doan. The Tigers put it to uh, Dakota Wesleyan in the Battle of the Tigers today. It was Doan 61 and Dakota Wesleyan 34. So uh, Dakota Wesleyan has dropped one here this afternoon, 61-34 against the uh, Doan College Tigers. The other scores in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, how about 87 points? How about 87 points this afternoon in the Sioux Center as a Morningside beat the Dort Defenders 87-14 to today. 
That's the uh, first loss of the season for Dort. The other scores on the other side of the spectrum. We've got to Concordia beating Northwestern today 9-7. to The Red Raiders are now 0-3 on the season. And Midland, they go to 4-0. As uh, Jeff Jambrog, the former uh, University of Nebraska coach, Jeff Jambrog is now uh, 4-0 up in Midland. The Warriors beat Briar Cliff today by the score of 38-3. So the winners in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, Morningside, Doan, Concordia, Midland, and Hastings. Checking scores in the uh, Big Ten Conference today at NCAA uh, Division I football at halftime of Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Number 22, Oregon, is leading Nebraska by the score of 20-14. to 14. Oregon 20, Nebraska 14. That game is at halftime. There's a surprise. Michigan is only leading Colorado by three points. Michigan 24, Colorado 21. That game is at halftime in Ann Arbor this afternoon. Western Michigan is leading Illinois 24-7. That is at halftime. Also, some other uh, Big Ten scores today. A final score in Wisconsin held on to beat Georgia State 23-17. North Dakota State upsets Iowa today 23-21. It was Rutgers over New Mexico 37-28. Penn State won over Temple today in the Big Ten 34-27. Then we got uh, the other games going on in the Big Ten, all going to be nighttime affairs. Maryland is playing at uh, Central Florida. Michigan State is at Notre Dame. Ohio State plays at Oklahoma. And Duke is at Northwestern. We'll come back and check some other scores from across the nation as the fifth quarter continues on 1230 KHAS. Glenwood Business Center offers a ready-to-go, on-demand furnished office for up to three people with affordable rent by the hour, day, or week. A modern tech-powered space complete with Glenwood high-speed fiber allows you to do sales presentations, demonstrations, or one-on-one training. Do you have a home-based business? This fresh, clean space offers a safe and secure place to meet. It's quick and easy to rent with a great downtown Hastings location. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. Back here with some other scores in the fifth quarter today here on 1230 KHIS. Again at halftime, Oregon is leading Nebraska by the score of 20-14. to 14. Some other scores going on. Kansas State rolling past Florida Atlantic today. There we got about uh, 10 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. It's Kansas State 49, Florida Atlantic 7. Ball State is out on top of Eastern Kentucky. They're at the start of the uh, fourth quarter. Ball State is out on top by a score of 34 to nothing. In the third quarter, six and a half minutes to play. It's Central Michigan out on top of the running Rebels of Nevada, Las Vegas. The score is 35 to 21. In the third quarter, with two minutes to play, Toledo 38 and Fresno State 6. In the third quarter, with 15 minutes to play, just the start of the third quarter, San Diego State is leading Northern Illinois 28 to 7. At halftime, Michigan 24, Colorado 21. At halftime, Ole Miss is that on top of number one ranked Alabama? It's Mississippi 24 and Alabama 17. Other scores going on in the third quarter just starting. The second half, Massachusetts is leading Florida International 14 to 3. Here's a score for you. Mammoth is trailing Kent State. Mammoth trailing Kent State by a score of 20 to nothing. Other scores going on. It's a Western Kentucky 14. Miami of Ohio, three. They're in the third quarter early. Halftime score, North Carolina beating James Madison by the score of 35-21. to 21. 
halftime score. Oklahoma State 31, Pittsburgh 24. Third quarter score, South Florida 28, Syracuse 17. Third quarter score, Virginia Tech 28, Boston College nothing. Second quarter, Western Michigan is leading Illinois 24-7. Second quarter, it is Kentucky 35, New Mexico State 28. Halftime score, South Carolina, the Gamecocks, with a lead over Eastern Carolina 17-6. At halftime, it's Colorado State 38, Northern Colorado nothing. Halftime score, Wyoming is leading California Davis 35-9. First quarter score, Oregon State 13, Idaho State nothing. And we got some final scores we'll pass along to you this afternoon in the fifth quarter. Tennessee has beaten Ohio 28-19. TCU 41, Iowa State 20. Akron over Marshall 65-38. It was Rutgers beating New Mexico 37-28. Middle Tennessee Beat Bowling Green today, 41-21. Louisville, winners over Florida State, 63-20. Florida State was the number two ranked team in the nation. They were beaten today by Louisville, the number 10 ranked team, 63-20. Penn State, winners over Temple, 34-27. A couple other scores, Memphis beat Kansas, 43-7. Georgia Tech, 38. Vanderbilt, 7. Connecticut, 13. Virginia, 10. Tulsa over North Carolina A&T, 58-21. Washington State, 56. Idaho, 6. Clemson shut out South Carolina State, 59-0. Wisconsin beat Georgia State, 23-17. North Dakota State upsetting Iowa, 23-21. Miami rolls past Appalachian State, 45-10. So that wraps up all the scores from across the nation and across the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference here this afternoon. Again, our game here on 1230 KHIS, Hastings College, knocking off uh, Jamestown 44-34. And now we invite you to join uh, the Nebraska football broadcast over on the breeze. KLIQ 94.5 just underway in the third quarter. Oregon is leading Nebraska Memorial Stadium. Final score of 20-14. For 1230 KHAS Sports, this is Mike Will. You've been listening to the fifth quarter. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio. 